With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey sisters and the Sister Speak family. This is Tammy in New Jersey of the House Targaryen. And I will take what is mine with fire and blood. Hey sisters, this is Brother Ray from St. Louis. A man will always listen to Sisters Speak Game of Thrones podcast. Vala Magulas. Hi, this is Jackie from the San Francisco Bay Area. Welcome to House Sisters Speak. The wine is sweet, but our family is salty. Hey sisters, this is Shalita from Philly. Winter is coming. This is Anthony B. out of Chicago. Listening to the Sister Speaks podcast featuring Sister J and Sister K with a wide variety of fans who leave a long-ass email. So let's get started. Hello, sisters. It's Stephen here from Ormskirk, England. And the Northerners will never forget. This is Sister Tip Tip from Norfolk, Virginia. Sister J and Sister K, go get them, ladies. Dracaris. Hey, Sister J. What's up, Sister K? This is Robert from the Bay. Winter is coming. All men must die. But I'm a crow. This is Samantha in Wisconsin. Owning a dragon is great when it fits in your hand. But if it's big enough to bite your head off, you might want to think again. Hey, sisters, this is Willie calling from L.A. Is there something wrong with your leg, boy? Can you walk? Do I have to carry you? Falling with the blade. I think I'll pick more teeth with it. All right, sisters, love you. Hey, this is Amy Michonne, and I'm just calling to say, Bracadis, motherfucker. Hello, sisters, and the Sisters Speak Game of Thrones family. This is Paris calling from Mobile, Alabama to say, Valar Margules. Welcome to Sisters Speak Game of Thrones, where we discuss season four of the HBO series Game of Thrones from a sister's point of view. I'm Sister J. And I'm Sister K. And welcome to episode 22. Let's get started. Okay. All right. Welcome, Sister J. Welcome, Sister K. I'm so glad Game of Thrones is back on. Yay! I've missed it. We are back for yeah. season four of Game of Thrones. Oh, and it's going to be good. This premiere was really, really good. Okay. Anyway, let me let me get to the alcoholic beverage selection. You start, Sister J. Oh, okay. Just in case we have new listeners, which okay. we probably we usually do every season. Yeah, that's true. Let's introduce ourselves real quick oh, and God. just let them get acclimated to us right off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if they ain't acclimated, but now, well, mm. if they're new, they might not. Some people start right. new podcasts in the middle. Me, I like to go back. But anyway, I'm Sister K. For all y'all who don't know, this is Sister J. I'm Sister J. And we podcast our favorite shows, as we said earlier, from a sister's point of view. They can go on our website and read that shit. Yes. 
this is an explicit podcast, so if you don't like cussing, you might as well go now. Yeah, well, I don't even know and why they listen anyway if they don't like cussing. It, we're just, they're they just in ourselves. On there, though? It does. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. All right. Some people act shocked, so I'm trying to say it at the beginning. <laughs> and we discuss our show. We, we walk through the show, the episode, and then we talk to our listener feedback. And then that's our format, basically. So Yep, that's our format. The very and, first thing we and do. We, and when we bitch and moan and nitpick and call people trick hoes and shit, that does not mean we want somebody to put a damn <coughs> iTunes review time out. They complain about the show. Of course we complain about the show because we love it. Exactly. That's why we do that shit. Anyway. Yes, exactly. So, I'm if you can't have... Warning you now. Oh, and wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> One other thing. Before we get started, I don't want y'all sending a whole bunch of emails talking about, oh, y'all on time. Now, yeah, we gonna be on schedule for the Game of Thrones, so... Don't yep. be putting that in your emails. They're going to try it. They gonna, they like to read us mm-hmm. about that. Anyway. Whether we late or on time, they like to do it. So we're going to let them do it. Yeah, no, nah, we know. Yeah, you, but y'all need to. We're going to try to be on time. Okay, so very first thing we do is Sister J's Wine Selection of the Week. Well, I am not calling it a wine selection like I did with The Walking Dead. Oh. I'm calling it adult beverage selection. Oh, okay. Because I may have different shit. Okay. Because sometimes I want something, you know, I want different. different. Might be some vodka, might be some rum, whatever. So this adult beverage selection, I found a new uh, beer. I think I've mentioned before that when I do drink beer, I, I like dark beer. I just like the dark. It's it's more full-bodied. I don't like stout, though. Like Guinness stout, I can't handle that, but I do like dark beer. I found a very good... German beer. It's called Krombacher Dark. That's K-R-O-M-B-A-C-H-E-R. Krombacher Dark. And it is very, very good. Okay. So that's what I was drinking. Okay. (laughs) Every time Cersei took a sip, I took a sip. (laughs) Anyway. That's a lot of sipping. Well, hey, yeah. Because she was gulping. I was, well, by the end of the episode, I was. Oh, I was, Lord. Oh, goodness. You I, was tipsy? I was going to say, I was a little. A little lit. <laughs> okay. Oh, and one more thing before we start. I just wanted to. Uh, thank everyone for sending in their taglines. Oh, yeah. We changed it up and we added the taglines first mm-hmm. to the podcast. And so thank you all for sending those in. I hope you enjoyed hearing your voices. Yeah, I, I love all those uh, on our finale uh, for The Walking Dead. Yes. That's awesome. You did a good job. Yes. So it was, all together. So we will, we will continue to do that for Game of Thrones. So you can say you, thank you. Uh, thank you. I, I thought I did. No, you. Uh, what you said. <laughs> What you said was, yeah. That ain't like acknowledging a compliment. Oh, thank you. Anyway. Thank you, Sister J. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I say that after you criticized how it was done before. <laughs> That's why I was like, mm-hmm. But it's really good. Okay, so right. for those who did not get their tagline in, we'll talk to y'all later. Yeah. Later in the episode. But for mm-hmm. now, let's get started. All right. With our Game of Thrones. 
And the title of this premiere was... Two Swords. Mm -hmm. Episode one of season four. And we know what the two swords refers to, don't we? Well, we see that shit in the beginning. But that's not what it refers to. It refers to two different swords, not them two that you see in the beginning. Okay, which two different swords? The needle! Well, yeah. Tommy's needle and Jamie's new sword. Well, yeah, but there's that's three swords then because we need to find out. Well, we'll get well, to we that. Well, we already know who got the big one. Okay, yeah. yeah. Get so, on with yeah, it. Yeah, let's get on with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right about the needle. But, yeah. okay, so let's go on. All right. You know, so let's start at the beginning. So uh-huh. we see somebody has ice. And I immediately knew whose sword it was because it's a huge it's Ned Stark beautiful sword. Mm-hmm. and there was a wolf pelt across it yep that's Ned Stark sword so somebody is giving it to somebody to melt down what? I'm like you see it's Tywin later you see after like 30 seconds so yeah he's melting it down into two swords one's long and one's short and then I don't know what dire wolf pelt this was I was but, trying to figure that out yeah because it's not um uh, Rob's Grey Wind, which was Rob's, right? Because the, the, they cut the head off, right? So it was somebody else's wolf. I the only thing I could think of is maybe Lady, because that would be the only one they might have had. No, why would she be there? Maybe it was um because they took Sansa's. Uh, uh, yeah, they killed her. Yeah, maybe it was um one of his like cloaks because they all wear like wolf skin That's coats. True. That's so maybe it was just Ned's coat and not really the dire wolf's. Okay. One of the and it didn't wolves. look really big anyway. It didn't, because those dire wolves are, you know, huge. Yeah. And it didn't look particularly big. So, yeah, maybe it was just like, you know, wolf. A coat. A wolf coat. Yeah. Well, they have dire wolf coats. Yeah. But I think that's it what it was. Flimsy. I think that's what it was because uh, yeah. John's got beheaded. Yeah. So, anyway. And then we see it's Tywin, the bastard. Yeah. Throwing that that pelt in the fire. And I didn't like either the way he said when Jamie was admiring it. And he says, where'd you get Valerian steel? Because it must be hard to come by. Yeah. He says, from somebody that don't need it no more. Mm. Shit. I know. I know. I, uh, Tim, I, I realized what he said was factually correct. But it just rubbed me the wrong way. Of course. <laughs> My jaws was tight. I thought, damn. Fuck I went. Yeah. And I like him as a villain character, well, though. Oh, I do, because he's good. I did like him until that shit. Oh, no. The Red Wedding and shit. Oh, uh, well, I, mm-hmm. I had a love-hate with Tywin last season anyway. Yeah. Because I didn't like the way he was talking to Tyrion all the fucking time. Oh, but I don't like the way he's talking to Jamie. No, in but he thing. talked to all of them like that. So he now does. we know. He, he talked to all of them like they crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So before we get to that part, we get the credits and the theme song. Yay! All I know is I noticed two <laughs> new places. Yep, Maureen. Maureen and Dreadford. Yep. And Winterfell's still fucking smoking. Ain't nobody put that fire out yet. I guess not. Uh-uh. Ain't nobody up there, probably. Did they show Dorn on there? Uh-uh. I don't think so. They should have shown Dorn. I bet they did show Dorn. Because Dorn is prominent. Uh, I don't this know. This season. But well, anyway. anyway. I just love the <coughs> opening. I was just like, oh, yes. Okay, come anyway. on. So you're right. You want to go to Jamie first? Yeah, because Tywin is presenting Jamie with the shorter of the two knot of the two swords. I think it's the long one. No, 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 no. It's the shorter of the two. How do swords. you know? Because you could tell. No, it looked long to me. Uh, uh-uh, uh. It was the short. Trust me, Tywin kept the longer of the two. 
Yeah. Well, anyway. Anywho. And Jamie's admiring it and everything. And, and uh, Tywin is telling him that, um, I don't know. I don't know why you're going to be, uh, uh, you want to remain in the King's Guard. Uh, he wants Jamie to go to Castle Rock. No, he tells him, you're not going to, you can't serve in the King's Guard. Right. Because with one you only hand. got one hand. And Jamie's like, who says, who's, where's that written? I'm going to, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do that. I can fight with my left hand. A good knight knows how to work with both. both. And so, uh, Tywin's like, yeah, but it's not going to be this good. Well, but. You see that? He always digging him. But, but he just assumed that Jamie, he told Jamie that he was going to go to Castle Rock to be the ruler of that their homestead in his place because he he's the king's hand, so he got to stay there. And that's when Jamie told him, "No, I'm not doing that." And that that's when Tywin starts that bullshit talking to him. Well, no, he had said the hand thing first, but anyway, anyway, but yeah, he did start talking shit, talking about, uh, well, uh, I didn't ask you a question. That's what you're gonna be doing. And Jamie's like, "No, I will not. I don't want to have." Yeah. A homestead. I don't want to be married. And I don't want to have children. And when he said that, I said, "Well, it's too fucking late. You got because you got three, three of them at least." Shit. Yeah. And somebody, somebody in my office asked me, "Does Jamie know the Joffrey? That he's Joffrey's daddy?" I said, "Hell yeah, he knows. He has to know. Hell yeah, they they all blind, just like him and her. They have to know. Of course, he knows." Mm. Anywho. Anyway. So, but yeah, Simon made me mad when he said, "All right, go ahead." He said, keep the sword then. He said, because a one-headed man with no family needs all the help he can get. That yeah, was cold-blooded. I didn't like that. I didn't like that. That no. was cold-blooded. It cracked me up, though, because they had a little argument, and Jamie's like, oh, so can I keep the sword or what? Yeah. <laughs> you want to take it back or what? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, ask him, because... But I liked it when, when Tywin was, was fussing at him about, well... You can't be in the king's garden and stuff with one hand and stuff. He said, well, then what do you want? He said, well, supper would be nice. <laughs> and he says, so now we know Jamie's 40 years old. Cersei's 40 years old, too. So he's he trying to marry off Cersei at 40 years old. Well, she can still have kids. That's all he cares about. Yeah, that's what he said. That's all too. he cares about. She still has kids. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, he said, in all the 40 years, I've been trying to teach you something. Well, what the hell are you talking about? Just because he de- he don't want to follow him. Yep. Mm. Exactly. That just we already know Tywin's a a dick. He is. He's we a we jerk. found that out a long time ago when they was talking about Jamie having a learning disability and he used to make Jamie sit up in the yeah. castle somewhere for four or five hours until he got the words right. Yep. That's and he right. and he forced Cersei to do what she needed to do, and he he forces all of them to do things, mm. and they do it. And Jamie, so Jamie far, no. is the only one that we've seen so far that we've seen this family that, that said, says, no. uh, nope, I ain't doing that. I ain't doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so then we go on to Jamie getting fitted by Master Kyburn. Which, oh, you want to stay with, with the, Yeah, let's okay. stay with the character. Okay, cool. That'll make it easier. I All think. right, cool. Um, so Jamie is, well, it's not Maester Kyburn because he tells Cersei later, I'm not a maester. Yeah. But Kyburn, the guy that helped Jamie before on the road when he got mm-hmm. his hand cut off, he's fitting him with a metal hand, which look heavy as fuck. Excuse me, to me. <laughs> uh, I don't even know why you say excuse me. You <laughs> it looks like heavy that. as hell. It looks really uncomfortable. I'm going to conserve my, my F-bombs a little mm. bit this time. Anyway, 
It looked heavy and uncomfortable, and Jamie's grunting a tad bit, and Cersei is sipping. She's sipping that wine. Sipping that wine, and then yep. she's, talking to, she's talking to Clyburn about the well, other matter. first she's thing. telling Jamie... Thank you. Thank you for the other matter. Hold on. First she tells Jamie that he's so ungrateful because he's complaining about it. To Kyburn, that bitch got the nerve. I know. Kyburn's telling him, "Oh, it looks great." He's like, "Well, then you can take it. Get off your hand and you take it." Mm-hmm. You're so ungrateful. I spent all day trying to get this perfected, and she's like, "Well, an afternoon." So I'm like, "Damn, give the fool a break." What she said, she said, "The better part of an afternoon." Right. So mm, then, mm, mm. yeah. So then she tells Kyburn. Well, thank you for that other matter. And he's like, oh, has all the symptoms cleared up? And mm-hmm. I'm thinking, oh, shit, what she got? Well, because I, I'm sure she can't sleep because she's drinking too damn much. You, uh, you can't drink a whole lot of shit and then go to sleep. That ain't it. Yeah, she might have some kind of disease or something. That's what I'm thinking. Because mm-hmm. she, hey, Jamie don't know. She's been sleeping with other people quite fine without him. Yeah. Other family members, but yeah. still. He hasn't, so. Yeah. Anyway, who knows? Yeah, so she, I mean, she might got syphilis, anything. Yep. Mm. So he's like, oh, I'm surprised that you, you know, let him touch you. You never let Pycelle. She's like, oh, I wouldn't let that. So he smelled like a dead cat. Yeah. And Jamie says, well, how does a dead cat smell? Like Pycelle. I like that. I like that. I thought, ew, that nasty old food. So Jamie's noticing that she drinks a lot more than she used Mm -hmm. to, and she's. She's like, well, yeah, because we had a war. We, you know, I've had my. Oh, she starts whining. Yeah, in. my daughter got shipped off to marry some fool. My son's about to marry some bitch from High Garden. Uh, you left. Da 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 da. She starts listing it all out. She says, and 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 I survived the siege. She says a short siege. She says, well, one that I didn't think I was going to survive. Yeah, I'm thinking, shut up. Yeah, and can you believe Cersei fixed her damn mouth to say, are you really trying to go back to the King's Guard? Yeah. With one hand? Yeah. Why would she do I mean, that? that is so, you know, her whole attitude toward him is like he's damaged goods now. He Yes, exactly. And she I mean, is salty. Yeah. Salty, salty. And she is, is just... pissed off because he left her. I and mean. she did not know. But you know what? Maybe what he's treating her Maybe what Clyburn's treating her for is a mental illness. Because she crazy. I don't think so. Because he said the symptoms are gone. And she said yes. Yeah, that's true. Because, I mean, to me. Okay. Yeah, she is crazy. This whole scene, once the the, uh, Clyburn left and she and Jamie are talking. This whole scene didn't make no sense to me. I know. Didn't didn't make any sense to me. Well, she didn't. That's what I'm talking about. Her dialogue did not make any sense to me. That's we spent the whole last season her pining away for her brother. Yeah. And now and he 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 said, well, wait a minute, when he when he tries to go and kiss her or something right. and she not no, not now. He says, Well what, what? I've been back for weeks. So that lets us know that there's been a, a time passage, you know. Right. And I just don't get it. I don't understand her behavior. No, I, no, he don't either. Neither do I. But she says, you left me here. No, she says, you come back here with no one apology. Hand. That's yeah, what she gets. No saying. apologies with one hand and expect everything to be the same. She's like, well, it's not the same. Yeah. 
So first of all, she's pissed because he ain't got no hand. I mean, that is the fucking... <laughs> wait a minute. That's selfish shit. Yes, it is. You know. Second of all, she's pissed because he left her in her mind. He's like, wait a minute. He was I captured. Was, I was a prisoner on every second I could. Yeah. I tried to get back to you. I killed people. For you. No, he said I murdered people, people to get to back, get to, back you. to you. That's what he said. And she just was like... Pfft. Whatever. You left my ass. But you shouldn't have been gone in the first place. Thank that, you. that was her attitude. Exactly. And that's what she was saying. Well, you shouldn't have been gone in the first place. So you know what? The only thing she was lacking is working her neck. <laughs> <laughs> because and, because and, she didn't want to spill none of her wine. Yeah, and, and I'm yelling at TV, bitch, are you crazy? Yeah. What is wrong with you? She's crazy. I did I mean if you don't if if you no longer want to have sex with your brother, that's fine. Yep. But you don't have to do all that. You ain't got to do all that no. shit. No. No. And all of that, everything's changed now. You only got one hand. Right. Oh, that is so low. Low. I mean, mm. that is low. Yep. Mm. She need to die with Joffrey. Mm. <laughs> yeah, she needs to I don't to go. know. Mm. She, she going to probably be there a while. Yeah, because, you know, them evil plotters. Mm. They stay. Yeah, they thrive. Anyway, so, so um, uh, we'll skip what the maid does because we haven't got to that part yet. Yeah. But um, so then later we see Jamie with Joffrey and Sir Marin. Oh, that was so cold. That was so talking awful. about the security for the wedding day, and he's trying to, you yep. know, say okay, so and so is going to guard the queen and the kids, and someone's going to guard this one. Yeah. Blah blah blah. And so he's basically saying, I'm going to, I'm going to guard Joffrey. And so Marin says, um, but I've always guarded him and I've guarded him well since you've been gone. Yeah. Which in my opinion, I mean, I almost said to the TV, Boop. <laughs> <laughs> because he's, he's correct. Yeah, he has. I mean, he has me. He has. He's had that job all the time. Jamie been gone, which we think is what a year and a half, probably a year, yeah, year and a half. Years, something like and that. So now that Jamie back, you know. He wants to change it all up. He wants to change it all up. Well, I can understand Mary's point. Yeah. I, I can. can understand his point. However. Yeah. However. Joffrey didn't have to go and taunt him. Well, the only reason, you know why Joffrey did it? Because when Jamie was talking about, um, we need to protect, uh, uh, we need to, we need to protect you. And Joffrey's like, uh. The war's over. I won the war. Oh, yeah. He was I'm talking one, that shit. Yeah, I'm the one. The people know that I'm the one who won the war. And Sir Marin said, oh, well, the people um, love Joffrey. They know who, who feeds them. And Jamie said, uh, I heard Marjorie Tyrell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's that right. is when Joffrey. That's, when, that's right. That's You're when right. Joffrey right. said. All the shit that he said. Well, that's when Joffrey started. Yeah. Saying, well. I won the war and and yeah. I won it with the black water and you know all you this was shit. Out, you you and you was here. out getting why you was out getting captured and you know how he does that little shaking of his head like yeah. he's so arrogant. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I want to smack him. And the, then he's looking at the Book of Brothers. Yep, which you know lists That's, all the different knights and stuff and yeah. their accomplishments and everything. And he's making note of some of the famous. You know, years gone by, uh, 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 um, knights and stuff, and Kingsguard's men and stuff who've got four or five pages worth of their accomplishments. And he gets to Jamie Lannister, and it's like half a page. Half a page. He, and 
So he starts taunting him, and I'm thinking, okay, Jamie, you his daddy. Thank you. That's what Stop I was thinking. the motherfucking thinking. shit out this fool. That's what I'm thinking. Jamie kept looking at him, and I look kept thinking, him. Um, aren't you going to pop his yeah, ass? Yeah, pop him in the mouth say, or look, something. Or say, motherfucker, I'm your daddy. Exactly. Something said, hey, you, you will not be talking to me in them Thank tones. Thank you. Or, or something. But see, I think this is the thing that is interesting to me. I feel like he knows in the back of his mind those are his kids, but he doesn't acknowledge it. Well, Sarah saying him never talk about it. Exactly. He considers them Robert's kids, but he knows in the back of his mind that those are his kids. Well, and then, uh, in all honesty, though, I got to thinking about it uh, when I had watched the scene. And I think the reason why he did not is the same reason why Tywin doesn't. They do not want any dissension in public. And that other dude was in the room in public where they are challenging the king. Right. Because they know he ain't got no no parts attached to the throne. Thank you. But, you know, they want the Lannisters to to, to control the throne. So I think that's the major reason why they just let Joffrey talk all that shit all the time. No, I think they, they purposely make themselves not entertain the rumor because if they entertain it, then they all the things they work for are for nothing. So they just they just block it out of their mind. Believe me, that fucking daddy knows. Tywin knows. Of course he does. He knows. Because that's what he told Cersei. You will marry Loras Tyrell and put a stop to these awful rumors. Filthy rumors. Filthy rumors about but believe you. me, he know. He know. Hell, any dumb dummy know. Them bro- all them Baratheons is like Jon Snow. They got black Dark. hair. Mm-hmm. Well, they're like, um, what's his name? Gendry. They got dark hair. Right. And they're dark. Right. And 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 you got three blonde kids. Yeah, uh-huh. So, um, Joffrey does his little dig. And Ooh, Jamie, though, I mean, he he's quick. And he's witty. And he says, I use my left hand now, my lord. Mm-hmm. It makes for a better challenge or a better contest. Or something like that. And he yeah. looks at Sir Marin when he said it, though. Mm-hmm. Like... Try me, motherfucker. I'll exactly. Still get you. That's exactly still, what. Uh, that's what that's I did. Exactly like, what. Try it, is, bitch. I will hey, still cut you. He your is ass. selling them wolf tickets, so nobody will try him. Yes. See. Yes. See. Until he can get up to par with that left hand. See? He might be. Well, and he might be. Like he said, a real knight, a knows true knight, knows how to both. use both. But Briancho was kicking his ass on that bridge, though. And he had two hands in. That wasn't Brienne. Yes, it was. They weren't fighting on the bridge. They were too when he was captured. Oh well, yeah, but he had both hands then. That's what I just said. Is this a joke? Are you asleep? No, but you, <laughs> you. Why are you going back? <laughs> because to I'm pointing out the fact that even with two hands, he still got his ass beat down. Because his first of all, he was tied up. Second of all, he hadn't eaten and shit. Um, for long. So I get it, but I still think Brienne, plus she big as fuck. <laughs> I love Brienne. I love Brienne. Ooh, I love her. I love her. And evidently they are really uh 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 they have they have bonded and create uh, uh, have a a really good friendship now, I think. Brienne and Jamie. I don't know about that, but I know I that they so. still talk and stuff because later we see them on the wall mm-hmm. looking at Sansa while she's in the godswood praying. Mm-hmm. Well, well they, they they up on the bridge. They're they not think on the wall. she's praying. Well, whatever, the bridge. Mm-hmm. And so Brienne's trying to tell him, look, you still have your vow that you made to Catelyn Stark 
And that was to get her daughters home to her. Safe. Safe. To keep her children to keep them safe. safe and bring them to her. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, look, ain't nobody seen Arya Stark since this shit kicked off. Mm-hmm. So she's probably dead, which is as safe as you can get. <laughs> and I thought, damn, that's cold. <laughs> but it's true. And he says, and now Sansa is now a Lannister, so she's safe. And I like when Brienne says, do you really think that's going to keep her safe? Mm-hmm. Look me in the eye. Mm-hmm. And he couldn't do it. He couldn't do he it. He couldn't do it. He couldn't do it. So he's like, are you sure you're not related to me? Because all of the, my uh, brethren have been <laughs> talking shit, basically, is what he's uh-huh. saying. I like their relationship, though. And I like their interactions with one another. I do, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wish we had more... Um, and see, I was hopeful. I thought the shoe would be on the other foot when we got back to this season, meaning that Jamie would have been the one that changed and Cersei would be the one trying to continue. Um, see? No, but yeah. yeah that's kinda, what I thought. I didn't think that at all. I, I did. I think Jamie's the one who's done the most changing. She's been ruling and being evil the no, same as true. she's been. He's the one who's seen the world, has had his hand cut off. Like Brienne said last season, you get a real taste of what the world is like. Where things are taken, yeah, where Mm -hmm. things are taken from you, important things are taken from you, and you want to quit. You want to give up. Yep. That's when he he was refusing to eat. And he and he kind of opened up and told the (laughs) truth about what happened (laughs) about the Kingslayer thing. And how he was breaking one oath or another. And I like that when he was talking to his dad. Mm-hmm. And he says, oh, now you want me to break another oath. Another oath. Did you catch that? Yeah. He says, another the oath. The king's guard oath where mm-hmm. they are knights for life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just like the... And he said he ain't doing it. Knights watch. Yeah. He ain't doing it. So, I like that. He looked good cleaned up, too. Yeah. He looks very good. Yep. Okay, where do we want to go next? Do we want to do Tyrion? <laughs> yeah, might as well. Let's get the little I guy love out. Tyrion. Love Tyrion. Why are you pursing your lips, Sister J? <laughs> uh, well, <clears throat> I have to admit, I did feel kind of sorry for him in this episode, like in the first parts, because yeah, he's so not non inconsequential. He's just inconsequential to other to yeah. his family, to yeah. his family and other people around, right, and right. that they just treat him so bad. They do. I don't the, like it. I mean, they was treating him real bad. But I don't like it. Didn't you see how good Patrick looked? They yeah. done cut his hair Patrick and everything. Well, he's growing he's a, up. Yeah. All the kids he's on the cute. show are growing up. All the little baby fats falling and, off. And, and, and I'm just going to say, he has gotten taller because he's less pudgy. Even his face and everything. Yeah. So anyway, um, so Tyrion, Bronn, and Podrick are the welcoming committee for the Prince of Dorne from House Martell, who's coming for the wedding. For, the, for Joffrey's wedding. Yep, and they're standing there, and Bronn's annoyed well, because... They're standing at the city limits to welcome them. Right, and Bronn's annoyed because he, they're not at a, a tavern like where they should meet travelers. Yeah, he said, well, he's why talking, can't we wait in the tavern? <laughs> he's talking shit to Tyrion, and he's trying to make jokes about Dornish people, mm-hmm. and Tyrion's telling him, please, no, stop, don't. <laughs> so... As the group of people walk up, they notice that there is no House Martell sigil. Well, first of all, as as they can see him in the distance, Tyrion asks, oh, do you see any it, it, yellow lemons? And Bronn's kind of looking and squinting and saying, no, that was Podrick that said that. 
uh, no. Yeah, it was. Ron is the one that said, oh, there's some yellow balls. And, and then Patrick pipes up and says what the sigil is. Right. It's at three yellow limits. And then Patrick proceeds to say what all the sigils are. Right. And which house they belong to and stuff. So that lets you know that Patrick is a smart kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So well, that's the point I was trying to make. When those guys, when the whole, what do you call it, procession gets up there to them, you know, Tyrion introduces himself and says, welcome. And they're just looking at him from their horses. Kind of mm-hmm. with disdain, of course. And Tyrion's like, um, I don't see um, Prince Doran. Is he, you know, here? Which he knows he ain't because he done already checked that out. Of course. <laughs> and one of the guys like, nope, he had to stay home. He was, he was sick. So he sent his um, brother, Prince Oberyn. Mm-hmm. And, and Tyrion's face when he said that was like, uh, okay. So they kind of brush past him and they don't acknowledge Tyrion at all. So he starts walking off and Bronn's like, okay, so uh, where are we going now? Mm-hmm. He's like, we gotta go find Prince Oberyn before he kills somebody or mm-hmm. dismembers somebody or something. Because earlier when, when they're waiting at the city limits, Bronn asked him some kind of question about why they send you for the prince or something because Tyrion makes the the comment that well the Martells and the Lannisters uh, are have been enemies for years and years and, that, and then Bronn says well then how come they send you yep you know which is a good question yep well later on in Prince Oberyn's scene we find out why they hate the Lannisters so much so then we go to Prince uh, to um, Littlefinger's pleasure house, mm-hmm. and Prince Oberyn is there with his paramour. That's his, what he calls her, right? Girlfriend, basically. She a hoe, and she says hoe that he takes with him. <laughs> That's what she is. No, she's not. She is. So anyhow, so they're looking at the girls, and one of Littlefinger's boys is there, the one that kind of seduced Loras. What do you mean, kind of? He did. Seduced Loras and found out that he was supposed to marry Sansa last season. Mm -hmm. Is there running the show, basically. Mm -hmm. Because Littlefinger gone, you you remember. Right. So they pick a girl, and she starts kind of kissing on his girl, Paramore, who later we found out her name is Elia. And then he, or excuse me, her name is Ilaria. I was going to say Ilaria. Her name is Ilaria Sands. Right. So then he is about to tell the boy whose name is Oliver, Olivar, however you pronounce it, (laughs) Olivar, to stay. And I thought it was kind of funny. The guy was like, Olivar was like, "Um, I'm not for sale. And he tells him, hey, I'm a prince. You Everything Littlefinger owns is for sale. Mm-hmm. So he's about to get busy with Oliver when he hears somebody singing the Reigns of Castamere. And Now, why would you be in anywhere in public singing that song? Because they are bold. They are the they are with the Lannisters. Well, I know. And they, they were Lannisters. One, and they are bold. But they don't care because they feel like they're high on the hog. Yeah. But that was just so cold-blooded. I'm thinking, well, damn, you got to whistle a tune. Can't you whistle something else and sing something else? No. Nope. You got to sing that. What I found so interesting, though, with this scene is that as soon as he hears it, or they hear it, Ilaria jumps up and is like, Oberyn, no. don't do it. Yeah, don't Oberyn, do it. Don't, don't do, do it. it. And I'm like, oh, shit. 
He gonna get rowdy body with it then, mm-hmm. huh? He one of them kind. Mm-hmm. So immediately he he runs out the room and he goes to where the the guy is singing and there's two guys with some prosties. Well, first of all, he he didn't run out the room. He went over to the next room. Exactly. I mean, there's a big difference between. He just sashayed on in there. Well, but when you say run out the room, it's like, oh, oh, you know. No, he didn't do that. All right, go ahead. (laughs) Anyway, he has some words with the little two little men at the at the table with their little prostitutes, and the guys stand up like they're gonna do something, and he says. You know, uh, Oberyn, Prince Oberyn says something to the effect, you know, if that's what the problem is with you Lannisters, you know, y'all think just because you're a little... You skip all kind of shit, though. That's why um, I got to jump in. Okay, we'll jump. Well, I, what was interesting is in this scene, when they they all immediately know that he's Dornish. Well, yeah, because he's dark. And then when Ilaria runs in, they say, and she's trying to tell him, okay, Oberyn, let's go. Come back with me. When they say, ooh, why is a woman like her getting wasted on him? Just bring him a goat and some oil, olive, olive oil. oil. Did you see Ilaria look up real quick like, okay, y'all done fucked it up now. <laughs> I can't save you now. I, know. I, I can't help you now. I thought that was hilarious. She was like, oh. Mm. And she stopped trying to get him to leave too, didn't she? Well, it seems to me, we talked about this at work. It seems to me that they're trying to say the Dorn because Dorn is south. He's obviously Spanish looking or something because he's dark. So Jay. that that that's what that's supposed to be, and so is she. And so what's that got to do with anything? Well, the point is, she looked up real quick, and I was like, "Oh, some shit about to kick off." Mm-hmm. So she kind of backed up. He went towards the guys, and that's when he says mm-hmm. the thing about you know why people don't like Lannisters. Because with all your lines and all your gold, you ain't, you still ain't no land. You just a little pink man. That's what he said. <laughs> you just a little pink man who is slow on the draw. Yes, That's what is. he says. Uh huh. So say, yeah, they got racial up in there. So I mm-hmm. was cracking and I was like, ooh, some shit about a kid. I was like, don't blink, don't blink. And when you watch the people in that uh, uh, scene, they, they, in my opinion, they played up that little racial aspect too, because them two dudes is pasty, pasty white. I mean, they real pale, and especially compared to him and everybody Ilaria. in King's Landing is pale. Yeah, but but she and and Ilaria are not. They made, he and Ilaria well, are not. Right, Bron isn't either. She made a point to say that one of the girls that they were picking was really pale. Mm-hmm. So anywho, so before the dude can try to draw his sword. Uh, Oberyn gets him with his knife, like a short blade knife, in the wrist, yep. and sticks it to the table. And I was like, "Ooh, that looks oh, painful. it looked like it's so." Hurt. I said, "Oberyn, don't play that shit." Talking about goats and oil and, and shit. And then he's telling the other one, you know, the only bad thing about a long sword is, by the time you draw your sword, I'm gonna take this knife out, and he's gonna be bleeding like a pig. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to decide. you want to draw your sword or you want to get or your get friend him, some help? Yeah, get him some help. Decisions, decisions. Mm-hmm. So around this point, Tyrion and Bronn arrive. And so Oberyn lets go of the knife. And that man's wrist is just squirting. Oh, it's squirting. Ooh. Just like he hit a jugular vein or something. That was so it's nasty. Squirting. And mm. so then he introduces Ilaria to Tyrion. And then he's asking Bronn, who are you? So... 
obviously him and well, Tyrion have he met. says something to Bronn like something like oh you must be his bodyguard and Bronn says actually I'm a knight and he says oh what well, how did a man like you get to be a knight and he said I guess I killed the right people yep <laughs> I like that answer though I like that so then Tyrion says okay we need to talk in private so they go outside now this is my question if you need a private conversation with him, why are you outdoors in public? <laughs> he just didn't want to do it inside Littlefinger's place. Mm-hmm. Probably. And then, did you notice how, as they were going outside, um, uh, 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 Prince Oberyn said, oh, I wasn't aware this was uh, Littlefinger's establishment or something like that. It was, no, it was a Lannister. A Lannister establishment. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Because he wouldn't have went there if he'd known that they uh, accepted I think he Lannisters. Because he should know Littlefinger's aligned with the Lannisters. He should already know that. Well, anywho. Mm-hmm. So Tyrion's asking him, or telling him first, oh, Joffrey's going to be pleased you're here. Mm. And Oberyn's telling him, <laughs> no, yeah, we ain't. I'm sure. Yeah. I, I thought he was going to be, or we need to be honest here. Mm-hmm. And so then Tyrion asks him point blank, okay, what are you doing here? He's like, I'm here for the wedding. He said, I, I thought we was going to be honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's when Prince Oberyn breaks it down. He broke that Ooh, shit. He broke it down. down. And you know what? I appreciate that little history. Thank you. Cause because it reminded yeah. us. It reminded us yeah. of what happened. Mm-hmm. That they didn't go into great detail on, but mm-hmm. we got in the first season in that Robert loved Ned's sister. Yep. And but but then but Ned's sister was not his sister, so that's a different Rhaegar. That's why I, I don't think it's. I think it's the the grandfather. The grandfather. Well, no, because or brother. No, it can't be because that guy's not that old. No, he's not that old. You know, what, we're need, we're going to have to go back because now I'm getting confused because. But there was um, something about Ned's sister. And um, Robert was supposed to get married. He loved her. And mm-hmm. she ended up falling in love with a Targaryen. Right. And that's what started. And she the- went off with him willingly. But Ned and them thought that he kidnapped, kidnapped her, her. And they started the and, war. And that's what started the war. And then once Ned. Yeah. But who, so this is why I was a little confused about who his sister is. Who? This dude. Uh, Oberyn. Mm-hmm. Because he said I was here for with my sister's wedding to Rhaegar and hmm. he left her for another woman. Oh, that's the other woman. Well, yeah. Okay. Now. Okay. It's back to me. Yeah. So what? Well, that was the whole point. That was the whole point of the whole conversation. Right. I that just, he was saying, I just forgot that part that it was his sister who married Rhaegar, but he went off with Ned's sister. Okay. It's back. I got right. it. Right. So, ooh, see how that shit was all a big circle? But that was the whole point of him saying it in the first place. Sister Jay, everybody has a brain freeze every once in a while. You especially. <laughs> so, I don't know why you're going on. Mm. Anyway, but that, I like the fact that he did have that, give that history so we could remember all that shit from season one. Because <laughs> we haven't been back to that story since season one. Anyway. Okay. So, um... And then he, so he, and this is what I was like, oh shit, now this man is not, he's smiling and all, but he's serious. Oh, he's serious. He's like, so, he says, and your dad's army is the one who killed my sister and her children. They killed the children, and do you remember what they did to my sister? 
Mm-hmm. And when Tyrion doesn't look at him, he grabs Tyrion's chin. I know, just like a kid. I was like, I was, I was laughing. Dead. I was laughing. It was just like just like that you was do not a kid. Funny. Oh yes, it was. He treated him just like a child. Mm-hmm. And Tyrion's like, I've heard the rumors. He's like, uh, yeah. Well, the mountain. I hear the rumors too. And supposedly the mountain raped her and split her with his great sword. Mm-hmm. And if I find out that's true. He basically gonna kill him, and I loved it when he said. Well, he said he was here for oh, revenge. No. He anyway. says if I found out that's true, that means that your father gave the order. Well, he didn't. I don't remember him saying if I find out it's true. He believes that it's true. Well, he says he says something to the effect of, um, "The rumor is that the mountain did it, and if so, then." Tywin, mm-hmm. your daddy gave the order. Mm-hmm. And then he said, tell your father I'm here and tell him that the Lannisters ain't the only ones who pay their debts. Yeah, I like that. Ooh, that was a good line. I like that, That though. was a good I like that. line. I like that. And Tyrion looked scared, didn't he? Didn't he, though? And I didn't like that. Because I don't like Tyrion looking scared. But oh, he well, looked, hey. he was looking around like, oh, shit. Because he know. Because he hit daddy crazy, too. He know. Mm-hmm. He do know. So that's all we see at Oberyn. But I, so far, I'm liking this Oberyn. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, uh, he certainly is is uh, like a fighter type dude. So he, he he's going to be formed. He's not going to be backing down and trying to mince words and Thank shit. Thank you. No, he he's not going to be like Ned Stark and he trying can to fight. be diplomatic and shit. Thank you. Yeah, no, exactly. He's going to come out with. I it. like that. Mm-hmm. Me too. Except don't be hurting Tyrion. But I like that. <laughs> Okay, then Tyrion goes to his little quarters. Nope, he goes to, um, first we see Sansa and Shay, and he goes to Oh, her. yeah, he go talk to them. Shay's trying to get Sansa to eat, and of course Sansa's in mourning, depressed, and But you know else. what? I'm sorry, though, but Shay is getting a little on my nerves. Uh, me too. Yeah, because the me way too. she, even though she's saying, Sansa, you need to eat and stuff, but she's belligerent. She is. Sansa. And I don't like it. It's just her whole attitude. Well, I wasn't, it wasn't the Sansa, it was to Tyrion. No, but she's belligerent to Sansa too. No, I think she's concerned, but her concern comes out kind of rude. Like you need she's to She's getting on my nerves though. Well, she's getting on my nerves with Tyrion because look, she knows that they have to be careful. Yeah. She knows Tyrion, but we find out why she's so belligerent later. Mm-hmm. But he tells her, I want to talk to my wife alone. And I think that comment, wife, is what got her. Well, and then when it's she, obviously jealousy, right? And then when she turned around and he was about, he was holding her, holding hand, her hand. Oh, that really pissed her off. And I, see, I don't get that when you the hoe. You already know that shit. You know you ain't number one. You know. Hey. I mean, every time he says, I care about you, I'm nothing but your whore. Well, yeah, you the hoe. So <laughs> shut the fuck up and do what you're supposed to do. Hell, Daddy Tywin done said, already said, next time he find a prostitute in his room, he going to kill her. Yep. And Tyrion told you that shit. Yep, sure did. So, you know, I, I, so I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. I know. And, and, well, you know, and I realize jealousy is a very powerful emotion. And, and jealous people do crazy shit. You know, well, so damn. the main problem, though, is that they obviously haven't had sex in weeks in a long time because she says that later. She says that. And so that's why I think uh, most of her 
anger is coming from and that he's different now and he doesn't want to and he keeps trying to explain to her there's a lot of shit going on i'm trying to duck and dodge people trying to kill me i'm trying to duck and dodge my wife is, is pissed because my daddy doesn't kill her family mm-hmm. i got this new fool in town who wants to kill us all and my daddy done told me they was gonna kill your ass did you know that there was that hbo has posted an uh, an actual recipe for lemon cake yeah, I I was cracking up. Yeah, there's and, a bunch of re- there's a cookbook out, not by HBO but by someone else. And I found something else about uh, I was reading an article about the actor to play Shay. She a real hoe. Yeah, well, a porn star. She was a porn star, a German porn star. That's different than a hoe. That's a hoe. That's different than a hoe, <laughs> Sister J. Because she got paid for that. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. Anyway, anywho, um. So Tyrion's trying to get Sansa to eat and he's telling her, let me help you. And she says, well, how can you help me? Do you know what they did to my mom and my brother? And she kind of goes through what happened and um, well, they put the wolf head on his right. body. She's saying that every time she closes her, her eyes and or looks up at the canopy when she's laying in the bed, that's what she sees. Right. So, you know, and then she says, you know what happened to my mother? They cut her to the bone, her throat to the bone. And threw her in the river. And threw her body in the river. So how can you help me? I tell you, Walter Frey got to go. Yes, and oh, uh, Ruth Bolton. He, they need to be tortured Ruth first. Ruth Bolton and yeah. Walter Frey. They need to be tortured first. Yep. And then killed. And so I liked what Tyrion said to her. And I think she listened, even though she didn't acknowledge it at no, the moment. She but didn't. I think she did But she did, she did hear him. Well, he was like, I didn't know your brother, but I heard he was, you know, very brave. But I did know your mother, and she was, you know, and I liked her. I admired her, even though she tried to have me killed. Mm-hmm. But she loved her children fiercely, and she did everything. She was a strong woman, and she would want you to go on. Mm-hmm. And she looked at him at that point. And, and then, then she got up. Yeah, she got up <laughs> and says, I need to go to the Godswood. And he said, oh, good, because praying is, is good, you know. It's like, yeah, I don't pray no more. She said, I don't pray no more, but that's the only place I can go where nobody talks to me. <laughs> I was dying laughing. I she, thought, yeah, because she needs some peace and quiet. She, yeah, that's too to, much damn chit-chat. Everybody trying to fucking feed her. <laughs> she don't want to eat. It's too People much chit-chat. To talk to her and shit. <laughs> That was so good. That so, was so then good. Tyrion goes back to his room. Okay. And, and Shay's there. Up in there. With her leg all out. Talking about my lion. Mm. <laughs> 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 Bitch, go, go somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. You're going to get him in trouble. Exactly. That's what I can't Damn. think about. That's all Cersei need is information. No, she won't get him in trouble. She'll get her own ass in trouble. Well, that's true, but it'll go bad for him, too. It's already bad for him, but Daddy said he's going to kill her ass. So. Yep, that's what Daddy said. But saying. Shay is heated because he don't want... She keeps saying, it's been weeks. And he's like, look, I, all this shit's going on. She's like, well, we can do something now. He still don't want to. Mm-mm. But what I found hilarious is that when Tyrion had the chance to kind of appease her for a minute, he didn't. No. He did not... She's like, well, don't you want me? So tell me that you want me to stay. And he just looked at her. He didn't say shit. He just looked at her. So she got her shoes and left. (laughs) That was cold-blooded, though. That was cold. He could have at least said, of course I don't want you to go. Because he is a talker, but no, he He didn't say shit. Mm -hmm. And so then, he just let her get dressed and go. 
Of course, when she leaves, one of well, the... Well, she's complaining about, oh, you thought you could buy me off with diamonds and stuff? And he don't know what she's talking about, remember? Because Varus offered oh. her them diamonds and stuff. Right. But Tyrion didn't know about yeah, that. Tyrion but she didn't. don't. she don't know that he... You know, she, I guess she thinks Tyrion put, put him up right, to Right, she does. Mm-hmm. She does. But anyway, so as she leaves, one of them lurking-ass maids, the maid that was with her with Sansa trying to get her to eat, yep. is watching. Mm-hmm. And then back at the scene with Cersei and Jamie, when they're arguing about him leaving her and shit, the same chick maid knocks on the door and says, "Oh, excuse me, milady." Well, but- first of all, she there's a knock on the door. Jamie says, "Go away." Cersei says, "Come in." <laughs> at she was done talking. Yeah, she was she done. Was, she was done talking. She was done. Mm-hmm. And it's that same little maid girl talking about, oh, excuse me, ma'am, but you told me to come to you if there's something important. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, shit. Shay's days are numbered. Shay's days are numbered. And talking all effing loud and shit because mm-hmm. he was trying to get her to be quiet. Yeah. You know? That's what I'm saying. See, she. Yeah, she, she got on my nerves on that one. She, too. She's getting on my nerves. She's going to have to go. <laughs> oh, yeah. she's going to go all right because daddy is. He's going to do it just to be. Um, just to make a, a lesson, let it be known that he don't back down. Let's okay. Let's talk about one of my favorite scenes. This is one of my favorite scenes in the whole show. Oh Lord! And that's Lady Olena in the oh yeah in the garden with um, Marjorie. Marjorie, and when Brienne comes in, I just love it. Uh, well, first of all, I, I love, love Lady Olena. I do too. I, I love, love her. her. She is too she much. She is just too sharp. She just too sharp for words, you know. Oh, she is just. She just looks at Brienne and says, oh, "Whoa!" She says, "Marvelous." <laughs> she says, oh, "Aren't you just marvelous? Absolutely singular." Meaning she had one of a kind. I, I just love that. Yeah. I, I love that whole line. And Brienne's kind of looking at her like, okay. Well, no, because she hears it all the time. She just ignores mm-hmm. it. But that was that well, was well. The one interesting, I love it. The, the really interesting part about that scene before Brienne gets there, yeah, is when she's talking about the necklaces and the jewelry for the wedding, and Marjorie's saying, "Look, you can't dismiss all the jewelry." And she's like, "Yeah, you, you're going to be queen. You got to make this good." So other and so people Marjorie, wanna, you know, copy you and stuff. Yeah, so Marjorie says, Well, I could just let Joffrey make me a a, a necklace full of dead sparrow heads or uh-huh. something. And Elena <laughs> quickly was like, Don't even do that, even with just me. Yeah. She says, No, don't do don't that. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Yeah, teach her, because mm-hmm. see, you need to play that shit off. Yeah, because see, uh, uh, even though you're gonna be married to the man, but you can't be dropping your guard like that. Thank you. That's what she's trying to tell her. Now she ought to know. Marjorie ought to know from that boat incident how he just delighted in teaching her how to shoot and kill shit with that boat. She does know. She does know from Sansa telling mm-hmm. her. And by now they've heard about the hose that he the Roz. Roz. They they've heard all the shit by now. Yeah. So she thought she was safe in that area, but Honey, Lady Olena told her, uh, not even here. Yeah, not even here. She knows the shit me. gets back, mm-hmm. even from the garden area. Yeah. There's so many spies around. Yeah, Lord. So, yeah, yes. so Brienne uh, wants to talk to Lady Marjorie about mm-hmm. Rimley and how he was killed. And it reminded me, too. I was like, oh, yeah. She was married to Rimley. She might want to know. Yeah. You know? 
and and because uh, you know Brienne was was his uh, knight or his right. one of his king's guard. Right, right. So yeah, that was a good scene. That too. was a very good scene. I like that uh-huh. where she's telling her, you know, someday I will avenge our king. She said it was. What did you say? It, it, she said something like it was. It was like a cloud of smoke. No, it was a shadow. Shadow, with, with Stannis' face. face on right. it. Mm-hmm. The shadow baby. Mm-hmm. So, I liked when Marjorie told her, Joffrey's our king now. Yeah. So that she can get reminded. Yeah. Uh, don't be saying that shit too don't, loud. Yeah, don't be saying it here. You know? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's talk about Khaleesi. Or do we want to talk about... Yeah. Egret real quick and John. Yeah, let's get Egret out of the way. And John out the way. She another one get on my nerves, but I like that Tormund though. I like Tormund. I do too. I like This Tormund. scene was fucking freaky. Ooh, these thins. The what thins? That's how he pronounced yeah. it, thins. They, they cannibals. They are bad business. Oh, wait a minute. What got me was he comes swaggering down that road and I said, is that a brother or what? You see how he was walking? See, look, he just swagging. <laughs> no, what I notice is that fool is effing big. All of them are big. They all big. They big. They're not. They're not giants, but they're bigger than they're regular. Bigger men. than them. Uh huh. With all these scars on their faces and stuff. Now that's some good makeup. That's good. That's some good makeup. Mm hmm. And he, ooh, he's freaky looking. And he talking about, ooh. Why does the meat taste so tasty down, down here? Down here. It's so much better than up where we're from, north of the wall. Damn. It's all fat and marbly. And I knew the more he kept talking about uh, and, rice fed or whatever the yeah. f- fed he was talking about, cranberry fed or whatever, mm-hmm. and marbly, that he was yeah. talking about human Human beings. And, and like while he's talking to them, his uh, little henchmen or his companions... They have taken the meat, like little rabbits and shit that the the, the humans, <laughs> wait a minute, that the humans was roasting over an open fire. They done taken their spit off the fire and put their own little food from their knapsack on Crow there. meat. It was a, a person's arm. Crow. Mm. He is freaky, though. This dude was he freaky. He is freaky. I don't know what that guy's name was, the the main thin dude, but he was freaky. Yeah, I don't even think they ever gave his name. I don't think they did either. But he was freaky. He was real freaky. So, yeah, that was all we saw of him. And then we get to uh, the wall with um, Jon Snow. Snow. And Sam. And he's talking to Sam about his brother Rob and how he used to want to hate him but he couldn't mm-hmm. because Rob was better than him with everything everything and he just you know he just couldn't hate him he loved him and then um Sam tells him they're ready for you and he's got to go in front of the night's watch board I call it the board but whatever it's called well but see now you skip some shit first of all it's interesting when you first start the scene they got everybody out there practicing how, how shooting arrows these is like people that ain't even the warrior ones because you know they all died. Right. See, Most so er- of them. yeah. Mm-hmm. So everybody's got to you know uh, do their part to defend. And while Rob is getting dressed and saying, John. excuse me, John Snow is getting dressed, saying how he felt about his brother Rob, and you know he was better at at, at John and everything, but he loved him anyway, even though he tried to hate him. And what Sam say? I sometimes tried to hate you. 
Cause yeah. Because you're better than me at everything except reading. <laughs> so I thought that was interesting, too. And then he tells him, you know, they're ready for you and stuff. Because he's kind of, he's looking kind of sad. I couldn't figure out if he was looking sad because John was going before the board or because of what John was saying because he felt the same way about Jon Snow that John felt about his brother Rob. I think Sam was looking sad because he was nervous for John. That's what I think. Yeah, it could be. And I think it was cute because it, what he said, because it's kind of showing how, you know, he doesn't hate John no, at no, all. No, 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 And John Kennedy's brother is kind of the same. They're brothers now, so. Exactly. It's kind of the same. But he was saying, uh, what, that's what Sam said. He said, yeah. well, you know, I was trying to hate you too because you're better than me at everything. Yep. I think he's worried for him because he doesn't know yeah. what they're going to do to him. And he's, you know. But I was, I was crying. I like this board meeting, though. I can't remember that one dude's name. The main guy. Um, the guy that hated him in the first season. Yeah, I, I but, don't remember um, his name. That other fool that Tyrion sent there, Jon yes. Slint. Yeah, trying to be rowdy with it. Yeah, like he running some shit. And what did he say? Well, you must have not done your job too well because you here. Because you here. Thank you. <laughs> I like that. I did too. Thank goodness, Ma- Maester Aemon was there because he kept that shit calm. Well, yeah. So John's telling them everything that he's done. He don't lie. He tells them about killing Corn Half Hand. They're talking about you murdered him. He's like, no, no. He uh, he, he, he wanted, asked me to kill him. Yeah, he wanted me to kill him because he knew that was my way in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we would not be able to defeat them unless somebody was in inside. Inside. He tells them that he slept with a wild a wildling. So they're like, oh shit, you done broken your vow. Mm-hmm. You you gotta die. And Master Amos like, look, if we killed every guy boy who's guarding the wall for that we would have mm-hmm. nothing but headless men around here that's right and um so he tells him look this is what um man's raiders plans are, or his plans are well he tells him he's got a hundred thousand strong and that that one dude that that the king's landing duties oh please and he Lit. said and and he said everybody knows that you know the different factions uh 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 North of the wall, they, they they're never together. And he's telling them, "Oh yeah, they got." And he's naming the different tribes. He said they all together, and behind them are, the, uh, 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 is he something else coming. Well, he, well, so then he says, um, "I killed three of their people plus a warg. This is what their plan is. Mm-hmm. They're going to have this big ass fire. It's all true, and this is what happened." Yep. And I was like, "Oh, I'm surprised he told everything." And he asked him, so are you going to execute me or what? <laughs> yeah. And before that other guy could talk, Maester Eamon says, we're not going to be taking your head today. Nope. We'll see you later. And he gets up and leaves. So that must be the end of the board meeting. And that one guy, the head guy, mm-hmm. is pissed about that. And he's he mad. Tell. He says, well, how can you tell that a man that, how do you know he's not lying? How can how did you get so smart and tell that he ain't lying? And Maester Eamon, I love it. He said, Cause I grew up in King's Landing. Yes. <laughs> I love that. Oh, I love that. I love that too. I love that because yeah, all them motherfuckers lie in King's yes, Landing. Yes, they do. Mm, mm, mm. So then, okay, oh, let's get to Khaleesi, and then all we'll right. save Arya for last. Okay. So we see Khaleesi. But we didn't. We didn't. Uh, we kind of skipped over. Um, Sansa in the garden when that food comes. Oh, yeah. Sorry. We want to go to her? Sure. So she's praying in the garden or the godswood. 
really. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's after Brienne and Jamie are looking at her it is. on the bridge. It and is. there's something that runs across the screen real quick. I'm like, who the hell that? Yeah, that was a person. That's yeah. what I thought. I thought, oh, shit. And, I so mean, she it can, might be in King's Landing, but it sure looked remote in there. She was by herself. There weren't no guards yeah. or nothing, which I thought was kind of foolish. Mm-hmm. There could have at least been a guard posted somewhere exactly. nearby, but far enough away that Something. wouldn't bother her, you yeah. know? Anywho, so she leaves the Godswood and getting freaked out because as she's walking, you can hear footsteps. Yep. And I'm thinking, oh, hell. Mm-hmm. I thought, oh, Lord, don't let nothing happen to her I was her thinking it now. was Joffrey or that other fool, you know, oh, trying Lord. to jack with her. But it wasn't, thank goodness. It was Sir Dantos, the drunk that she saved on Joffrey's name yep. day. Yep, I remember him. Which. And he's now the fool. Yep, he's now the fool. <laughs> the court fool. Sir and Dantos. she doesn't recognize him at first. And he, he finally thanks her for saving his life. And she's like, oh, yes, yeah, Sir Dantos. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry I didn't recognize you. And it was so sweet when he says, oh, no apologies, no apologies. Well, I wanted to know what his business was. Because I'm thinking, well, shit. Because she says, you're drunk. He said, yeah, I I am. I'm thinking, so what the hell are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Then, shit. You know. Well, he tells her. Well, yeah, eventually, but damn. (laughs) He wants to thank her for saving his life. And then he gives, he wants to. Hell, couldn't you just send a messenger? No, no. You have to do that shit in person. Mm. Um, oh, wait a minute. And we didn't talk about... Just, okay, we'll talk about it. Okay. And then, um, so, uh, he wants to give her his mother's necklace because it's the only thing he has left of, uh, for anything for in anything. the world. And especially of anything with his family. Mm-hmm. And um, she's like, oh, no, no, I couldn't take that. And he says, please, I, need, I want you to, to wear it. I want you to take it and I want you to wear it. So my name has one more moment in the sun and can mean something. That was sad. Which is kind of sad. That was sad. So I was happy when she kind of smiled and says, okay, I'll take it and I'll wear it with pride. Yeah, she did. Yeah. And he just felt so good. But I think that kind of woke her up, though, a little bit to, to, okay, I can't be so grieved that I just let myself go like this fool because he's gonna let his ass just be oh, a, a contented to be a drunk he was a knight yeah he's just let himself be because all of his family is gone and i all think that him. kind of maybe gave her a little message it could be um because she actually smiled and she looked mm-hmm. like she was perked up a little bit and she looks sincere too oh yeah yeah because yeah. sons is not a liar like no. other people no she's not. but before we go on to uh daenerys Danny, we forgot to talk about, oh my God, or to mention, when Brienne and Marjorie were walking in the garden, yeah. and, and she was uh, telling her about Renly, and then she's, she's, Marjorie's saying, well, Joffrey's our king now, you know, and stuff. You see that damn statue, golden statue yep. of Joffrey, an image of Joffrey with his foot on a wolf. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like he did something. Like he did it. Ooh. Yep. That just made me angry. Annoyed. Yeah. Yep. I know. That was annoying. It was. It was. That was a little pissant. He couldn't even. He, 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 he can't fight at all, actually. He ran from the Blackwater. He had a whole. He was surrounded by people guarding him, and he still ran. Mm. As soon as his mama called him. Mm-hmm. 
So, okay, let's go to Daenerys. Khaleesi. Oh, this thing was awesome. Khaleesi sitting on this big ass rock yeah. overlooking her two dragons playing and uh, Fight flying, flying, and it pan. The camera goes to her and the big black one, which I can't remember their names. At this yeah, point. I'll have to go look their names up. I forget the big one, the dark, the black one that she's always, you know, that's always with her, is laying his head in her lap, just like a puppy dog. Wasn't that cute? And it was purring. Yeah, like a cat she or was something. Kind of petting his head. She was rubbing his head. I thought that was the cutest thing. Mm-hmm. So, well, until <laughs> okay, the other two come up fighting over some a goat. It was a, it was like a baby cow, uh, whatever. And they drop it kind of at her feet. So the black one says, "Oh, I want me some of that." So he gets into it, and they start kind of fighting. So she goes to kind of shush him and touch it, and that mother sucker rears up on her, mm-hmm. growling all up in her face. Mm-hmm. She. Look scared, wouldn't you be? I'd be scared. Well, first of all, this but I'd is, be pissed. But this is what I got to say. Anybody who has a pet knows. Yeah, you love your pets. This and, ain't no pet. And, wait a minute. You love your pets and everything. Well, pets are domesticated. These these dragons are not. You don't be fucking with no animal when it's trying to eat. <laughs> and he was trying to eat. <laughs> Shit. And wait a minute. When that when the dragon reared up on her, and I thought, "What well, hell, yeah! No. Don't be touching him when he's trying to eat." No. You do not. First of you all, you do not do that to an animal. First of I all, I don't even do that to my dog. My dog's totally domesticated. You don't be bothering no no dog or cat or or, or some animal when it's eating. First of all, Sister J, these are not pets, and these are she not, thinks they're her. No, pets. they're no, they're her babies. These are her children. Well. These are her children, which she has said through the very beginning of the of the show. They're animals. They are well. That's what Jora says, but she doesn't consider them animals. Hey, well, you know she doesn't consider when she's missing a limb or some fingers, and I guess that ain't gonna happen. (laughs) But but she's the one who's always said these are my children. When that warlock did, uh, the warlock tried to snatch him, and and somebody was saying they're just dragons. No, these are my children. Yeah. I think it was Jorah because we were pissed. Remember when mm-hmm. Jorah says, you could have other kill- children. She's like, no, these are the only children I will ever have. Yeah, she did say that. Fucking Jorah. I didn't like when he said that either. <laughs> but anyway, so this is not a pet to her. These are not animals to her. These are her babies. Yeah, well, you know and what? This baby, you don't be fucking with them babies while you they're trying to eat. You know what I said? I said, oh, no, his ass needs to get popped. And oh, I hell. don't know Who how. Who's going to pop him? She's she going to figure it. Believe me, Khaleesi going to figure it out. She gonna learn how to discipline these little suckers because no, no, you can't discipline no dragon. Well, sh- I agree Try. with Jora. Try these, it. These are not your pets. Not even they. Not even because you their mama. He didn't say pets. He said dragons can never be tamed. Yeah, not even by their mother. Right. Well, I was on the side of the little black dragon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. his name is Rhaegar. Because well, I think one of them's name Whatever, back. whatever, anyway, because he was trying to eat. I'll find out his name for next week. Yeah. Um, well, no, Dragon needed to get taught, but mm-hmm. I don't know how she's going to do no, it. No, she's not going to do it. Anyhow. She can't do it. Well, she looks bothered by that. Mm, she and I'd be, be bothered, too. Anywho, so she ends up going. So, Dora, of course, he's always fucking lurking somewhere. <laughs> I know it. I was annoyed with Dora. Khaleesi, they can never be tamed. 
And she looked like she was annoyed too. Like, I didn't tell your ass to come up here. <laughs> she didn't want him to see that either. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, so they go back to the, uh, what do you call it? The, the army of people. The, the, their camp. And uh, whatever. She notices that Dario, Naharis, and Grey Worm aren't there. What's the girl's name? Missande? Missande. Yeah, Missande. I forgot her name. Um, Masande says, um, well, they're out. They're gambling. And she's like, gambling? Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, gambling for what? They can't have no money or nothing over there. <laughs> so it looks like they're in a contest where they're both holding their swords up. And so she comes up and she's But isn't that like a dude? Two dudes. They do that stuff. So she's telling them, look, whoever is the last one standing can find himself a new queen. And they both mm-hmm. drop their little thing. But this is when we get our first look at the new Dario Naharis. Damn. <laughs> Shit. He ain't no Dario from last season. Hell no. He ain't. Now, first of all, why didn't they get somebody who was really handsome? He ain't no Snaggletooth. Damn. I don't like this dude. Well, not yet. No, I no. don't like this dude. He's, he's smarmy looking or he's something. He's smarmy looking. He's and little. he's always fucking grinning. And he's little. Well, he's bigger than her. Shit, but he little. Well, I don't care about his size. I'm just like, where is the original Dario? He better have a good fucking reason for not being well, available. I do not like this actor who they cast to play Dario. Well, I'm gonna keep an open. Like I'm gonna keep an open mind, but I sure wish they had the original Dario because mm. Snaggy was growing on me. I, I like Snaggy. Yeah, well. And, but it was just his whole manner and everything. He was too grinny. Yeah. He was too jokey. He was too smarmy or cheesy. I don't know what the word is, but he was just too something. And he wasn't enough of the the buck tooth bucky that we liked from last season. First of all, he was talking too damn much. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Talking too damn much and all that giving her flowers and explaining to her, you know... You should really know the people and everything that you're going to try to conquer because you know this flower's for this and this flower's for tea. And oh, and this red one is a real pretty flower, but it's poisonous, so don't make no tea from that. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was saying. Damn. Oh, Lord. The only thing I really liked about the first and scene. And I can see now they're going to try to make him her love interest. Shit. Yeah. That's Damn. Not gonna, I hope not. I hope not either, but hey. I hope not. You know. Um, but the one thing I liked about that first scene was that we saw Grey Worm kind of looking at Masande. Yeah. So obviously he kind of likes her. Yeah. She's cute too. But he's cute too though. Yeah, he is. He's a cute guy. So um, in a later scene, she's talking to Masande about if she's ever been to Marine. Mm-hmm. And Masande says yes with, with Krasnus a couple of times. And she says it's told that over a thousand slaves died making the pyramids. Mm-hmm. And so Daenerys asks her, do you think the masters there are scared? And she's like, well, if they're smart, they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then they get back up to um, the main road and they all stop because there is a slave girl strung up on this post with her hand pointed out like towards Marine. Right. And it looked like a kid, like a little kid. Well, it looked like a, uh, I thought it was a teenage girl. Ooh, like no, a young like, girl. It looked like a little young under 10 kid or but something. But anyway, she was strung up 
ropes around her neck yeah. and arms and stuff. She was crucified with, with Basically, ropes. Basically, yeah. 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 And so um, Dora is like, well, he says, well, there's more of them up ahead. And she's like, how many more? He's like, well... That was Sir Barristan. Oh, Sir Barristan said that? He said, yeah, we'll go up ahead and take them down. And she asked Jorah how many miles between, you know, where they were. Well, he said there was one at each mile. Mile marker. And she says, how many miles until we get to Marine? He says, 163. That's terrible. And and then that's when Sir Barristan says, well, we'll go ahead, uh, go up ahead and and take them down. She said, no, I want to see each and every one of their faces. But then I like what she said. She said, take off her slave necklace before you bury her. Mm-hmm. her so they're going to come up on 163 of them one by one. And they're going to bury them yep. one by one Yep. after she sees them. Yep. Yep. Which I like that. <clears throat> I like that, too. Yep. That shows character. Oh, that's awful, though. I know, but hey. Awful. It, it, it's slaving communities. I mean, you I know. know. So that's, that was awful. That's the way it is. So, so that so she gonna try to tear up another town. Oh yeah, she oh yeah, she going there because they need some stuff. Let's see what was it in. Not only is she gonna free the slaves, but but that town uh, they need something that's in that that community. Like you well, Sister so Jay, if that's a spoiler that hasn't been shown on the show, don't say it. No, no, no. But common sense to tell you, I, and I thought her and Masande was talking about it, like no, like in their little thing. Nope. Because there's got to be a reason why she's she's going through that. No, she goes through that because she frees the slaves. Well, she, that's true. She does that. But if there's some other reason that we don't know yet that we haven't seen, that's a spoiler. We're not going to do spoilers, so. Because you talk to people who know, that's why I have to warn you. Well, that's true, but they didn't tell me nothing about Ma- Noreen. Okay, Maureen. so our last characters are Arya and the Hound. Yeah, this was the this was by far the best part of the whole episodes well i there was a lot of parts i liked but i really liked that's true i'm glad they saved this for the end i am too and i'm glad that the bless her little heart she got just a teeny tiny well sister jay don't get ahead of yourself oh lord so we everybody listening to this podcast and seen the damn episode i know but i was wondering before this whole show started and they showed scenes from last time while they were picking pieces from like two seasons ago and I didn't you wonder that at no, the very beginning? I did not. Oh, well, because in the very beginning they showed the scene of Joffrey's name day, and now we know the reason why because they showed Sir Dantos, and they showed the scene where the Kingsguard guys grabbed up um, Lumpy Yorin's group of people going to the wall, Lomi, her Hot Pie, Gendry, Lumpy. and I was wondering that. So I was like, that's a whole season ago. Why are they showing that? Well, now we know why. Because as her and the hound are wandering mm. through the uh, the countryside, first of all, before we even get to the tavern, we seeing all kind of dead bodies and people crashed on the side of the effing road and burned yeah. up and killed. And I'm like, well, what the hell happened here? Yeah. Well, now we know. These fools have been running roughshod over the whole effing countryside, killing up folk and they taking up, up folk shit and, and stuff. With, I mean, just, Yeah. Just because they with, can. With no consequences. Yeah, Yo. just because they can. Just because they can. So they come up a con- across a tavern, and, and they're hiding in the woods, and she's like, well, I'm hungry. And 
he's like, look, I'm not killing five because there's five horses out there. <laughs> on an empty on stomach. On an empty stomach. <laughs> and out come two fools going to the bathroom in the bushes. And mm-hmm. one of them is that polymer mm-hmm. that took her needle. And killed her friend. And killed her friend Lomi. Mm-hmm. And I love it when the hound's like, what the fuck's a Lomi? I know it! He is so funny, though! He is just no nonsense. He is. And she's like, hey, he was my friend, and I'm going to get my needle back. He still has it. So she starts running up towards the door, and he has to kind of run to get up, catch up with her. Um, and then they, he's like, we're not going in there. But then the door opens, and he's kind of forced to go in. Mm-hmm. So they go in, sit down. These people are even terrorizing the, the guy who owns the place and his daughter. I know it. I thought that was terrible. They are just foul. They just foul. Foul. So the hound, he starts drinking. That damn Polliver recognizes him. And you see Arya grab his sword like she was going to do something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she she, like, she put her little hand back there. Do? First of all, that thing was bigger, bigger, than, bigger than, her. than her. Thank you. She couldn't have lifted that thing. I know. Mm, mm, so, mm. um,. He recognizes the hound, and so he comes over like they friends and shit, talking all about all the torturing and shit they've been doing, and his brother, and this and that and the other. And I love the hound. He like, I'm thirsty. All you're talking is just making me making thirsty. me thirsty and hungry and hungry. I I want a chicken. He says, Why don't you get me a chicken? And he says, You got some money? He's like, I ain't got a dime, <laughs> but I still want the chicken. I want some chicken. And I knew then the said, And then he said, look, you know, you must not know how everything works around here. And I love the hound. He just sit there and he looks at him and says, you're a talker. I can see you're a talker. You know, a talkers make me hungry. Now, get me two chickens. Yep. And then the guy started, kept talking. And he says, but wait, before you get to that part, he's telling the hound, look, since you're up here. We've been, you know, running through the countryside, yeah, looting and shit. going from place to place, taking whatever we want because we're part of the Lannister. We're part of the King's Guard. Yeah. We can do that. So you can do it too, and you can share your your little girl. And yeah. and I'm like, oh hell no. Mm-mm. He's like the the people will not stop us because you know we're riding on the name of the king. And when the hound says "fuck the king" and Arya starts smiling, yeah, I love that part. I love that part. I was like, and that, that like guy it. knew. And then that guy says, "You know, when I heard that you turned tail and ran from King's Landing, I didn't believe it, but now I see." Well, that ain't what he did. Well, he did. Well, he did run. Not exactly. He went to. He was trying to get Sansa out of there. That wasn't why. He got scared of the fucking fire. Well, that's true too. And he ran, and Sansa didn't want to go. So. But he wasn't trying to look out for Sansa. He was trying to look out for him. <laughs> she was just going to be a side, you know, benefit of it or whatever. Mm-hmm. So the battle begins, honey, and the hound goes to town. Mm-hmm. Now, there were, I was like, where are all these extra people coming from? Because I didn't see all those extra fools. Yeah, there was about, yeah, there was five of them. Yeah. So, as he's trying to fight, I kept thinking, okay, you're letting these people get awful close to you. Some of them was hitting him on the head. One of them got him down on the floor. Oh, yeah. But, man, that one kill was the worst. I had to avert my eyes. I knew it was coming. He hit when him in the guy, No. When the guy was on top of him. Oh, that one. Trying oh. to get him in the... 
Wasn't that awful? Oh, I, you know what? The first time I watched See? this, I had to avert my yes. eyes. I cover my eyes, but then, you know, I, I do watch it a, a second time before we do the podcast, and I uh, did actually watch, because I didn't want to look away, I could damn. watch. I could barely watch it the second time either. Oh, that was, that was gross. Yeah, that, I was, oh, that was awesome, though. No. I actually watched it that same night again when it repeated, uh-huh. and when it got to that scene, I, can't, I couldn't look, because I knew the shit was coming, and I was like, ooh, and the way they had the noises, like the crunch... Crunch. And the guy screaming. I know. You notice he screamed like twice, but he got stabbed like three times. So by the mm-hmm. third one, he was already gone. He gone. But I thought that scene was so good. And then Arya saw that damn Polliver. So she knocks, she she kills a, a, some other dude with a sword, slashes the Polliver dude in the back. He falls on the ground. She gets her needle and she goes through the whole little thing that he said. Something wrong with your leg, boy? Mm-hmm. Can you walk? Mm-hmm. I gotta carry you. I mean, the whole thing that he the said. The whole thing, and right at the end, when when she's saying, "I could use this for a pick, a toothpick, a toothpick, and stuff," then he, he recognized he recognized it then by then. Yep, I yeah. think so. But she stabbed him in the neck. She did just what he did to the little and boy, and real slow too. Mm-hmm. But check it. Then she wiped the blood off. Did you see that? With her hands. With her sleeve. Yeah. She wiped the blood off and stuck it in her little waistband. Now she got her own little horse. <laughs> <laughs> and she granted. She granted. Yep, and her knee. And, and the hound, he happy because he eating chicken. Yep. <laughs> yep. I love it. I love that. I, loved I it. was cheering on that. I scene. was. I was cheering by the end. So I was like, oh my gosh, she got her needle back. What if she gets Nymeria back? Because Amira is yeah. her dire wolf running around the countryside somewhere. Yeah. You know she that is. That would be awesome. Yes. I want her to get Jackin back. <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. That would be awesome. But, but the hound said. <clears throat> with his original face. Right. The hound said that he was taking her to the veil. Oh, with her crazy ass aunt. The one that bred the breastfeed the boy with <laughs> The boy got to be 12 now, Cody. Yes. Shit. He but not, that's where he better not, not still be breastfeeding. Shit. I shit. bet he is. <laughs> Pulling at her effing top and shit. Yes. Mama hungry. <laughs> Mama hungry. That's so nasty. I need some milk. Mm. All right. And, but that's where Littlefinger went, isn't it? Yes. So that shit ain't going to go well. If they make it there. Oh, Lord have mercy. Because I think Littlefinger going to try to weasel some shit. Well, not only that, but he'll march her ass back to King's Land. Right, and say, look what I got. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he'll gladly pay the hound. Exactly. You well, know? Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He gladly pay money. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now, this is what I want to know. I want to see, or at least have somebody allude to Littlefinger's um, reaction to the Red Wedding. Oh, uh, you know what? Yeah, I mean, because he was in love with Lady Kate. I think Littlefinger is going to be highly upset. Mm-hmm. I think Littlefinger is going to want revenge against the Lannisters, but he's going to keep it quiet because he knows how to fucking do. Yeah. I think Littlefinger that would be awesome. is going to be upset. I, I hope so. Because even though she so. dissed him and slapped his ass and mm-hmm. rejected him and shit, I think deep in his heart, he still loved her. He didn't want her dead. Exactly. And, and when he was trying to put the moves on her stuff, well, damn, Ned Stark was just barely cold in the ground. He wasn't even in the ground. Yeah. So, you know, 
Maybe he thought at some point, maybe give her some time and, you know, maybe she'll come around. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, let's get to our feedback. Okay. Um, let's start uh, with our iTunes review. We had one. Okay. And it looks like it is from A. Manny Michonne. Oh, hey, Manny. Hey, Manny. And he puts, um, hey, hey, ladies, just finished my Game of Thrones marathon and I'm so ready for season four to begin. I went back and used your podcast and listened all over again for the first time. Love the show as always and the great moments from Bunny's Clean Plate. <laughs> yeah, remember that? Widow Yorn's nicked and cracked plate. <laughs> nicked. Nicked. Myron's great tagline suggestion was Dracarys, motherfucker. Yeah. Woolly mammoths. <laughs> yeah, remember that? Tyrion's little hands <laughs> and little armor and the way he fell when Cersei pushed him on the steps. Aww. <laughs> Manny. That was hilarious. Great podcast and can't wait for the new season. Dracarys. A. Manny Morgan. Five stars. <laughs> Thank you, Manny, Thank for that five star review. A. Manny Morgan. I like that. I like that. Yeah, too. I wish they'd bring Morgan back. Damn. I like that. Anyway. Too. Thank All you, right. Manny, Thank for that five star review on iTunes. <laughs> now, on to our feedback. And I will preface this to say we had a few um, Walking Dead feedbacks that, we, that came in late. So we're going to go ahead and talk about those and then get to. You know, because they're mished in here. Okay. Okay, so our first uh, piece of feedback is from uh, Sunshine. Excuse me. Hello, Sisters K and J. Mm -hmm. I'm Sunshine from Facebook and new to the Sister Speak family. Oh, welcome to the family. Welcome, Sunshine. Let me say, you ladies have brought me a lot of joy over the past few weeks. I have listened uh, to all seasons of the podcast and I'm excited to listen to Den Thrones. I've actually started um, already listening to last season. As a huge Walking Dead fan, I have multiple opinions and feelings to express. However, I promise my first communication will not be a long-ass email. Yeah, yeah. Laugh out loud. <laughs> I will say one thing that's been bothering me, and forgive me for going back, but none of my lame bourgeoisie friends watch The Walking Dead, so with the exception of Facebook, I have no outlet. Hmm. Okay, to the point, I'm pissed that the writers did not allow Michonne to kill the governor. Yeah. She was able to use her sword on him, fine. But Michonne hunted, stalked, and earned every minute of that man's last damn breath. <laughs> the governor's death belonged to her. It was frustrating that one of that the one who took him out was a digmatized hoe that knew him for all of five minutes. Yep. That is so true. Anyway, I was glad to see Rick go savage in the season finale. Hopefully he'll stay that way. And I totally agree with you both on how they are portraying Tyrese. Mm -hmm. A big, goofy, physically strong, emotionally unstable African-American with little depth. Hope that changes because I love his character. He deserves better. Yep, he does. Anyway, thanks for the laughs and insight. See you on Dim Thrones, Sunshine. Thank you, Sunshine. Thank you, Sunshine. That was, that was an appropriate length email. Yeah, that wasn't yeah, too long. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Mm-mm. Wasn't too bad at all. Wasn't bad at all. Thank you very much. Thank you, Sunshine. Okay. Our next email is from Mona. Hey, Mona. Hi, ladies. This is Mona from New Jersey. Apparently, I sent a voice file that you weren't able to download. Oh, she the one. <laughs> <laughs> so, I sent another once again 
All right. Say that, Sister J. Once again. There you go. <laughs> Hopefully you're able to open this type of file. I knew it was too long for your voice online. So let me go ahead and play this now and we'll talk about it on the other side. Okay. Hello, Sister J and Sister K. This is Mona from New Jersey. And I'm sending my first feedback to you. I've been trying to get something to you for a long time. I did see you a, um, an iTunes review a little while ago. And I was cracking up because I just kind of like wanted to get it in before the episode. And I didn't say my name or anything, you know, in the beginning. And you were trying to pronounce my name and I was cracking up because you were saying it all wrong. <laughs> but that's my fault because I should have... Um, I should have spelled it out for you. And on iTunes, it was Mo Silky Mo. And I was laughing so hard at you trying to uh, pronounce that. But um, that was me. And, man, oh, my goodness. This season finale, the overall season, to me, was not that good. Because those episodes in the beginning with the the virus outbreak and with the governor and trick hole number two and all that, I didn't care for any of those episodes. The second half, they picked it up. But overall, I, I guess I would say it was like a C. I didn't like this season. Compared to the other ones, I would say this season has been my least favorite. Now, the last half, there was probably two episodes that I could say were good. I would say two were good. One was good. No, I would say one was good. One was really good. And that's not, I don't think that's enough to, you know, for this kind of show and what we've seen from this show before, I know what they're capable of doing. When you see episodes like Clear from last season and, you know, maybe a couple other from last season and the ones from season two. I mean, I don't know. I just want them to pick it up and just put out the kind of quality TV that I think that they're capable of putting out. Because I know, I listen to, you know, you mentioned other shows that you watch. And I know you watch, you know, good programming. I would like to think I watch good, you know, TV programming. You know, I watch Game of Thrones. Um, Actually, I'm lying. I just started watching Game of Thrones. <laughs> I'm on season two. But I'm going to I'm going to pick it up and I'm going to get all these seasons out of the way by Sunday. Uh, I'm definitely going to do that because y'all started talking about Game of Thrones and y'all got me into it. So I want to listen to your podcast. But any of it, back to The Walking Dead. I want them to do better because I think they could put out a, a great, great series. I just think that it's, it's slipping. I don't know if it's all these new directors every year. They have a new set of writers, new set of directors. I don't know what it is, but it's something like, it's like inconsistent. When you only can say a show had maybe two good episodes out of a whole series, that's not good. But any event, the way it started out, I thought it was going to be going, I thought it was going to be crazy the whole episode, but I was like, okay, I was like, I had to, I had to actually pause it. And I just went back today and watched it again and I realized that I guess I must have zoned out or closed my eyes because it was a lot of little stuff that I missed like when that man I didn't realize he was trying to rape Carl until I just went back and watched it I was like oh my god no wonder Rick snapped I would have done the exact same thing that Rick did 
because when you mess with someone's kids, someone's family, you you just gotta in this in this apocalypse where there's no laws, you just gotta go off. I was all all for Rick. I was like, yes, Rick is back. <laughs> when he bit that man's neck, I was like, oh my god. I was like, oh my god. And I just went back. I was like, man, he was trying to rape Carl. I was like, what? And you can like hear his belt buckle, like uh, his belt buckle. He like turned Carl over on his stomach. I was like, wow. I didn't think they would go there on TV like that. But um, and Joe, like, do they have like some kind of like ninja skills? Because everything was quiet. Next thing you know, they're like right on top of Rick. I mean, this is not the first time when Daryl was going for the. Uh, Trying to kill that rabbit, and the other dude just like walked up on him. I don't know. They just seemed to pop out of nowhere. Um, I like that part. Uh, so, any event, getting to Terminus. I like when Rick decided to keep some of the guns and bury the guns. Okay, that was a good idea. I was like, okay, I was all for Rick this whole episode. I was like, Rick is doing it. I was like, okay. But what I thought they were going to do was leave Daryl on the outside and then Rick, Michonne, and Carl were going to go in. But then when they all went in, I was like, oh, I was like, why are they all going in? I was like, that doesn't make sense. And then when they walked in, they just like, just walked, you know what I'm saying? They didn't like walk around and look first. They just like saw the first people they came to and just, you know, just stopped. I was like, okay, something's bad going to happen. I was like, I could feel it. I knew something bad was going to happen. But what I did pick up on, I didn't pick up on the watch, and I didn't pick up on the poncho, but I did see that orange backpack. And I saw the riot gear. So I was like, okay. I wonder if Rick or somebody notices that. And Rick, again, Rick was on it this episode. He noticed the um, backpack. He noticed the um, riot gear. Because if you watch it again, you can see the camera kind of like focusing on that. So I was like, okay, something's about to go down. But after that, all that running around and stuff, I didn't care for that too much. Because I could tell right off, like after about maybe 10 seconds, they were shooting at them, but they weren't trying to hit them. Because you saw the man had dead aim on all of them. And he had a gun. He could have just sprayed all of them and killed them. He didn't do that. So I was like, okay, what is going on? All that running around, I didn't really care for all that. When they went into that room with all those candle, with all those candle, candles burning, didn't care for that. It didn't like make me, you know, think anything. I'm like, okay, they're burning candles, so what? I wanted them to get to where the other people were, or or get out. And I was like, they're not getting out because I said they're gonna run them through all these holes, these um doors and these tunnels. And they're going to trap them. And that's exactly what happened. So, once we got to that point, I thought the episode kind of went downhill. Like, you know, it was it was, it was was like on a 10. It started off on a 10, and just little by little, it just went downhill. So, I was kind of disappointed. But, you know, I don't know. I'll be still tuning in next year, or whenever it comes out, the end of this year. Tuning in. Now, did you catch when that um, that one guy, uh, I think his name was Alex, that was kind of, kind of like giving them the tour, 
Michonne asked him, why do you, uh, why do you do this? Why do you let people in? He was like, when people become a part of us, we get stronger. I was like, okay. Now, I don't, I know you probably heard people are saying that they think they're cannibals, which is kind of like what I was thinking, because they're off, you know, a lot of times they show people on the grill cooking, and I'm like, okay, where are they getting all this meat from? Because at this point, two years or so into the, um, apocalypse i don't see them having fresh meat or animals that are like safe to eat so i was like something's up with that they they got these big old thick chunks of meat and they're just grilling them so something's up with that so and also that tarp that was laid out with all those skeletal remains you saw rib cages and and things like that okay that that's strange it was way too many bodies for that to be just people who have died so and that's another thing that made me think they don't want to shoot them because if they shoot them then they'll kill them they'll turn so they don't want that to happen and they don't want to shoot them in the head because they probably can't keep keep the meat you know fresh enough so they're not going to kill them until they're ready to eat them that's what I'm thinking so that's where they got them stored away and another thing I noticed you hear people screaming in those other train compartments as they're running past. You hear people screaming and yelling for help. So they got some more people in those other um, train cars just waiting to go, just waiting to eat them up. So that's what I'm thinking. Cannibals, that could be the only um, logical um, thing. Or it's some kind of cult where they're maybe like sacrificing the people. I don't know. That's that's something that's something to think about. That was that would seem a little bit weird too. But um, yeah, I just wanted to um get this message to you, and that's pretty much it. I mean, when I went back and watched it, I fast forward through all the commercials, and there was a ton of commercials, so I flew right through the episode. It was hardly any meat of the episode. It was like mostly commercials. And another thing, at the end, why was Glenn and them? hiding in the back of the um train car i mean when the door opened up you saw it was rick i mean they should have bust out of there did something they should have some kind of plan together they just standing back there hiding i was like okay <laughs> i didn't even know they was back there that was, that was kind of kind of weird and they just like one by one start popping up and i needed um carl to walk a little bit faster he was just mosey i really thought okay that's the one person i thought was gonna die i thought they were gonna do something to carl because he was the last person to walk they left him by himself, and then he was walking so slow. I was like, I think they're going to shoot Carl. I really did. But I was a little surprised no one died. Um, you usually see someone die, so I was a little bit surprised. And that last little, uh, that last line by Rick, that, that was kind of weak. They're screwing with the wrong people. I don't know. He should have went... He should have went Sister J on him and said something like, they're screwing with the wrong goddamn people. Sorry, Sister K. But that would have, you know, saying like, gave it some, some mm for something. Or, I don't know. I was told that they can curse, maybe like use the F word once throughout a whole season. That would have been the perfect time to use it. He should have said, they're fucking with the wrong people. He should have said... They're screwing with the wrong motherfuckers. I mean, something, like, something is giving it a little bit more 
I don't know. It just was like weak to me. So I don't know. I actually watched it. I didn't watch it live. I watched it later on that evening. Went on a DVR and I watched it real quick because I didn't want to get spoiled or anything. So I said, let me watch it before Monday because I know people are going to spoil it. I thought my VCR, my DVR cut off. That's that's a VCR. I thought my DVR <laughs> cut off because when it just stopped like that, I was like, okay, there has to be more of this episode because I was like, it's not going to just stop like that. But you know, that was it. So. I don't know. I guess I'll see what's going to happen next uh, next uh, season. I was looking over um, my predictions from, from last year, and my predictions are horrible. Like, I said Bob was going to die. I said we wasn't going to see Carol this whole season. <laughs> I said Tara was dead. I got Lizzie being dead. I got that right. I said baby Judith was dead. I was just horrible. I'm not good at predictions, but I just think that Beth is is in there, but I don't think she's dead. I think she was captured. She was taken there with those people, and she's in there with them. And I'm just thinking that Carol and Tyrese haven't gotten to Terminus yet, so that's going to be the way they get out. Carol and Tyrese... I think are close and we're going to come up on them having heard all those gunfire, all those gunshots because there's no way you can be anywhere around there and not hear, hear all that gunfire. Somebody had to hear that. So I'm thinking Carol, Judith, Tyrese hear that gunfire and they hesitate and they don't go in. They kind of sneak around the back like Rick and them did. And I'm hoping that that's their way out. Maybe they're watching from the woods and they saw what happened. So, that's going to be my prediction. Um, I would love to hear you guys' predictions and what you think is going to happen. Let's see. What else do I want to talk about? Oh, the flashbacks with her with Herschel um, just seem out of place. They're just kind of like, I understand what they were doing. Like, I understand, like, they were trying to connect the theme from when Herschel was saying, Rick, you need to, you know, not always be in the mode where you're fighting because you're teaching Carl that this is the only way. And if you keep doing that, Carl is going to turn out more like um, more like Joe's group, more like people like that. So what I think Herschel, his intentions were good and what he was trying to do. But I just think Herschel was way off because every time Herschel was telling Rick something, they would flash back to the present time. Be like, oh, you're not going to need that. You're not going to need that gun. You're not going to need to, you know, you know, teach Carl how to fight. And then you flash back and Carl has to fight for his life, basically. So I was like, man, Herschel is looking kind of bad. <laughs> like, he was just way off. Like, I don't think he had really, you know, any idea how this, how this was going to turn out. And he was kind of getting on my nerves because he was still going back to Carl shooting that boy which I, at that time, and still right now, had no problem with Carl having to kill that boy um, in season three in the woods. So he was totally justified, and he just kept on crawling to the bus. No, I didn't like that. But I liked Herschel as a character, and um, 
it was nice seeing them again. I heard that they had to um, film those scenes, like go back. It wasn't like a left out scene. They had to go back and film those scenes. So I heard that they had to go back and do those after the fact. So that was nice to see them. But I just didn't, I just didn't um, think it fit with what was going on because everything was just so so intense and then you stopped and then you went back to this flashback and you're like oh okay this is a flashback for like two three months ago actually it seemed like before the season started like they were flashing flashing back to before the season started and they were actually explaining because when the season started Rick is doing all this farming. You really don't know what's going on. And he's not carrying his gun. You're like, okay, well, what happened? Why, why is he all of a sudden not carrying his gun? There was never any explanation to that. But if you watch the show enough, you just pick up clues along the way so you can kind of figure out, like, what was going on there with him and Herschel. So other than that, that's, you know, really not too many um, too revealing things or anything particularly good to talk about but i will say i love 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 the podcast i'm looking forward to next season and you keep doing what you're doing i think it's great i listen to a lot of podcasts on the walking dead i would say i listen to about like maybe like six six or so and honestly uh sister speak is really like my most enjoyable podcast the one i, I look forward to the most I enjoy listening to it the most. I love the fact that you don't really harp on the comic books. I think you say you haven't read them at all. So that's great for me because I haven't read the comic books and I actually choose not to read the comic books. I want to just watch the show. I don't want to expect anything. I want to be surprised. So I like that aspect of it. You're my most enjoyable podcast on The Walking Dead. Um, I don't. Uh, watch any other other shows that you um, that you tweet about and talk about. But I, like I said, I am getting into the Game of Thrones, so I'm going to I'm going to binge watch that, and I'm going to have like season three completed by um, Sunday. So I'm going to catch up with everybody else for Sunday. So I'm really looking forward to that. And once again, thank you for. Um, taking your time out to do this podcast i know that it it is like a a big chunk of time that you have to to devote to this each week you know you watch the episode i'm quite sure you watch it again which is like another hour then you record which is you know two or three or however many more hours so i really um, appreciate it um i listen to it while i'm at work and it helps me get through through my day at work and So, once again, thank you, and I look forward to um, hearing the next podcast and and seeing you on um, the Walking, not seeing you, but um, listening to the uh, Walking Dead podcast for next season. Hopefully they they pick it up with the writing and the the subject and the storyline, because I hate to say that one of my favorite shows, and it seems like the... The seasons are, seasons are getting worse, like they're becoming my least favorite. And season four, by far, least favorite. I was hanging on by a string, season three. I was like, all that trick ho, Andrea, Governor stuff, didn't like it at all. But I hang, hung in there and give it another shot. So we'll see what happens. And 
thank you and um, talk to you guys soon. Well, thank you, Mona, for that long-ass voicemail. Thank you, Mona. That damn thing was long, girl. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) we're glad you're following us over to the Game of Thrones. Thrones And, you know, you're going to be caught up in everything. Oh, Lord, girl. Mm. Yes, and I don't know why you didn't like more of The Walking Dead. Yeah. It's great, especially the last half. I really thought it good. was pretty now, damn good. Now, we had good. issues with certain episodes, true. That's true. But most, for the most part, I thought it was a really good season. I thought it was a good season. Yeah, yeah. Well, I hope that you're liking Game of Thrones and not sure if you were able to catch up or not. But um, when you do, make sure you send in your feedback. Welcome to the family. Welcome to the Sister Speak family. <laughs> Okay, thank you, Mona. All right, our next email, and I think this is starting with our Game of Thrones feedback, is from Trisha. Hey, Trisha. Hello, sisters. I can't believe it's already been a year. This first episode was, well, let's start with the fact that I'm very happy to see the dragons have grown. Yes. Now I'm worried that Daenerys will have trouble controlling them. Oh, yeah. They be. Yeah. They be. This episode had me disliking Jamie Lannister all over again like I did the first season. <laughs> what? Well, I, I can kind of see. What? I, I, I can kind of see. Go ahead. Read her stuff. He was all ready to get it on with Cersei like nothing had changed. There you go. See? So I feel you on that. Mm-hmm. Well, he thought everything was good. I dislike the fact that they recast Dario and badly at that. Thank Not- you. <laughs> <laughs> Not that the new guy is ugly. He simply does not have the stature and blue eyes good old Buck had last season. I know it. Gonna miss him. I know. Bucky had... Bucky was cute. He was cute. He had the blue and I like the eyes. It's not just the eyes. I just like the fact that he was cute, but he had the buck teeth, which made him more real. Yeah, because everybody's got some kind of little something. She says, uh, the best part of the show to me was seeing the Hound and Arya team up together. Yes. Arya is on her way to become a certified badass killer. Yep. Love the podcast. Thank you. Until next week, Trisha. Thank you, Trisha. Thank you, Trisha. For that email. And I agree with you. I really like the Arya teaming up with the Hound scenes. I do, too. And, and you know, I think, like I told somebody else in my office, the Hound is growing on me, though. I'm 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 huh? I'm liking him. I liked the hound last season, although you well, know every, I, I didn't always like the hound. Every time Arya mentions the butcher's boy, I forget. You know, I kind of forget that he That's did right. kill that boy, and so he is a bad. You know, but really like he bad. said, like he said, his job was to protect the king, and the king saying that the, the butcher boy, boy did was it. not going to hurt him. Yeah, well, you know, Joffrey's a Joffrey's wimp, a so you dick. know. Yeah. Well, thank you, Trisha. Thank you, for Trisha. For the email. And yes, it's hard to believe it's been a year already. Okay, our next email is from Joseph. Hey, Joseph. Hi, ladies. It's me, Joseph, from Las Vegas. I'm sending in my feedback of the Game of Thrones Season 4 premiere via voicemail. And don't worry, Sister J, it's pretty short. Okay, now. It clocks in at 3 minutes and 40 seconds. <laughs> I'm pretty... I'm pretty sure Sister K is really proud of me sending in a very short voice. <laughs> Laugh out loud. I am proud of you, Joseph. Ah, three minutes is long, though, Joseph. That's Come a on. record for Joseph. Okay. Okay, so let me play that now. All righty. Hey, sisters. It's me, Joseph, from Las Vegas. Um, sending in my feedback for the se- season 
premiere of Game of Thrones, and I really liked it. What made the the premiere really really good was not only have the show back on again, but introduce the season by um, showing us what has happened with the other characters. And I'm really really surprised on how many of the cast we saw we saw in one episode. Usually it's around a couple two or three or four groups but we practically got almost the entire cast in uh, in the show of, of for game of thrones which was really 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 great to see and seeing the aftermath of the news being spread around of the red wedding and and stuff like that i enjoyed the bits of joffrey and his kitty tantrums with jamie and you know you know and then finally seeing jamie having a really nice haircut and nice hairdo and all that. Um, but yeah, but I really got even more excited when, at the very, very end. Um, the Hound and Arya, I think that was the perfect group of people to see in episode, for, for a season premiere of Game of Thrones. They're one of my favorite characters, alongside, you know, with Tyrion and, and, and the few others, Jamie and I forgot the name, damn it. This that's the one problem with Game of Thrones. There's so many names, but at least I know who they are and what they're all about. Um but the the lady that was looking after um the mother Stark, um, she was great as well. Um but yeah, but I really, really loved the ending of the episode. Um what made it really hilarious was, you know, f- seeing the hound and Arya again and their chemistry is so so different and I loved it when they're in the the pub and the Hound is having a conversation with the guy with um Arya's needle sword and they're all talking about chickens and I just I just I just burst out laughing in my room watching that funny conversation especially when the Hound said I get thirsty when you're uh, no something around like the, the more you talk with your cunt mouth sorry for my language um, that the more that he, he talks, the hound gets more thirsty, and then he drank the other, um, mug of wine straight through, and then, also, aside from getting more thirsty, he gets more hungry, so I'll just have that second chicken, please. <laughs> I, it was just, even, even though there wasn't, there was no, like, laughing track, you know, in those, like, sitcom shows, I just found it hilarious, it was just... Just hilarious to watch. So yeah, this race is getting a bit long. I'm really looking forward to this to the season. I'm not looking forward to the final season of True Blood because I know that's going to be the final um, season for you guys, recapping True Blood. But uh, you know, all good things come to an end, and I can't wait to share my very special email for you guys and holding deep in my heart for um, the finale of True Blood coming really, really, really soon. But for now, Game of Thrones. Talk to you sisters. Bye. Well, thank you, Joseph, for that long-ass voicemail. That was long, Joseph. Thank you, Joseph. It wasn't as long as your previous Walking Dead one, but that was still long. And I agree with you. I found the Hound's dialogue in that scene hilarious. I was laughing it the was. whole time. So the second time I watched it, I had to put the words on so I could actually, you know, hear what he's saying because I was laughing so hard. Because he is, that whole thing was so good because that, 
That little Parliver, he just didn't know who he was dealing with. He had no idea. He had no the idea. The hand was just waiting. Waiting. And you could tell by how he was just staring at him. Yes. And I was like, dude, do you not realize this man can kill you? I so know easy? it. I know it. So, you know, thank you, Joseph, for that Thank uh, you, Joseph. Feedback. And yes, we are happy to be back for Game of Thrones. Yay. It's going to be an interesting True Blood season, yes, with it yes. being the final season. Yes. So we're going to have to go all out for that one. Oh, it, it, hey, it's going to be live. It's going to be live. We're live anyway, though. <laughs> Thank you, Joseph. Thank you. Okay, our next email is from uh, Beans. Hey, Beans. Okay, he says, I think he, do you think Kit Harrington has improved his acting game? He seemed noticeably better and didn't have that usual confused, constipated look on his face. Beans, that's all he said. <laughs> for that uh, 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 feedback. So, John Snow. Well, I'm sure that, you know, now that this is what season four, they're, all the actors are getting more comfortable in their roles. And, you know, they all participate in, like, those those comic cons and stuff. And so people ask some questions. So, I'm sure he's getting more comfortable. But that boy be fine, though. <laughs> that kid, Harrington, he, that is one handsome dude. He is really good looking. So... Yeah, I, I mean, like. Not, I mean, he's cute, but he's not all that. Oh yeah, he he's real cute. Okay, he's too dirty. That's just the character. I know, I know, but still. Anyway, thank you, Beans. Thank you, Beans. That was a nice, short, and sweet email. Yeah, we like that. Okay, our next email is from Joanne. Hey, Joanne, which one? Um, we got three of them, you know. I think this is the Joanne from. I don't know, actually. Okay, well, hey, well, Joanne. let's just read. Um, oh, boy, is Hi, sisters and friends. Oh, boy, is actually finally here. That theme song always gives me goosebumps. I know. I oh, love it. Oh, boy, where to start? The drunk trick hoe or the hot, sexy, brown Dornish prince? <laughs> you know what? He was cute. Yeah, he is he nice is looking. Cute. I think the fierceness is what makes him cute. Yeah. Uh, she says, great casting. I was a bit worried about that. Or them naughty teenage dragons who need some reading from Sister J. <laughs> what would you say to them triplets? Well, see, I got a different point of view because I wouldn't have been messing with the damn thing when he trying to eat. I would have waited till he was done, had his little tummy full, and, yeah. you know, then maybe tried to teach him some tricks or something. Whew. You know, like come, stay, you know, that kind of shit. Yeah. But... No, you don't be messing with the animal when they're trying to eat. They need to get red, though, Joanne. They do. <laughs> they really do. And by the way... This it is, ain't like you can give them a spanking. Oh, no. That's the thing. Mm. This is Joanne from NYC. Oh, okay. Sorry, hey. I saw it in the email there. Okay. Um, it was quite the return. A little too busy, especially after our single-focused episodes of The Walking Dead. But still glad to have seen almost 90% of the 10,000 characters in the show. <laughs> but you know what? That's what I liked about this episode because it showed so many of our characters that we like and even the villain ones and everything else. So well, I it, liked it. And it wasn't too much. They, I don't think it was too they, much. The one thing about The Walking Dead is they would switch, it seemed like, every two minutes. Yeah. This one, they actually stayed on the scene for a good five minutes before they switched. Yeah. And so I kind of liked that. Yeah. And I then did they too. would go back to them, to exactly. the same, you know, person. Mm -hmm. So I kind of liked it. When it made it. sense, you yeah. know, like they were doing something else. So, yeah. I, I liked it. I liked it. Um, Tywin. 
Got to hate on Tywin for melting poor headless Ed's Valerian steel sword. I know. As Sister J would say, damn. Damn. And he's ordering his 40-year-old grown-ass son around. I know. He definitely has Valerian steel ball implants. <laughs> I know that's right. Tywin is a, woo, he's an ass. Yeah, but, but I can't help but like that character, though. I like <sighs> Tywin. Because he's ruthless. I know. Jamie, that gold hand looks painful and uncomfortable. I know. I and heavy. And heavy. <laughs> yes. I don't condone violence against women, but I have no problem with him smacking around old Cersei. Oh, shit. She's such a witch. <laughs> Joffrey. Hmm. Switch that. Jamie needs to beat on Joffrey's dumbass <laughs> instead. I know. It would have been funny if he would have bitch slapped Joffrey with, oh, that, yeah. with that metal hand. With that metal hand. And said, hey, you don't be talking to me like yeah. that. Tyrion, our favorite teddy bear. Did mm. you hear his response to having been offered a sex worker? No, I'm married now. <laughs> Aw, he's such a great husband. I <laughs> know. Hey, she says, oh, he's such a great little husband. <laughs> Joanne. Okay, now, Joanne. Woo! Now, uh, oh, and that, that brings up something. Oh, shit. That I meant that. Are we supposed to assume that he and Sansa has consummated their marriage? No. Oh, okay. Because he told her he would not share her bed okay. until she wanted him to. Oh, well, she ain't going to never want him. she said, what if I never do? He's like, well, and so the watch, my watch begins. Remember that? Yeah, okay, cool. Okay. So, no, I would assume not. But okay. I find it interesting. I'm glad you brought that up, Joanne, because I forgot to mention this, is that he did refuse the hose at the... At the Littlefinger's place. But he has Shay for that if he needs to. Yeah. But he's also been refusing Shay. Yeah. So what I'm interested in in that fact is it seems like what if he's been refusing since he got married? Well, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Taking it for. And he's deciding that he's going to be true to Sansa. He's going to be true. Yeah. Even though she ain't trying to get yeah. with his ass. He's going to be a true husband. Because yeah. he really feels bad about the way that his whole family has done her and her Well, but her that's family. not the reason. That's not the reason why he would be true. I mean, she wouldn't know or care if he That's slept true. with Shay. But I feel like what Shay said last season is true. He he wants Sansa mm-hmm. and thinks she's beautiful and he wants her, but he's not going to force it. You know? Well, I mean, she, she could just, you know, thump him off. So. <laughs> Sister Jay, <laughs> we are not doing that this season. <laughs> You're so rude. So, you know, it ain't like he could force anybody to do shit. Sister Jay. Oh, my goodness. You're so wrong. Hey, you know it's true. Okay. <sighs> she says, um, yeah, sisters, you knew this was going to be long. Sansa, I got teary at all her scenes. In real life, this actress is quite the classy young lady. Glad to see she's not flashed in her hoo-ha at Paps being drunk and stupid. Isn't that the truth? And, and, and plus, she's a pretty girl. She's a very pretty yeah. girl. I'm glad she's not doing that either. Yeah. Shay, sorry, but she needs to learn her place. Thank you. She has a lot of nerve harassing our little teddy bear man. <laughs> Joanne! <laughs> Almost done. The Hound and Arya. Hilarious. OMG! They need their own spinoff comedy hour. <laughs> Arya is the mastermind and the hound is the brawn. Mm-hmm. She's always dragging him into trouble. She and, is. And he loves it. 
Plus, what's with our little teen badasses almost getting raped? Ugh. I know. Carl and now Arya? Because you know those two would bring down hell if they ever ever Mm -hmm. meet. Arya and Carl. Mm -hmm. Danny and company. Okay, that little baby crucified was heartbreaking. If Queen Cersei had seen that and said, she would have shrugged and kept on drinking and insulting folks. She would have. Yep. And yeah, it was a child. It was like a small child. Yeah. I have mixed feelings about the lack of Buck in New Dario. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Them dragons, they need a time out. Too damn large for a spaking. <laughs> Great CGI. They look so real. They do. They did. They, they look, look like real. She was really stroking that thing. And when that thing uh, uh, reared up on her, I mean, her hair blew, her clothes blew, everything. Yep. Yep. From the wind of it. So yeah. Okay, my finger hurts from typing. So have to. to <laughs> so have a great week, sisters. Joanne from the NYC. Now, are you going to share your chicken? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Thank you, Joanne, for that email. Oh, that's great. Yeah, those dragons were looking good. Yeah, they big, though. I got to see what they're going to do with that. All right. Well, thank you, Joanne. Our next email is from John. Hey, John. Hey, sisters. It's John from Australia. Good day. Good day. (laughs) I do have a few shows to watch in the winter. But I was asking because it is my uh, because my winner is coming down under joke about Game of Thrones. I could tell that you were almost gone when reading my email and easily missed it. Oh, we I sure get did, it. John. We sure did miss it. We were talking about sorry, John. Sorry. So he's saying winner is coming down under. I am mm-hmm. going to watch the show from start from the start and listen to all your podcasts on it. I will catch up somewhere and write in when I finish. Okay. That'd be awesome, John. Yeah. Um, he says, that was me who sent in the Andrea Riot Gear picture on Facebook. Oh, that was good. <laughs> that was good. Cheers, ladies. John. Well, thank you, John. Thank you, John. Well, we can't wait for you to catch up. Yeah. So you can send us some feedback. Send us some feedback. On the show. On Dim Thrones. Dim Thrones. Dim Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> Who coined that? Was it? I don't remember. It was either. I think a lot of people. um, No, it was either Brother Way or. um, Robert from the Bay. Robert from the Bay. One of them too. No, it was one of them too. Huh. I can't remember. Them Thrones. But I think other people. He was the first one that that put it in a Well, at least for us, the first time we heard it. But Mm -hmm. I think other people have been saying it Mm. elsewhere because I've seen it online somewhere else. okay. But the first time that I knew, because, you know, I try not. I tr- we try to stay away from online stories about Game of yeah. Thrones so we're not spoiled. Yeah. So, um, just FYI, y'all. Yeah. Y'all newbies. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the first time I we heard... we won't read you if you put spoilers in your email. E- well, if we know there's spoilers. Well, but you'll be able to tell. Or... Somebody will tell us. Or shit about the book. Yeah. That's coming we up. We don't need to read, read yeah. the books either. Okay. Um, the next email is from Joanne. This is the Upstate New York Joanne. Hey, Joanne from Upstate New York. Hi, Joanne. I was thrilled to finally have this. Uh, I was thrilled to have this finally back on and loved all of it. Yay, me too. But can we just skip right to the end with Arya and the Hound? Mm-hmm. I loved it that she killed one of the names on her list, took mm-hmm. back her sword needle, and rode off on a small white horse to boot. I know that was awesome. I love that too. 
Did you see that smug little smile? Mm-hmm. Arya and the Hound are my favorite story in there right now. Yep. Okay, rewind back. When Tywin melted Ned Stark's sword down, he had two swords made. He gives one to Jamie, But who will that second sword go to? It's going to him. Surely he would not waste that fine Valyrian steel on that Brat King. No, it's going to Tywin. See, I, okay, so my thought is he gave the big sword to Jamie. It was not the big I, sword. Can I get my thought out, Sister Jay? Okay. So my thought is he gave the larger sword to Jamie and the smaller one he was going to give to Tyrion. <laughs> but... So he wouldn't give it to Tyrion. Of course he's not giving it to Tyrion. But what if he gave it to Joffrey on his wedding day as a wedding present? Well, now he might, but I'm telling you right now. Whenever that other sword is presented, you will see. Jamie got the shorter of the two swords. I don't know. The longer one Tywin kept. I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that makes sense, too. But, yeah. Oh, Lord, that's funny. <sighs> that's what I thought. Because uh, you really couldn't tell which sword. I, I mean, I thought Yeah, that- you can. Because go back and look at it. It is not nearly as long as a sword sword. <sighs> Sister J. Anyway. Anywho. Okay. So, <clears throat> she says, Danny needs to stop nurturing those dragons and start treating them like the unruly teenagers they have become. Mm-hmm. I wonder what she is going to do if they become even wilder. She's going to have to get a whip or something. She go- <laughs> no, she- <laughs> you can't whip them suckers. <laughs> but I think she's going to need to do her Jedi mind trick or whatever the hell she does. Whatever she do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you see her armies now? Yes. How is she feeding all those people? Well. See, I said that too. Because the- <laughs> I sense- half them people were the slaves that she has uh, liberated. They're the them. ones that did all the cooking and cleaning. And- all of them are slaves. Yeah, but they're the ones that did all the cooking and cleaning and harvesting But where's the shit? food? From the cities that they've come from. But yeah, but where's the food for all them people? Well, who knows? That's, a, know. that's a lot of effing people. Uh, she says, I sense a foreboding like things could start going wrong for her. Did either of you get that impression too? Nope. Well, I didn't really think I about didn't. that. I just thought about where is this place they're going, and it's it's probably not going to be as easy as the other ones have been. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be as easy as she thinks it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, Joanne says, I'm on my deathbed with the flu, but crawled out to watch Thrones last night. Oh, well, I'm sorry oh, you had the I'm flu. I'm so sorry you got the flu. Be Ooh. careful, Joanne, because that shit is not no joke. That's tough. Yeah. Yeah, people mm. are really getting real sick with that. So. Mm-hmm. Um, it was well worth the effort of crawling downstairs for. Now I just need a fresh sis to speak podcast to listen to in my NyQuil-induced coma. <laughs> Can't wait to hear your thoughts. Joanne from upstate New York. Where are my dragons? Oh, well, thank you, Joanne, thank you, for Joanne. that wonderful uh, uh, email. And take care of yourself, girl, because yes. that, that flu, people are dying from that flu and stuff. Well, don't so. tell her that. And I know that you, you in upstate New York, I know your ass is still cold. 
Because, <laughs> you know, we got 86 degrees down here and stuff, but y'all still cold up there. Yeah, it's effing cold mm-hmm. everywhere. Everywhere. <clears throat> okay, well, our next email is from, uh, looks like it's from Anthony B. Hey, Anthony. Oh, and, um, yeah. Uh, Shay's act of betrayal is starting to loom forward here. Yeah. Her seeing Tyrion's uh, comforting Sansa and his inability to inability to not want her or tell her he wanted her to stay. But it's all for the greater good. Is she that stupid and selfish to not realize how dangerous a position she's in? Yeah. If Tywin and God forbid Cersei finds out, it's all over for both of them. Like what part of everyone is out to kill me did she not understand? Yeah. Should the look of uh should she took the jewels and ran, silly whore rabbit. Mm-hmm. How did you guys like the statue of Joffrey with his crossbow standing over uh, a dead direwolf? That just oh, that annoyed me. It made me mad. Because he didn't do shit. He's a wimpy. Yep. Sheesh, would it have been nice if all those crows were there with Sam. Flew over it and just took a dump right on its head. <laughs> the dragons. We see they're growing and now a little bit un- uncontrollable. Now the question to you guys. You think Drogon would have bit her? Oh, that was Drogon. Okay. Oh, okay. Or was he just doing the alpha male thing, letting her know he's the boss? I, shit, I, I don't know. Well, my my belief is that he would not have bit her, but he was letting her know, don't fuck with me when I'm trying to eat. <laughs> just like any animal does. Oof. That's a natural instinct. He says it was also funny when he took off right under her. I thought he was going to smack her in the head with his wing. Mm-hmm. Normally, one of the other dragons, either Rhaegal, green with the bronze, or Viserion, yes, creamy white with gold markings, are always around wanting to be scratched or rubbed. Drogon, the black and red, is usually off hunting or doing what dragons do. Gotta give Danny credit. That damn army is huge. Yeah. However, it would take her about five years to build ships large enough for them to get across the waters, though. Mm-hmm. See, that's the thing. Yeah. The Hound and Arya, um, the Hound and Arya show. <laughs> the Hound is who he is. We know what to expect from him. But Arya gets a little more confusing. She's developed this attitude for revenge, but not self-preservation. Uh, to leap. To leave the cover and go into the inn without weapons and or a plan, I guess she was going in there and call all of them liars. Ah, yeah. Liar. You're a liar. Maybe based on the preview videos from HBO where we see her practicing her with needle, it might be it might be here the hound is teaching her something about fighting and to not just charge in without a plan. Something I would have thought her dancing master would have done already. Yeah, but he didn't have time. Yeah, see, he was teaching her stuff like that, but yeah. they didn't have They only time. had, what, maybe two, <coughs> three months, maybe. Maybe. <clears throat> maybe that long. We don't know. Yeah, see, we don't know. Uh, glad the show is back on, but it was over too soon. Man, they should have did a two-hour special for I know. Opening. Yes. They Anth- should. Anthony B. Thank you, Anthony. Thank you, Anthony B. Anthony also had a second email that, um, let me go ahead and read. He says, Wow. No one gets the significance of ice being melted down. This is Tywin's way of not just winning the battle, but believing he wiped out the entire line of Starks. Yep. Rob's dead. Bran, Arya, and Rickon are believed to be dead. And no one cares about Jon Snow. 
Yeah. In any event, how come he didn't give it to Sansa Stark Lannister? Because she's a girl. Because she's a girl. If he wants to rule the North, he needs Sansa to do it. Without her, Tyrion's ruling anything up. Uh, without her, Tyrion's not ruling anything up North. Hell, if I was Sansa, I would kill myself, guaranteeing the Lannisters will never rule the North. Well, she can't know. No. If she does now that she's married, it definitely would go to Tyrion. Yeah. She's married now. Uh, he says, with Sansa dead, Tyrion, as nice and likable as he is, will never plant his foot in Winterfell without it being attacked by the North every year. Or will, will he ever plant his foot in Winterfell without it being attacked by the North every year? Surely the Freys or Boltons wouldn't work either, as both of them are traitors to the North and turncloaks. <clears throat> and we talk about Jon Snow being a turncloak. Anyway, I was just wondering why he didn't pass it down the line. She's still a Stark, and the house isn't completely dead until, unless she dies. You can say what you want about the Lannisters, they all suck. Even though I like Jaime and Tyrion, but think about it. Jaime would still be Jaime if he hadn't lost his hand, and Tyrion would would be a mini Tywin if he was accepted by his father. Good show, Anthony B. Thank you, Thank Anthony. Anthony. And <clears throat> I don't know, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't know why you would think it would be to Sansa's advantage to kill herself. I mean, that, that's kind of... It won't. I have no idea where you got that idea from because all of her land and everything would go to her husband. Yeah. I mean, women didn't have any any rights, as, and, as we can see, and she's, if you're married. She's never going back to Winterfell unless no. Tyrion, as her husband says, we're going to go visit yeah. my wife's homeland. But I still feel like uh, Tywin would put a kibosh on that. Oh, so absolutely. I don't think that she's even thinking about Winterfell at all at no. this point. Because they, I don't know that, does she know that Bran and Rickon are supposed to be dead? Yes. Does she know? Yeah, she was told that. Last year by uh, oh, Tyrion. Okay. okay. Yeah. You m- remember when Theon sacked Winterfell and all that? Yeah. Oh. She was told the uh, 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 Tyrion was the one who well, told her that. I didn't know. Okay. I don't remember that. Well, but, but like you said, <clears throat> that that's because they believed that the two little boys that they burnt was Rickon and, and Bran. So right. 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 That's what they believe. Well, nobody doesn't know that except for that that one dude that's torturing. Exactly. Theon. But anyway. So, yeah. Ooh. So she thinks her whole family is dead. Yep, because nobody knows where Arya is. Mm-mm. Ooh, that's a mess. And Anthony also sent us a tagline, which y'all heard at the very beginning. Thank you, Anthony, for that. Thank you, we Anthony. loved it. And uh, let's go to our next email. It is from Judy. Hey, Judy. From Round Rock, Texas. Yay. Hello, sisters and the Sister Speak family. Love, love, love the season premiere. Yep. I think it's setting us up for some great stuff this upcoming season. First, the new characters. <clears throat> the new Dario. Can't believe it, but I think I liked old Bucky better. Yeah. He le- uh, definitely liked old Bucky better. Yeah, yeah, definitely. The Finns. If they love eating crow, wait till they see Samwell at the wall. Ain't that the truth? He's a buffet. Aww. Oh, yeah, they're going to get him. And Prince Oberon, Oberon, what a way to introduce a character. <laughs> I know. His actions in a short conversation let us all know, uh, let us know all we needed to know about him. Mm-hmm. I really liked him. Mm-hmm. I was so sad to see Ice melted down. What else can they do to the Starks? I know. I know. Damn. It's like the final slap. 
Danny needs to start disciplining those babies of hers. <laughs> Everybody's uh, saying that. She she do. Ah. A spanking, timeout, or something. Oh, she can't do that. Before they start snatching up people like goats. Mm-hmm. They sure snapped at they mama. Mm. Poor Sir Jamie, trying to return to the same position without the respect or ability he once had. I did enjoy, and see, that's the thing, the respect yeah. part. Yeah. They're not even respecting him mm. at all. Because he got captured. That's the way they look at it. They don't look at it like. And he has one hand. Like he got snatched up and stuff. You allowed yourself to get captured. Like he wanted that shit. I know. You know, that's just. mm. I did enjoy him telling Daddy Tywin no. No one else can do it. Now that Cersei says he's too late. Mm. Have they broken up? Does that mean he's free to date other family members? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. I don't think he wants to. Oh, Lord. Lastly, Arya is still a little badass. She has a list, is checking it twice. That's right. Now she has needle and you might get sliced. (laughs) Can't wait to hear what you ladies in the Sister Speak family thought of it. Judy from Round Rock, Texas. Thank Thank you, you, Judy. Judy. Thank you. That was great. Well, I enjoyed the episode, too. And I really like what they're doing with Arya so far. I'm, I, I'm really yes, liking that. I'm so, loving that. The only, the only part that I didn't particularly like or understand, and that's Cersei's about face. I mean, I just, I just don't get it. Yeah. They're making her crazy like that. I know. You know, she's crazy at this point. Yeah. She is a stone cold crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, our next email is from Mr. J. Hey, Mr. J, where you been? Hey, Sister K and Sister J. It's your old-ass friend, Mr. J. Yay! Yay, Mr. J. This will be a long-ass email. Uh-oh. But I think I should get a free pass from re- from a reading since I, don't get in- since I don't get to write in half as much as I used to. That's okay. Come on with it. I can't believe the Sister Speak family has grown so large and global. I know. Remember the days when it was maybe six or seven of us that would write in, uh-huh. and that poor voicemail line never got called back then. It sure didn't. Congrats on your success. Okay, enough reminiscing. I can hear Sister J saying, get on with it, Mrs. C- Mr. J. <laughs> so let's get started. I think I'll break this down by character since it makes it a little easier to follow. Yep. Cersei. Ooh, you know that bitch was wrong for telling one hand <laughs> Jamie that he waited too long. Uh-huh. That was cold. That was. I mean, it's... I know it's nasty that they are brother and sister, but what does she have that's better? Her future gay husband? I say fine. More Jamie Lannister for Black Lannister. Get it, girl. Oh, yeah, Black Lannister. He's free now. That's right. Tyrion, a piece of advice. Don't mess with your hot girlfriend. She looks like she'll shank a bitch at any moment. I know it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I haven't read the books or anything, but she seems like a li- like she is a bit of a loose cannon at times. Oh, yeah. I would be a little bit more concerned about her... Tur- uh, excuse me. I would be a little bit more concerned about turning her away like that. Pieces on the side need love, too. <laughs> Arya and the Hound. I laughed so hard when she picked up her needle and started stabbing that dude. Mm-hmm. I could just hear y'all yelling, stick him, stick him stick again. Him, stick him. Well, that's a name off her list. Nickel. She's only got a few more to go. Yep. I suspect she will keep the hound on her list. I couldn't help but notice how many opportunities she has. She had to help him and she didn't. Until she could kill that other dude. I think Arya holds a grudge and he's just helpful now. I like the road trip, though. They are fun to watch. Yeah. 
You know, I think she didn't... Well, that's a good point, Mr. J. What? She didn't help him, and she was watching him while he was caught up on the floor. Mm-hmm. She would just stand there. I think she thought, well, hey, if he gets killed, fine, I'll go on my own. Mm-hmm. And if he don't, then I'll stay with him. You know? But, now, I just think... I don't know. I think it was... I think <clears throat> she called herself trying to let him handle it. I don't think she thought that because... When he was dealing with the mother, too, <coughs> excuse me, she did stick that one guy so she could get his sword because yeah. Polliver was waking up. Yep. So she jumped in there then because she wanted Polliver. She slashed him on the back of the legs, remember, and make him fall yeah. down. Right. But that was a that was a, a full-size sword that she had, though. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. So, I, hey, I was impressed she could even lift the thing oh, up. I know. She was using both hands, though. She sure was, but still, she got it. He says, uh, Danny and her crew, damn, those dragons are big. Yeah. And I know that drag, that drag, excuse me, and I know that Drogon didn't snap at her like that. He was wrong for that. <laughs> My mama would have smacked me right off that rock. <laughs> Dragon or not, you don't act crazy in our house. <laughs> <laughs> I hope this isn't foreshadowing a teenage dragon rebellion. Ooh, Lord, I that would be awful. Bad. I like, well, at least she can't get burned up, but her people can. Yeah, her people can, no. I like the new Dario. Mm -mm. Sorry, your snaggletooth boyfriend is gone, Sister K. (laughs) But we all know your heart really belongs to Jackin, so I'm not too sorry. (laughs) You are so right, Mr. J. That is so true. That is so true. Snaggy was just a little diversion. (laughs) And now they've taken our diversion, too. They've taken our diversion, too. I've seen the new actor on other shows, and he has always been good, so I suspect he will do a good job. I think he will be on Orphan Black this season also. Sister J, Sister K is right about that show. It is awesome. I think you would really like it. It's intelligent and really fun, too. It mm. is good. I need to finish it. I haven't finished it yet, the first mm. season. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll try some in the summer, but I don't know. I will end this email by talking about Sansa. I hated her in the beginning of this show, but now I sort of like her. I felt bad that cute necklace drunk dude gave her is probably going to get snatched by Lady Elena. Ooh, that's a good point. Oh, that's a good point. Maybe it was just a coincidence she and Marjorie were talking about perfect jewelry earlier. Uh-huh. But I don't think so. I think Sansa has really gotten the shitty end of the stick. All that girl ever wanted was to be cute and rich, and all she's gotten is married before she was 15, and, as far as she knows, a dead family. That yeah. sucks. I have a secret hope that she makes it through all these trials and comes out being a badass and rules the Seven Kingdoms. I don't think so. Wouldn't it be hilarious if they all killed each other until Sansa won by default? She mm. sort of reminds me of those people on Big Brother and Survivor who fly under the radar until everyone else is gone. <laughs> that's oh, oh, that's true. That is true. After a nuclear war, all that will be left is Roaches, Cher, and Sansa Stark. Mm. <laughs> plastic she got on her yeah she probably will survive okay that's that's it for me and my long as email much love to you both and the sister speak family all the best mr j thank you mr thank j, you, mr. j. For that long as email that was a long as one love it that was a good one though say hi to hugh for us yeah hey okay, okay. thank you mr j our next email is from nursey poo Hey, Nursey Poo. Hey, Sister J and Sister K. 
So excited about the start of season four of Dem Thrones. It's been a long year. Mm-hmm. We'll save my commentary for next week's show, but wanted to send you both a warm hello from the city of brotherly love and sisterly affection, Philadelphia. Okay. Looking forward to listening to your podcast about the season opening show. Ready to walk dim, scary ass dragons, <laughs> Nursey Pooh, aka Montien. Thank you, Nursey Pooh. Thank you, Nursey Pooh, for that welcoming email. Yeah. We're going to have to have us a new tagline. Walking these scary ass dresses. <laughs> or something. Oh, thank you, Nursey Poo. Well, we look forward to your feedback next yeah. week. Yeah. Okay, our next email is from uh, GN. That's how they signed it, GN. Okay. Um, hi, ladies. I hope that you have been well. Looking forward to you discussing the new episode of Season 4 of Game of Thrones. <coughs> A lot of interesting things happen, which I'm sure you will cover with your usual sense of humor. But I just wanted to point out two small things that I noticed. When Cersei Lannister spoke to Kyburn, the former Meister who was helping Jimmy with his golden hand, she thanked him for medicine that he had given her, and she said her symptoms have gone. Was she pregnant? Ooh. Oh. And he gave her moon tea, Game of, Thr- Game of Thrones world birth control. She was sleeping with cousin and God knows who. Or is her menopause coming? Huh. Oh, that's a good point. Was that's she pregnant? Because, yeah, it'd be, I mean, how is she going to explain being pregnant and mm-hmm. she ain't married yet? <laughs> you know, that's a good That's a good point. Thing. I didn't even think about maybe I she was pregnant. I didn't even think about that. Ooh. Mm, mm, mm. The other thing I noticed, which was really small, but when, t- when the Tyrell girl cousins were talking to the Queen of Thorns, I liked the fact that they were all wearing the same style of dresses, but clearly some girls were more modest and had tucked pieces of cloth into the neck of their dress to cover up their breasts. And some were as bold as Marjorie and have given the girls some room to breathe. <laughs> yeah, Marjorie likes her girls to be free. Oh, yeah. Um, unspoilery prediction for the whole Game of Thrones. The more the series progresses, the more I think that in the end, of the, the, in the end there won't be one victor. I think that it will be this amazing group of people. Daenerys Targaryen and her dragons, representing fire. Sansa Stark, representing ice, as I hope as I hope Jon Snow dies. Oh! And Tyrion Lannister, who brings wisdom, humor, and humanity. This trio mirrors Aegon the Conqueror and his two sister wives. Each season, Sansa Stark survives, and she gets stronger and older. I think that Sansa and Tyrion would make amazing children... Who had learned to rule with grace, wisdom, and strength. Um, and hmm. in quotes, he puts that Arya Stark, or they, put that Arya Stark could be the head of the King's Guard. Anyway, enough of my ramblings. Enjoy the rest of your week, ladies. G.N. Thank you, G.N. Thank you, G.N. Or whoever. Yeah, whatever your name is for that uh, uh, interesting email. Interesting email. And you know, hmm. That would be an interesting That is an interesting prediction. Theory, but I, I hope don't these think aren't so. spoilers, Jen. Yeah, I don't think that that's going to happen. I, I, I really don't. Well, I mean, Sansa has been surviving, and that's Tyrion true. is the smartest one of all of them. That's true, but I don't think so, he, I don't think he's going to be growing on her no time soon. Yeah, mm-hmm. at some point though, Daddy or somebody going to be saying we need some kids. So mm. anyway, I know it's coming. Okay, our next email is from Jason. Hey, Jason. Hello, sisters. Good to have Dim Thrones back. Yep. 
Sister J, I know I now know why you drink wine during the podcast. <laughs> Listening to talkers makes you thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Jason. That's right. They make me thirsty. Make me want some chicken too. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'll limit the words pouring out of my oh, we're not gonna say that word. <laughs> no, we're not gonna say that. See you next Tuesday, mouth. So you ladies don't have to eat every fucking chicken in the room. Arya and the Hound have become my favorite characters of late. Arya is becoming quite the killer and she has some style. She do. Like how she sliced that dude from behind and slowly slid that sword into the other fool's belly. Yeah. I know. And I mean, she did it slow too. She did. Mm -hmm. Although that Oberyn Martell is one slick motherfucker. Yeah. And could become my new favorite character. (laughs) What do you ladies think of the Red Viper Oberon? Jason in Canada. Thank you, Thank you Jason. Jason in Canada. Yeah, I, I did see. I like that Oberon guy. Yeah, I was looking at some, like, little sigil things and stuff, because I like all that stuff. And, yeah, somebody did mention to me that that was his name. You know, like, Jamie Lannister is the Kingslayer. He's called the Red Viper. Oh. Now, we know a viper is a poisonous snake. snake. Yep. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, so I like the uh, Oberyn dude so far. I, I mean, do too. I'm I'm sure that's gonna come to a halt as soon as he starts threatening Tyrion again. Because oh you know, Lord, Tyrion's my favorite. But oh Lord, yeah. So far, I'm liking him, and if he's gonna be a match for Daddy uh, Lannister, then mm-hmm. I'm all for it. Because Daddy Lannister is just running roughshod over everybody. He just yeah. Yeah. You're talking shit to too many people. He needs to get put in his place once, mm-hmm. at least once. At least once. Yeah. Thank you, Jason. <laughs> um, our next email is from Tammy. Hey, Tammy. Hey, Tammy. And Andreas. Yes. Hey, sisters. The season premiere was bad ass. Mm-hmm. That opening with Tywin melting down ice was heartbreaking. And even worse was his was him burning the pelt of Grey Wind. Is that what that was? Is that what that was? But it looked like it had ears and stuff on it. I don't think that was Grey Wind. Not ever being able to contain myself while watching the show, I yelled out, it's ice! And Andreas was like, what? What's ice? I then actually had to fight against shouting back, ice, motherfucker, ice! (laughs) (laughs) You you better not not. be cussing at your husband. You better not! Sister K, you had talked about one of your friends not knowing the names of the Game of Thrones characters. This is Andreas. I love my husband dearly, but he knows nothing. I might as well start calling him Jon Snow for all he knows about the characters in this awesome show. I know I, I have friends that still to this day they don't know the names. Know the names of people. How could you not know their and, names? And wait, can't hardly identify him by by looking at him either. I mean, it's season four. I know, I know. It's mm. crazy to me too. I don't know what to think about this new dude, Oberyn Martell. I have to watch more of him. He hates the Lannisters, which I get, but I don't like him messing with cute little Tyrion too much. (laughs) See, that's what I said, Tammy. Oh, Lord. So we'll have to see about him. He's side-eye material for now. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. I give him the side-eye. Well, Black Lannister, it looks like Jamie is all yours. Yeah. Because Cersei dumped him. Cersei dumped his ass. I like his new haircut. Better than the Prince Charming from Shrek look he was sporting before. Isn't that the truth? That's what that was. 
I don't know how long Shay is going to last on this show. It doesn't look good for her. <laughs> oh, no. Mm-hmm. But she, she's being stupid, though. She is. She, she's being. But she's always talking about she can take care of herself. So yeah. we'll see how well we she gonna can see. take care of herself. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, Pod. When did he fill out all of a sudden? I know. You know, I was checking him out a bit too much in that scene with Terry <laughs> Deprive. <laughs> He's cute. Instead of paying attention to what the hell was happening. <laughs> this damn show has everyone feeling like either a saber-toothed, woolly mammoth, or straight-up pedophile. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was feeling all uncomfortable with myself. <laughs> Wow. I'm sure he's older than he looks. He, yeah, he's older than he looks. Uh-huh. Most of the people on here are. Oh, Lord, that is funny. Sabretooth, woolly <laughs> mammoth, and Woo! And if y'all don't get that reference, then you need to go back to this Mr. Back back yep. podcast. Yep. <laughs> hey, thank you, Tammy, for that memory. <laughs> Danny needs to smack that Drogon with a rolled-up newspaper or something. <laughs> And get his ass in line. Oh, Lord. You don't let your dog snap at you. And dragon or not, I wouldn't tolerate that rearing up. See? Yeah. That's what, we were, that's I was what saying. That's what Sister K was saying. Oh, yeah, honey. Don't let one of these suckers roll up newspaper. Up. But that's funny, though, because, yeah, that's what you do with your dog. What you're supposed to do is act like you're the dominant one and pin their ass down. Yeah. So you can. She can't do that with no dragon, no, She can't though. do that, though. Mm-mm. I guess if she doesn't find a way to control them, she is going to have her hands full. And what the hell, Jorah? Why is he always popping up to do <laughs> on what <words? laughs> That's what you said. That's what you said. Tammy, me and you on the same page He's here. He's a stalker. <laughs> Why is he always popping up to give unwanted advice? Can you say something useful? I mean, she has the dragons and she needs them and he knows that. Can he give her some advice on how to raise them instead? See, there you go. <laughs> the new Dario gets on my nerves already. Thank you, Tammy. That is all. Thank you. Anyway, the best damn scene was, of course, Arya and the Hound. Yep. Badass. I love the Hound in that scene at the tavern and wanted Arya to hurry up and get the hell in there with that fight. And when she did, I was whooping. Yeah. Finally, she can cross a name off her list. Mm-hmm. And she got her needle back. Ooh, she was chilling in that scene when she sliced up Polliver. Yeah. Boy, can you walk? Mm-hmm. And she gets her own horse. Oh, my little assassin is growing up. <laughs> I know. <sighs> I've been harassing Andreas into leaving the a Game of Thrones tagline. I'm slowly wearing him down. I know it. One day, sisters, I told him, You've got an accent. Let him hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, Andreas. Then I re-quizzed him on the Game of Thrones characters. <laughs> re okay. okay, I know I'm married and all, but Robert from the Bay? Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> she says, his voice does it for me. You know, Robert, I do wear glasses, and I have anti-stigmatism. <laughs> and I wear contacts, too. I also sometimes suffer from dry eyes. Okay, I better stop now. <laughs> Good thing he's not my eye doc with that voice. I'd probably have all kinds of quote unquote chronic eye problems. You know? <laughs> Ooh, Tammy, you better stop. That's funny, though. That's good. That is good. That's good. In Walking Dead news, I'm watching it all by myself, but I'm trying to catch up. 
And in true blood news, Andreas is watching this last season finally, so he'll be caught up to. Oh, cool! Yay! Yay! Just watch it in the daytime, Tammy, because that seems to be a little better. Yeah. For The Walking Dead. Yeah, for The Walking yeah. Dead, so you're not too scared at night. Watch it in the daytime. Oh, and Sister K, thanks for following me on Google+. Plus. But I'm so awkward and useless with crap like Twitter, Facebook, Google+, Plus, emails, talking, smoke signals, etc. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am not that great with Google+, Plus either, so you probably, y'all have probably noticed there's not a lot of activity on that site, but we're, I'm going to try to I don't even get, go up, there. get it together. Uh, she says, my friends and family know that know that and don't even bother to tell me off for being antisocial. So you won't see much of me on social networks. I did try and got too frustrated when I didn't get fast enough on, get fast enough likes on my Facebook posts. So I quit. But I'm also the kind of person who hates when the phone rings because I'm too busy doing what I want to do and don't want to be bothered. Yep. And if there's a knock at my door, I actually have to struggle against closing the curtains and ducking behind a wall. <laughs> Maybe I should call into your relationship podcast for advice on how to be outgoing. I am so looking forward to a fun Game of Thrones season full of laughs with you guys and all the rest of the podcast family. Love, Tammy. Thank you, Tammy. Thank you, Tammy. For that That wonderful email. And I'm so glad that Andreas is getting all caught up in everything and going to follow us over on True Blood. Yes. But you know what, Andreas? You need to send us a tagline now. Oh, yeah. We want to hear your voice. We need to hear you now. Mm Mm-hmm. And Tammy, you are too hilarious for me. Oh, that is so funny. And Tammy, also, I loved your tagline. She had a great tagline at the beginning, too, y'all. Okay, Okay, great. Thank you so much, Tammy. Thank you, Tammy. All right, our next email is from Stephen, and actually it is an audio file, so let me play that now. Okay. Hello, sisters and the podcast family. It's Stephen here from Ormskirk, England. Just watched the opening episode of season four of Game of Thrones. Thought it was a solid episode. Nothing mind blowing, but it got us back into the the world of Game of Thrones, and it made me realise or remember how brutal this show is. When the Hound stabbed that guy through the uh, family jewels, I winced and. Uh, I think there was a few tears in my eyes started for that guy. That God, that must have hurt. Um, but on the whole, it was good to catch up with all the main players. Uh, I think Bram was the only one, really, that we didn't see, but I'm sure we'll see him at some point in the series. Joffrey's still a little shit, and uh, Dario Nahara seems to be played by someone with brown hair and a beard now, which I don't quite know why that is. don't know if you know, but... Um, the only other thing is, who do you think's got that second uh, sword that Tywin has made out of um, the Stark sword, Ice? The only possible ones, I think, are obviously the king, you'll give it him as a wedding present, or he might just keep it himself. That's that's the only one, I thought. So, looking forward to the rest of the series, and looking forward to the podcast. Thanks, bye. Oh, thank you, Stephen, for that voicemail. Thank you, Stephen. Man, we love hearing your voice. Yes. I mean, that is good. Okay. Um, first, uh, okay. One thing is, I, my personal opinion, I think Tywin is going to keep that sword. I don't think he's going to give it to, to Joffrey for his wedding. But, I, I mean, I could be wrong, but I think he's going to keep it. Because that's the kind of person he is. You know? Yeah. And the second... 
Man, when the hound uh, 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 cut that guy in the groin, I winced myself. See, you know? I didn't really... Oh, pay yeah, a- that was awful. I didn't pay attention to that one. The one that got me was the, the, the head. No, but well, He the was one- making that dude's head go down on that knife. Oh, the one in the groin I know. was really bad. And that's the one that Arya stuck. Because he, he still wasn't recovered. He was trying to get up. I don't think he was going to recover. No, he wasn't. He was going to bleed out. But, mm-hmm. you know, but she took his sword and stuck him. Well, that, that was, was awful. Yeah. Yeah, that was really brutal. And it did remind us of how brutal this show can get. Mm-hmm. And then them just showing Arya sticking that dude in the neck. Yep. I mean, when they, when they, when he killed that Lomi kid. And did that. I was like, oh, they're going to show it? I mean, yeah. they actually showed the knife going in and everything. So, they showed it. Yeah, it's brutal. And I think now it's it's they, it's they just like in um, Khaleesi's early days, her little yeah. maidens, they go, it is known. Yeah. So now Game of Thrones, it is known. It is for known. <laughs> and so we're going to have that all the time. Well, because, I mean, there's no need in, 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 in having the camera look away. I guess you know, not. That, that's what's gonna happen. So. I guess not now. Shoot. Anyway, but yeah, it. I thought it was a. Uh, uh, I agree with you too, Stephen. It was a solid episode to get us back into our characters. Yep. They got to show almost all of the lead characters, and now we're back into the world of the Game of Thrones. Yes, Westeros and all them. Westeros and Essos and. Uh huh. And now we go on to Maureen and see what that's all about and stuff. Maureen, so. I think that place gonna be bad. Yeah, well, it's a slave place, so yeah, it's gonna oh, be bad. Yeah. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you, Stephen. Okay, our next email is from uh, Aaron. Hey, Aaron. Aaron. Uh, hey y'all, this premiere episode of Game of Thrones 4 was, I think, a really good starting point for a season that is going to be filled with intrigue. Yep. It had a little bit of everything I wanted and left me wanting more. Favorite scenes. Jamie versus Tywin. After Daddy melted ice, Stark, the Stark family soared and be- started talking about the heir of Casterly Rock, I knew Ish was going to kick off. <laughs> Pretty much all Lannister children are facing Tywin's wrath. Well, he's trying to boss them all. You know. And you know what? I started thinking, too, uh, just real quick. I think Jamie, out of all of them, is probably his favorite. Because in he his is eyes... his favorite. Yeah, his eyes, he's the most... He's done the best with his life. He's the night guard and all this stuff. Well, first of all, Jamie's the boy. But not only that, not only is he male, he's a tall, good-looking male. He ain't like Tyrion. Little short, little bitty dude. So, and and, and Tywin keeps pointing that out, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. So, of course, he's very proud of him. And he and, and Jamie's the king slayer and all that stuff. So, you know. Well, and so what I was going to say is, so I wonder if he had had that conversation with Jamie before giving him the sword, if he would have still given him the sword. <laughs> because now he's annoyed with all the kids, you know? Uh, I, who knows? I don't know. Yeah, I know. Um, okay, she says, I'm wondering how many one-hand jokes are about to be rolled out this season. Let's hope not a I whole will, lot, because, you know, that's going to get old. I know. She says, I will be counting. Even though Jamie has done things that are irredeemable, he is now willing to defy Tywin. Tywin definitely doesn't play, but I don't think Jamie will either this season. Oh, yeah. Know. Jamie ain't scared. Yeah, no, uh, he not scared. Uh-uh. <laughs> he ain't scared at all. Scared. <laughs> Jamie versus Cersei. 
Jamie finally makes his way back to King's Landing to get blessed out to get blessed out by Cersei. Mm. Hell to the no, Cersei. If I had been Jamie, I would have put up my new gold hand and said, "Bish bye." Mm. I don't know why you're not cussing, Aaron. Bitch, bye. I'll, I'll cuss for you. Mm. Cersei is still the town drunk. Yep. She likes that heavy type of red wine. Yep. I definitely don't think... I, she, I, I agree with Cersei. I don't... I definitely don't think she is drinking sweet red root or cupcake, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think so either. She talk about, why did you leave me, boo? He, he ain't leave you. He was imprisoned. Oh, I know. She's so Damn. selfish. Damn, get sober. <laughs> that's the doggone truth. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Aaron. And just a little crossover. I had a crossover tweet last night because, uh, or yeah, when Scandal was on. Mm. Because Melly is turning into Cersei, mm. drinking, 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 and just be sloppy with it. I don't so, watch Scandal, so I don't know who that is. I know, but all everybody else do. So, <laughs> y'all, there is a crossover event: Scandal and Game of Thrones with the drunk uh, women, the queens, and the president's wife. Okay, uh, she says Tyrion versus Oberyn Martell or Oberyn Martell. Mm-hmm. New characters. I was looking forward to seeing the new characters from Dorne, and now I can't wait to see how this all plays out. I know Oberyn is already violent. Well, not only that, but he's not going to take no shit. You can tell. Mm-hmm. He's not going to take no shit. He's not afraid of the Lannisters. Here he is in King's Landing talking to a Lannister, talking about Lannisters ain't the only ones to pay their debt. Now, you know, that takes some balls. Sure did. Yeah. So. But wait, wait, before we say nothing, he did say it to Tyrion. So let's wait and see if he say that shit to somebody else's face. Well, okay. that's true. You know? That's true. But Although Terry he is. wasn't backing down from those two little dudes, so I think yeah. he will. I don't think he... Yeah, I think he's probably think, halfway badass. I think so, too. Tyrion versus Sansa versus Shay. <laughs> Y'all, I cannot blame Sansa one bit for her depressed attitude. Of course not. Believing your whole family is dead will have you feeling some type of way, but this child does need to start eating. <laughs> Sir Dantos the Drunk was taking notes from Cersei. His drunk ass was definitely stalking Sansa. Can mm-hmm. he be a friend to her? I don't know. Not sure. Yeah, see, I'm not sure either. If he could could, uh, could quit drinking, he might. Because mm-hmm. he, he needs to go practice or something. Because, you know, well, he probably ain't got I'm his sure skills I'm sure he's not going to quit drinking because it's got to be something mentally on them. When he was a knight, now he's the fool. You know what I mean? Well, that's what he said. Yeah, and his whole family's gone. So that's so you know. Yeah. What else he got to do but drink? Um, Shay needs to start watching out where and when she talks to Tyrion. Mm-hmm. We know you love him, Shay. He ain't asked for his marriage to Sansa. Shay usually knows how to play the shit off better than she did in this episode. Jealousy is playing a major role in the Shay Tyrion relationship. Yep. Yep. Joffrey. This dude stays pressed. <laughs> All I hear when he talks is Charlie Brown's teacher's voice. <laughs> this kid should be reading comic books and sipping Slurpees. Well, wait a minute. You know Charlie Brown's teacher's voice yeah. is... Wah, 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 wah. Oh, that's funny. That's pretty good. Uh, she says he should be reading comic books and sipping Slurpees, not ruining the Seven Kingdoms. <laughs> Khaleesi, dragons, badass, mean ass dragons. 
New Dario is okay. Mm. I, will, I will reserve my judgment on him for future episodes. Mm. Khaleesi will be looking for revenge in the coming days for those poor girls hanging up on stakes on the way to Marine. Yep. Dracarys, they ask, is Khaleesi. <laughs> <laughs> I think so, because she's going to be, by the time they get through 163 of them, she's oh, she going to be, be mad. Pissed. Yeah, she's going to be pissed. Mm-hmm. Lady Elena and Brienne. Lady Elena remains a true renegade in my eyes. Mm-hmm. She says whatever the hell she wants. I approve of Brienne's relationship with the Tyrells. Yep. Up North stuff. Cannibalism. Egret stays salty, and Jon Snow finally knows something. <laughs> Maester Aemon still the coolest cat at the Night's Watch. Yep. He was throwing major shade to the other fools on the judging panel. He sure was. Yep. He sure was. Jon Snow got off easy this time. Uh, my true faves, Arya the Hound bar fight. When the Hound and Arya rolled up to KFC, what? <laughs> 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 Oh, that's cute. That's funny. Mm. <laughs> As I think I retweeted today. Somebody, somebody had tweeted something about, man, see what a man will do for some chicken. chicken? <laughs> oh, uh, that's funny. When I, so when the Hound and Arya rolled up to KFC, Westeros, a brawl was bound to happen. Mm, mm, when the Hound mm. says he wants chicken, give him the damn chicken. Do not piss him off. <laughs> well, Paul for had it coming. And now Arya can finally mark off a name from her prayer request list. That's the truth. She definitely stuck him with the pointy end. Yep. Arya continues to make one of the greatest transformations on this show. With Needleback and a pony, she is looking to do some more damage. I think so, too. The Hound is just along for the ride and enjoying his original recipe. (laughs) I wonder if KFC Westeros has Zinger Pie, Sister K. Mm, mm, Ooh, that would be so good. Lord. And then she sent us a KFC hound chicken. Oh, that is so cute. KFC Westeros. Oh, that's cute. And what does the little logo say? Under uh, the hound. Zinger Pie Original Recipe Pig Feet Feast <laughs> includes gallon of ale, $16.95 with coupons. <laughs> that is very clever. That is clever. That's good, Aaron. Anyway, that's all for now. A great start for this season. Catch you later. Aaron from North Carolina. Thank you, Aaron, for that email, for that Thank picture. You, that is hilarious. That, that is, is awesome. really, that is awesome. Yeah, that's really cute. Very cute. The Hound KFC Westeros. Mm, mm, mm. Lord, Lord. The Hound said, I want my chicken. I'll take two. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, that's good. <sighs> okay, our next email is from Sister Tip Tip. Hey, Sister Tip Tip. Hi, sisters. This is my first time sending feedback to you for Game of Thrones. Yep. I just got into it last summer thanks to a serious Sister K. Excuse me. Not Sister K. Thanks to a serious Sister Speak withdrawal after the ending of The Walking Dead Season 3. I'm so excited to be part of Thrones feedback with Mm y'all. Now I guess I have about a month and a half to finish Season 4 through 6 of True Blood. So I can at least finish that with you. Lord have mercy. You're going to have some TV marathon watching. That's a lot, Sister Tip Tip. Although she's got a month and a half, so that's not too bad. Wow. Talk about adding insult to injury. Looks like the Lannisters are now the proud owners of not one, but two swords made of Valerian steel. I know. I don't know who the second smaller sword was meant for, but I would really love to see Arya end up with it down the line. 
I'm cheering for her but worried about her at the same time. She's lost everything and I don't see her experience at the Erie going well. I don't either. See, I don't think uh, I don't think Jamie got the bigger sword simply because he's he's uh, left-handed now. I think I think Tywin kept the big one. Yeah, see, I kept thinking it was him that got the big sword too, uh, but I don't think so. Anywho, we'll find out later. Yep. We'll find out. Um, Shay is getting kind of annoying now. Yes, she is. She it's like she refuses to understand the tight spot Tyrion is in. Thanks to her big mouth, he might be in bigger trouble. I think so. That or, Well, she's going to be in bigger uh, trouble. Yeah. Yeah. That or Cersei is going to arrange for her death. Yep. I'm sure from her point of view, Tyrion can't have his cake and eat it too. In the end, Arya got her horse and the ham got his two-piece snack. <laughs> <laughs> that guy is all right with me. He had me, he had me so weak with the ignorant shit, he would say, like, <laughs> what the fuck's a me? <laughs> And fuck the king. Yeah. <laughs> well, ladies, I did my homework this time and left a tagline voice comment. Yay. Uh, yes, and we did hear that at the beginning. So uh-huh. tip, tip. Um, she says, hopefully I don't. Oh, she said she was um, got sinus issues now. So hopefully she didn't sound too bad on the audio file. Later, fam. Sister Tip Tip. Thank you, Sister Tip Tip. Thank you, Sister Tip Tip. That was a great email. Thank you. And thank you for seeing your tagline. Yeah, we appreciate your that. Your name is in the bowl. Yep. For later. For our contest. Yep. All right. Thank you, Sister Tip Tip. And our next email is from Robert from the Bay. Hey, Robert. Hello, ladies. It was great to see the first episode <coughs> of Game of Thrones Season 4. Yep. I would just like to highlight my favorite scenes. I like the new dude, Oberyn. I think he might could bust up, up some Lannisters while at King's Landing. I think so, too. I know. That would I'm be hopeful great. that he can bust somebody up. That would be so great. Mm-hmm. Egret and Tormund meeting those cannibals from Terminus was cool. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> from Terminus. From Terminus. Oh, that's good, Robert. Uh-huh. That's good, Robert. Okay. Ah, them cannibals was something, though. Whoop. They was nasty. Mm. And they look, oh, they just look freaky. I love Egret though. She don't take no shit. I don't like Egret. She get on my nerve. Well, the one thing I did like about her is that when he was looking at her crazy, she lifted up her thing in his neck. So yeah, well. I was like, yeah, you might need to let that shit fly. Yeah, well, but he was so close to her, he could have just grabbed her neck. Well. She was so close, so, you know. Anyway. I think she thought, look, you grab me and it's going to go through your neck. So, um, Brienne, laugh out loud. She still looked mannish and still out to prove how loyal she is. And trying to get Jamie to be loyal to is awesome. Mm-hmm. Just, she don't look mannish. I don't think she looks mannish. She's just tall. Yeah, she just don't have a bunch of makeup on. Um, just seeing Jamie actually consider suggestions from Brienne shows how much he has changed since season one. I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. Changing Dario Naharis was probably a good move. This, what? Well. Robert. A lot of people are saying the reason why they changed is because this guy who's playing Dario is an actor. Where the other guy, the little snaggy, he was a rapper, a, a musician first. And so? he just kind of did that on the side. Well, I'm just telling what people are saying. Ain't, ain't that no they mar- probably hey, wanted a we real We were just actor. talking about Marky Mark last week on The Walking Dead. I know. He was a rapper first and turned into an actor. So, That's true. You know, it happens. They 
just changed him because that other snaggy probably had something else to do. Yeah, could be. Maybe. But uh, like another person pointed out too, why did why did they make the dude with dark hair and a beard? Snaggy had blonde hair. So they should and blue eyes. They should at least kept that part. I guess they said, look, we ain't even trying to bother with <laughs> keeping with the same type type um in the new guy. Mm-hmm. So uh this dude seems more believable, and plus, he ain't got no snaggle tooth like the original. Laugh out loud. Mm. He was trying way too hard to get in Daenerys' drawers, draws. And finally, <laughs> Arya and the Hound, my two new faves. They are so good together. Yep. Both of them don't take no shit, and both are quick to clown. They sure are. I love, <laughs> I love how the Hound was like, what the fuck is a Lomi? Uh. <laughs> and of course, you named your sword. Lots of people name their swords. Lots of see you next Tuesdays. I ain't saying that. Yeah, we ain't I was dying. That word. I was dying when he said that. Anyways, hope you got my tagline. We did, Robert. Loved yeah. it. Loved it. Great. Until next week. Bye, ladies. Robert from the Bay. Thank you, Robert. Thank you, Robert. Email. Loved it. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Okay. Okay. Our next email is from. Uh, Candace. Hey, Candace. Dear sisters, after discovering your podcast while waiting for Game of Thrones to return, I'm now anxiously checking my phone all week to hear what you have to say about it. As a geeky sister, I feel like my folk are too few and far between. That's true. I'm looking at your Klingon knowledge, Sister J. <laughs> what you won't know. Thanks to you all and Bunny, I'll have at least four commutes worth of laughter each week. Unless it's a super long-ass podcast. Wait a minute. i got to stop you for a minute. And I've forgotten a lot of it, but I used to speak Klingon because I, I am a Trekkie. Oh, my gosh. I Yeah, all you young'uns are Trekkers, but we old folk no. who remember the original Star Trek, we are Trekkies, and I'm a true Trekkie. I ain't no Trekker. I've watched every... Star Trek iteration, and my favorite other than the original Star Trek is Deep Space Nine with Benjamin Sisko, a.k.a. Avery Brooks. That was the bomb. Anyway. Okay. Candace, see what you done kicked off. <laughs> oh, and Worf is my man. Candace. <laughs> I love Worf. now, Candace. Uh, but yeah, and actually, I had a Klingon dictionary, too, at the time. Oh, gosh. <laughs> And I have a Ferengi uh, dictionary, too. All right. Are we done with Trek Talk? (laughs) She says, "Um, I'm guessing you're probably wondering what the hell got into Cersei's crazy head about Jamie. In the book, a lot more had happened before Jamie got back, which made her rejection make sense. We don't want to know what's in the book. The show has a habit of making the women stronger and smarter than George than George R.R. Martin did, except for Arya and Khaleesi, who were written really well. After making Cersei's simultaneous bitchiness and loyalty to Jaime so so rich, her fickle attitude seems just a bit out of place. That's what I'm saying. I can't be mad at them, though. In the book, Shay was so damn obnoxious, I wish Tywin would find her or a dragon would just eat her ass. Mm. I can't get enough of Shay in the show. Although, imagine reading You Know Nothing, Jon Snow, a million damn times because George R. R. Martin apparently needed an editor. I oh, well, absolutely he needed an editor. Oh, shit. Y'all, quit dissing on George R. R. Mm, R. R. Martin. Mm, mm, 
He's the creator of this love. But that the got. point is, anyway. Okay, I didn't. Okay, I'm not even gonna go. Thank into you. It don't. I also wanted to see her eaten by a dragon. Believe me, that poor burning egret on the show was a welcome improvement. Anyway, like I said, I can't wait for your first podcast this season. Take care, Candace. Thank you, Candace. Thank you, Candace. And we don't read the books ahead of time, so we don't want to know any spoilers. Well, Sister K doesn't read the books ahead of time. I don't read the books at all. So, right. yeah, we don't want to know what's in the book. Well, I've read book one and two. Yeah. Well, anyway. But, but thank you very much, I'm Candace. I'm not going to be. And, you know, uh, notwithstanding your comment about in the book, Egret gets on my nerves. And, yeah, I wish she got et by the dragon, too, or something. <laughs> you know? Because she, she just needs to be gone. She gets on my nerves. And yeah. they are making Shay get on my nerves, too, the way they're writing her. Shay and would, I like Shay. Shay I like that know, character. She would know better. She would know point. better than yeah. to do that because she, you know, she, yeah. she, she's a seasoned hoe. She should. So she know how to uh, act and behave. Mm-hmm. Anyway. All right. All right thank, thank you, Candace. Candace. Our next email is from Aaron. Another hey, Aaron. Aaron. Hello, Sister J and Sister K and the Sister Speak family. It's my first Game of Thrones podcast feedback. Cool. I listen to all the old Game of Thrones podcasts, so I think I know what's what. I'm really excited for this season, so I'll dive right in, going from character to character. Okay. Big Daddy Tywin. We all know he doesn't play around, so I suppose melting the sword was a big, was a big fat fuck you to the Starks. Oh, of course. Didn't Ter- Tyrion ask to be sent to Fraggerly Rock? <laughs> Fraggle Rock. Yep, he did. <laughs> he just wants Jamie to go, so he'll stay the hell away from Cersei. Yeah. Can't really blame That's exactly yep, it. Yeah, that's so true. That's exactly yep. it. Mm-hmm. Can't really blame him for that. Podrick and Braun. Podrick must have hit a growth spurt. Or maybe yep. it's just the new haircut. Yeah, because he looked cute. <laughs> I'm still dying to know what he did to those prostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Everything out of uh, everything that comes out of Bron's mouth cracks me up. I want a weekly ten-minute webisode with Bron, Granny Tyrell, and Jamie throwing shade all over King's Landing. Oh, that would be awesome! That would be awesome because Lady Elena could deal. She could do it. Oh yeah, she could do it. The newest badass motherfucker, B A M F, Oberyn Martell. That's right. They could have saved so much time with this dude. Just cut to him and Tyrion talking. I know. I came here to do two things. Have crazy bisexual four ways and kill a ton of Lannisters. <laughs> and I seem to have scared away all the prostitutes by stabbing the fuck out of that Lannister man. <laughs> but that little tidbit about Rhaegar Targaryen leaving, leaving his sister for another woman was pretty interesting. Yes. That other woman would be Ned's sister. And according to Robert Baratheon, he kidnapped her. Yeah. Very interesting semantics there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Danny. Damn, those dragons got big. <laughs> Isn't she supposed to be able to ride them at some point? Mm-hmm. Good luck with that. Don't get bit. <laughs> oh, no, that's right. Ain't that the truth? I don't think she's going to be able to ride them suckers. I don't think so. They be ducking and dodging too much in the air. Do you see them mm-hmm. going up underneath each other and stuff? Uh, Sister K, I'm so, so sorry they replaced Buck with this inferior new Dario. <laughs> Shaking my head. I know. <sighs> All of Danny's scenes seem so slapsticky, like there should have been a laugh track. I know it. This time, it, uh, yeah, they're making him too smart, too whatever the word is. 
like jokey or laughy or whatever. Mm-hmm. This Dario. Mm-hmm. Although the other Dario did smile a lot. Yeah, but he was serious. But he too, had though. a serious. Yeah, it, he was just more like a smirk mm-hmm. with them teeth. I don't like the new one. Not yet. I don't. I'm sure he'll grow on me. I got to tell you too. Somebody, I had put a, a, a little map of Westeros on my office door at, at my office, and somebody had put a sticky note. I had like went to the kitchen or something, and somebody put a sticky note, and you know what it said on it when I came oh, back? Lord. It said Balar de Horus. because oh. <laughs> you know yeah. that means he must die. <laughs> Well, Valar Morgulis means all men must die. Exactly, but they put Valar Daharis. Daharis. Uh-huh. <laughs> that guy's last name. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I have not talked to any woman that likes that, likes that character change. All of, all of well, them complain. Dario's last name is Naharis, not Daharis. That's oh. a, That means something else. Oh, okay. The Valar Daharis. Well, like- I think they were trying to say him, though. Oh. Yeah. You might want to go check. <laughs> I don't think so, Sister J. Oh, okay. Well, hey. Anyway, anywho, um, all of Danny seems uh, so slapsticky. There should have been a laugh track until the end. Of course, that was horrible. There, that's a good example of why a lot of my friends won't watch the show. Too many dead children, just awful. Well, but hey, they're dead children every day in real life. Uh, that's true. You know, Sansa. When I was catching up on the show, Sansa got on my last nerve so many times until the Red Wedding. Now I just want to give her a big hug. I know. Poor Sansa. I know. She has truly lost everything. She has no family and no home. At least she has Tyrion to protect her, whether she appreciates that or not. Yeah, she don't appreciate it yet. Not yet. No. Mm -mm. Tyrion, he needs a hug too. Too bad. (laughs) (laughs) Too bad everyone hates him right now, and the only person who wants to hug him shouldn't be hanging around. Ain't that the truth? But he sure as hell didn't say that he wanted Shay to stick around. Mm-mm. And more fucking spies? This isn't going to end well. Mm-mm. Jamie, it must be his week to get shit on, but at least he finally got a haircut. <laughs> the poor man spent two whole seasons looking tore up. He sure did. Before the season started, my boyfriend and I were watching the trailers and talking about what kind of attachments Jamie should get to replace his hand. I was thinking sword or shield. My boyfriend said, I like game. I like Jamie's golden pimp hand. He should stick with that. <laughs> so that's what I'm calling it. The golden, golden pimp, pimp hand. hand. Oh, that's funny. Laugh out loud. Now, what the fuck was this mess? Something's changed. Everything's changed. No apologies in one hand. He took too long? Is Cersei fucking serious? That bitch is ice cold. I don't get it. I, I just get didn't that get that whole scene. Yeah, she's just being irrational. That's what it is. Queen of the cold-blooded Cersei. What was this talk about symptoms? Early menopause, pregnancy, or worse? See? I'm giving her a hard side eye. <laughs> <laughs> See, I didn't even think yeah, about pregnancy. I didn't think about pregnancy at I didn't all. Mm-hmm. Or menopause. I, I really didn't. I thought about a disease yeah. or something. I don't even know. Wildlings. Oh, Lord, can we escape the threat of cannibalism on TV for a whole week? <laughs> Is that too much to ask? Shit. <laughs> hey, these folks was roasting up the folks. They was roasting. They was Jack. roasting the arm. They even well, let the fingers on. Terminus was roasting some folks, too. Yeah, but they didn't, uh, they didn't let you know what body part it came from. Nope. That was his stakes, you know. Hey, them uh, thins, they put the whole arm up there. Had the wrist, finger, everything. Talk about, ooh, it's so, 
the food is so good down here. Mm. <laughs> it's so marbly and tasty. And, and bad enough and stuff. Mm. Mm. Jon Snow. The only good part about his scenes were him talking shit and Maester Eamon's lines. Mm-hmm. I grew up in King's Landing. Translation. Yeah. I speak bullshit fluently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly it. The Tyrells. Marjorie can play the game, but Granny Tyrell was right. She needs to watch what she says. Mm-hmm. And I about fell off the couch when Granny saw Brienne. I know! Laughing my ass off. That was the best scene! Was it was good. just, her reaction was just priceless. It was good. Bitch ass Joffrey. Can you imagine that damn statue and his, I won the oh. war, I did this, I did that? Oh. You didn't do shit, Joffrey. He didn't do nothing. How does Jamie manage to stand there and take that shit? I know. He should have said, listen here, new... <laughs> listen here, nephew son. I'm about, <laughs> nephew I'm about son. to put this golden pimp hand to good use if you don't shut it. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure he's going to use that hand at some point. Well, he should have at least knocked him over or something. Something. Finally, the best part of the whole episode, Arya and the Hound. Yep. Love, love, love it. I really enjoy her time with the Hound. I think she's learning some valuable life lessons. Oh, absolutely. Like the Hound's Code. Arya's going to need a code of her own soon enough. Yep. Before we know it, she'll be enrolled in the University of Bravos Assassins Internship Program. I hope so. That shit will happen because I refuse to believe we're done with my man Jackin. Ooh, let's I hope know. not. I That's know. That's right, That would Aaron. be great. Woo, yes. <laughs> and thank you, Shalita, for tweeting me a picture of Jackin, too. Uh-oh, what picture? A cute picture of Jackin. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> with the caption so sorry because he ain't there mm. yeah mm. oh you're not gonna share it i will well i'm not on twitter right now oh, sister okay. jay mm. uh that shit with the chickens had me rolling that's my new phrase first thing monday morning i'm i was saying oh shit how many chickens am i gonna have to eat today <laughs> <laughs> that's good you keep talking i'm gonna have to eat all the chickens in here <laughs> That fight scene was awesome. The Hound had some great moments, but the shining star was the badass motherfucker in Westeros, my girl Arya. Yeah. When she finally jumped in the fight and they had the music change, I was straight up dancing. <laughs> go Arya. Go Arya. She savored the fuck out of that kill. She did. I believe in that character 100%. She has more motivation than anyone and nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. She'll get to the bottom of that list. You better believe it. Sorry for the long-ass email, Sister J. No, you're not. It's bound to happen with 823 characters and one awesome show. I do have one question for the sisters. Mm. What house would you want to be in? My friend and I were discussing that the other day. I said I'd start with the Lannisters and ditch them once Danny showed up. I'm not about to get lit up by a... (laughs) (laughs) Now, for me... See... Um, hold on real quick. Okay. See everyone next week for another Game of Thrones wedding. Hope they make it to the cake this time. Take <laughs> care, Aaron. Thank you, Aaron, Thank you, Aaron. for the email. <coughs> Excuse me. For me, um... I don't know. I think I'd have to start my own house and go to the outskirts of the country or something. Well, for me, for for the houses that we know of right now, yeah, I would pick Highgarden. I'd like to be with Thank you. with Lady Olena in in Highgarden. I'd like to be a Terrell. Thank you. Yes. yes. Yeah. One of those little maidens or something. No, I, I'll be the cousin of somebody. I wouldn't be no. Uh, well, yeah. 
Well, somebody who ain't in the thick of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But High Garden sounds beautiful. Or somebody that left home. Yeah. (laughs) But but High Garden is the place where not only is it a beautiful garden, because their sigil is the three yellow roses and stuff, but they are feeding the whole kingdom. That must mean that they are really plentiful. Uh, Their lands and stuff, uh, the crops, all the crops grow there and everything. Because Marjorie been feeding all the all the folk of King's Landing. Yeah, they have a lot of money too, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so yeah, I would I would like to be House Tyrell. Yeah. Season one, I would have said Stark. I was a Stark because, yeah. but they all dead. So hey. Yeah, I, I can't go. I can't hang. now. No. I can't hang. But mm-hmm. uh, I would like to be House Ty- Tyrell. Yeah. That's the the most decent house so far. I know it. You At know? least they halfway decent. So Damn. far, shit. Mm. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you, Aaron. For that long ass. That was a long ass one. That was a good one, though. That was good. Okay, our next piece of feedback is from Samantha, and it is a voicemail, so let me play that now. Okay. Hello, this is Samantha from Wisconsin, and I just wanted to say a couple things that I liked about the episode, and then maybe something I didn't like necessarily. Um, For one thing, I always have to talk about my girl Daenerys. Um, She's pretty much my favorite character right now. Her and Joffrey, oddly enough. But anyway, back to her. I really um, love seeing the dragons. They look great. They're huge. And I'm sure they're going to probably double in size. Um, But I'm kind of concerned, though. Number one, she always favors the black and red one. I guess that's Drogon. She always favors him. I wonder if, you know, she's neglecting the others. But anyway, um, the thing that I'm really worried about is the fact that this was just a little thing, but it looked like she had trouble controlling Drogon. And if that's the case, it's probably just going to get worse the older it gets, just like with any parent-child situation. You know, when the kids are two, it's it's one way, and then when they're 15, you know, it's totally different, so I wonder if she continues to have trouble, you know, trying to reel him in, so to speak. She wanted to calm him down a little bit, and he almost snapped her fingers or something. I don't know. And I'm kind of concerned. I don't know what happens in the book. I bought them, but I'm not going to read them until after the show's over. Just like with my True Blood books, I have all of them. It's kind of weird. They're just collecting dust. But anyway, um, <laughs> they look good on my shelf. But what I was going to say was, I don't know what's going to happen. And I'm not spoiling. Don't don't read me. I'm not spoiling. Um, but I just wonder, somebody else might have said this already, but if she can't control them, what if there's someone else that can? I'm concerned about Bran. His story is a little dull. We didn't get to see him, I don't think. But he's coming back. I mean, he's on his way to do what he's got to do. And I'm wondering, even if it's six seasons later, what if him being a warg, or whatever they call it, what if he's able to control the dragons? I mean, he can get in the minds of animals and now people. He's pretty strong. What if he can control them somehow? If they're about to attack someone, he might get it to, you know, turn around or attack. Daenerys, I mean, I'm really worried. I want her to end up in some sort of winning position at the end. I'm not saying necessarily the Iron Throne, because I don't really think she'd necessarily be the best person to rule Westeros. I think she's better off where she's at, really. She can be, you know, the highest 
royalty, you know, in Essos. I mean, why not? They're pretty much following her like that anyway. Why even bother going to Westeros? But it's about her family name. I get it. But I'm just concerned that what if she doesn't win in the end because of something as simple as, you know, her dragons are destroyed because of some other third party. I'm a little worried about that. So I guess I'll keep my fingers crossed and uh, eyes peeled. Um, one thing I didn't care for that much was the um, introduction to, what is his name? Oberlin? Martell? Or whatever. I, I'm terrible with names, so the only name I know is uh, Hodor. But anyway, um, he's, he's an arrogance, uh, as I used to say back in the day, a little cuss. Uh, <laughs> um, now, I might like him later on after I get to know more about him, but right now he's kind of off-putting. And people that frequent brothels, you know, it's no no um, judgment. Oh, okay, judgment. I don't care. I'm judging. Uh, it, him and his concubine slash girlfriend slash booth thing, they're up in the brothels, switching partners. Okay, fine. But they're a little bold with this. Now, they are guests in town. Like, they're just doing what they want to do. It's kind of disrespectful. So I, I was kind of put off by it. And then he's going around stabbing people, you know. What? <laughs> I hope, you know, it, he comes out as one of the better people in the end. But right now, I'm not so thrilled with him. So I'm rambling. I'm going to stop. And don't read me. So like I said, don't read me. But anyway, um, I'm going to go. And great hearing you guys talk about the show and all the listeners. And hopefully next week I'll have something to say. And hopefully it will be half the length of this one. Talk to you later. Thank you, Samantha, for that uh, rambling, rambling voicemail. It was not. <laughs> Thank you, Samantha. I liked it. Okay. A couple things, Samantha. And thank you for your tagline, Samantha. Oh, yeah, that is good. Okay, a couple things, Samantha, and that is, um, speaking of Daenerys, of course she wants to go back to her homeland. I think it's a very plausible reason for her to be trying to gather up an army and eventually, you know, go back to, to Westeros and everything. That's her homeland. Everybody wants to go to her homeland, and especially when you were kicked out of your homeland yeah. because somebody was raiding it. You know, so yeah, I think that's very plausible for her. And as far as her little dragons and stuff, well, if you recall, Bran, I don't care at what point Bran encounters the dragons. He and that little companion, his Jorgen, Jojen, yeah. He, they're both the, the, the both of them can get into the minds of them dragons. Yeah, but Bran's better because he Bran is better. Yeah. The, the but thing, this little boy can well, do it too. Well, this is the thing. Brand's a warg, and we know that is not unique to just him because there's exactly the the um, what you call it. The wildlings all have wargs, and so. the fans had a warg too. Exactly, they're wildlings. They're mm-hmm. just a different tribe of them. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's not unique. So she's right. If the wrong person warg or whoever got a hold of him, right? We don't know though if that would work on the dragon since Khaleesi seems to have this connection with them. Yeah, since since she now, supposedly birthed them and stuff. She's having a discipline problem now. I agree. <laughs> but as soon as she gets that shit figured out or they grow up, one or the other. Yeah. 
I think that she, you know, when push comes to shove, they might try to snap at her. But if anybody else tries to get her, they'll exactly. try to get them first. So, yeah. I don't know. That's going to be very interesting and to see we how. have never seen Khaleesi say anything to the dragons, like, like, call their names, like, nope. in it. Nope. In a threatening, not a threatening, but a, a tone like a parent would do a child or anything. Nope. So it could be if she projected her voice like that, they would just stop. We don't know. Yeah, we don't but, know. But but the dragons are very obviously connected to her and she to them. Ir- irrespective of what Jorah's always lurking around saying. Well, you but know. he was right. That sucker tried to rear up on her. Hey, but you so, know what I keep saying over and over? You don't be bothering no animal when he's trying to eat. Whatever. Look, you don't rear up. I don't care if you got a bone and I'm trying to take it from you. You ain't going to rear up on my ass. Well, yeah. Uh-huh. The, uh, uh-huh. They would rear up. Now, the question is what you're going to do about it. But their instinct is they're going to rear up. And you can either hit them or yell at them or whatever, but that does not alter the fact that they are going to snap and growl at you. No. Because you're trying to get something when they're trying to eat. Mm. Anyway. No. Well, in that case, she's going to have to do something. And yeah. I have a feeling, though, it's so expensive, I'm sure, to create those dragons. Mm-hmm. It takes so much time for the CGI and all that stuff mm-hmm. that we're not going to see a lot of them. But hopefully what we do get to see is going to be quality. Yeah. And they maybe address some of these questions because. Well, that was know, that was excellent, though. That was so. That yeah. whole dragon scene was excellent. And, and how the other two was fighting over that that. We could see it was a piece of food, and then when it dropped, there was a whole baby calf. I know. I mean, that was awesome. It was. It was very mm-hmm. good. So, thank you, Samantha. Thank you, Samantha. Okay, our next email is from Crackers Finn. Okay, hey, Crackers. Hey, sisters. Them Thrones is back, and I love it. First up, everybody I don't like. I'm not here for Danny. Why? I would have gotten my entire life if Drogon had turned her into a Scooby Snack. Oh, that's cold. Unfortunately, she's still alive, and it looks like that's not going to change unless she keeps fucking with them dragons while they're eating. <laughs> see? <laughs> see? It's while they're eating. Crackers, that's awful. That's awful, though. I love uh, Danny. I'm a little upset that they recast Murder Fabio with this little milk toast version of Dario. I know. Murder Fabio may have had cricket teeth. <laughs> Why is she calling Murder Fabio? I think. I think one of his uh, rap videos is something murder. Um, yeah. Murder Fabio may have had a crooked tooth. Yes, <laughs> yes I said tooth. tooth. But he seemed like the kind of dude that would talk his way into some panties. I know. This new Dario has no game. Of all Danny's crew, I do have a soft spot for young Barack. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> she got my gray work. Right. I hope somebody can come up with a magic spell that will regrow Grey Worm's black worm. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Yeah, because he's been snip-snipped. Oh, Lord. Even though he's cute, I hate Jon Snow. I hate the wall. I hate the wild Especially the ones from Terminus that like to barbecue folks. <laughs> Everybody talk about the ones from Terminus. Uh-huh. Oh, that's good. I like that, Cracker. I like that. Maester Aemon is cool, though. I miss the old bear Mormont. Yeah, I me too. too. Me too. I kind of want to know what happened to that dude who shanked him. Mm-hmm. I do too. Yeah, where are they at? I'm hoping they got killed. I think they walkers now. Cersei confided in Tyrion that last, excuse me, 
Sarah said confided in Tyrion last season that she believed Joffrey being crazy was punishment for her in her twin sets ways. Yep. And the whole speech to Jamie was her de- declaration that she's no longer down with the twin sets. Yes. Good for her drunk ass for stopping that nasty. <laughs> I think the potion that she got from the maester was to abort a pregnancy from Lancel Lannister. Oh, see, everybody got that. Yeah, that everybody's was a, saying that. Pregnancy. Also, she can't walk down the aisle with the Knight of Flowers pregnant. That would be so very, very ratchet. <laughs> See, that's what I said. You can't show up pregnant before you done got married. Yeah. Because they're going to be asking, where the queen been sleeping? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and Jamie wasn't there, so she didn't <laughs> have to really answer some questions. <laughs> Ooh, y'all a mess. Oh. Well, I didn't take it like a pregnancy because he can't. Me either. He said symptoms, and you don't have, well, I guess you do have pregnancy Well, symptoms, you have morning but, sickness and stuff, but. but. I, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I didn't even. I didn't even. Hopefully, get the we'll find thing. out. Hopefully, we'll find out yeah. what it was. <laughs> I'm normally not down with Joffrey, but I was feeling that read. He was laying down on his uncle daddy. Oh. <laughs> Jamie needs to fill that book with some good deeds before I start to overlook him throwing kids out of windows. Well, now that is true. Though. Now that's true. Because he did do that. He did that. Seriously, yeah. drunk ass. And that started the whole shit. Yep. Well, part of the whole shit. Yeah. It looks like Joff and Marjorie will be jumping over the broom soon. <laughs> I cannot wait to see how their honeymoon goes down. Marjorie is about to turn that little psychopath, psychopath out while pretending that she doesn't know what she's doing. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all remember she had no problem offering to double team Renly with her brother. That's right. That girl has been around a whole lot of life. <laughs> She sure has. She did. She did offer that, didn't she? She told Sansa that, though. Mm-hmm. She, you know, she's been around. She said, well, no, she told Sansa, my mother taught me. That's what she told her. Because Sansa said, how'd you know all this good stuff? Um, from your mother? Yes, you sweet girl. Remember she said, you sweet girl. Yes, that's it. Oh, I don't remember that. Oh, yeah, they was walking in the garden. Because, you know, Sansa's green. So I thought she, she don't was know. talking to her about... She Certain was talking women. to her. No, she was talking to her about women like short men, big, uh, right, tall men. Right, 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 right. And then she was talking about. She was telling her, "Man, I can't believe you don't recall." She was telling her how to, in a subtle way, how to go about pleasing your husband. And Santa said to her, "Well, how do you know all these things? Your mother?" She said, "Oh, you sweet girl. Yes, yes, it was my mother." And she gave that little fake. Grin that she does, you know. Yeah, Yeah. and then they went walking in. Yeah, they went walking further in the garden. Poor Tyrion, poor Sansa. Can somebody kill Shay? (laughs) (laughs) Jose ain't supposed to get jealous. She's been offered diamonds, a house, and allowance. Why is she still around? Exactly. She should have taken the money. She had to have heard what happened to Roz. Yep. She is close enough to Sansa to have heard about the Red Wedding. Exactly. To still not take Tywin's threat seriously is crazy. Yep. I'm going to wrap up with my favorite Miss Arya. She got her needle back and a pony, so the hound... Uh, and a pony. So the hound, I say, boop. <laughs> Side note, Maisie Williams is why I don't give child act... Is why I don't give child actors on The Walking Dead any slack. There could be an episode of nothing... But Arya and nobody would say it was a, excuse me, what? there could be an episode with nothing but Arya 
And nobody would say it was good for a child actor. It would just be good. Yeah. Can you imagine Chandler Riggs playing Arya's role opposite Tywin Lannister? Yeah. Maisie Williams holds her own against anybody in the show. That should be the standard. Well, that's all I got for you, ladies. Take care, crackers. Thank you, crackers, for that email. Thank you, crackers. In my opinion, the little guy playing Carl Chandler Riggs, yeah, he could play opposite uh, 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 Tywin easily. Cause he good. Yeah, it would be a different role. It would be different, of a course. A different character, and probably a different director could get different things out of him. Mm-hmm. You know, but he's a good little actor. I think though. he's good. I like him. Thank you, Crackers, okay. for that smackdown. <laughs> you hate almost every character. Yeah, you hating on a lot of stuff. Damn. Okay. okay, our next email is from Willie. Hey, Willie. Oh, glorious sisters from that DF dub. Yeah. How effing amazing was this premiere episode? Uh, me too. I, I was it. ready. I had my drink of choice, my mangaria. Jay, you should look for this drink if you can find it. It's 20% and tastes just like a sweet red wine. Uh-oh, what's it called? Holla. Holla. What's it called now? Mangria. Mangria. M-A-N-G-R-I-A. Oh, I will look for it, Willie. I mm. wound up pulling a Cersei by the end. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Me too. I was a little lit. Cat purring in my lap like Drogon. <laughs> That's cute. Tywin Lannister still ain't playing. Mm-mm. I think half the reason he was so ruthless was just to get his family a Valerian steel sword. Them dragons are way too big to be playing around <laughs> and dropping livestock on folks. Though I, <laughs> <laughs> so I got side with Drogon. Keep your, oh, keep your GD hands off my plate, bitch. Exactly. He was eating. I feel him with that. That's right. I don't like that, though. Hey, but it's true. Thank you, Willie. Thank you so much for agreeing with me. Did y'all see the look Masande gave Grey Worm when he dropped that sword real quick? Yeah. I miss Buck. This Dario is boring. He sure is. At least Buck had character. Uh, uh, Exactly. He had character. He He had had character. Mystery. You wanted to find out more about him. Plus, he was cute. And he was cute. There you go. But not too cute because he had the bug. See, <laughs> that's the see. That's the combination. That's the combination. You gotta have something to offset the cute. Yeah, like Jackin. He was cute, but he had a big nose, so kind of offset the cute. Well, Jackin, the the actor playing Jackin, though, is handsome. That's what I would say. That's true. Because when you see him, like all cleaned up and, and cut hair and everything, mm-hmm. he's very handsome. Mm-hmm. He's a German actor. He's very very good looking. Yeah, and since his other show got canceled, they can just bring him back. Yeah, maybe they'll bring him back. Okay, he says, um, Shay is a crazy hoe, literally. (laughs) (laughs) She's a hoe that has lost her mind. Yep. Did you you ladies know the actor who plays Shay, Sybil Kekili, made adult films before Game of Thrones? Yes, we know that. We know now. She was a porn hoe. Sister Jay told us. (laughs) I told you. It don't matter. Well, but the interrogation know. scene with Jon Snow was really good. I mean, really, all the damn sex scenes and shit they have. Who else are they going to give but strippers and hoes to do that? <laughs> People don't mind getting naked on camera. Yeah, that's know? true. Uh, the interrogation scene with Jon Snow was really good. It was. He reminded me of Ned Stark, honor above all. And there go that P.A.B. punk ass bitch Janos Slint. 
continuing his punch ass bitchness. Behavior. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I don't that know. guy, yeah, that Lannister plant guy. I'm a grown ass man, but when John called him out about how he must have not been too good at his job, I had to boop <laughs> and poke Janos's nose on my screen. Yeah. <laughs> I know that's right. And what you bet that motherfucker Janos come to the uh, wall talking about, I was sitting here by the queen and the king, and you have got to have me be the head bitch in charge. Exactly, and they wasn't having that. No, that's why he's up there on the Mm -hmm. board or whatever they call it. Mm -hmm. (coughs) Um, Okay, he says, I like the scene with the wildlings. The Finns are on that terminus diet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I like how y'all all y'all saying the terminus cannibal. Ooh, Lord. I love it when Brienne chopped clopped up to Lady Marjorie and Lady Olena jumped back. My word. <laughs> I know, I loved it. I ask of you sisters, why? Why would the gods grant Sir Jamie with a golden hand other than to slap the king? I know! It's even formed and molded in the classic backhand shape. <laughs> I swear I heard it rattling when the power bottom queen, Joffrey, called Jamie a one-handed 40-year-old knight. Mm-hmm. That was for you, Sister Kay. Gay of Thrones was hilarious. <laughs> How sad was Sir Dantos when he gave Sansa his last precious possession? Mm-hmm. Did Cersei get herself fixed? I think the symptoms they refer to were the ability to get pregnant uh, were the ability to, to get pregnant. Take that, Dad. Oh! I wonder. That makes sense because remember when he said, You'll marry Tyrell? And, and have, she said, I'm not a brood mayor. And have children. And have children. And she said, I'm not a brood. Yeah. Yeah. You remember that? Oh, hey, Willie. Now that's a thought. That's a good thought. Maybe she got neutered. <laughs> Spade. Spade. Spade in her case. Yeah. He says, and finally the last scene, which to me made the episode, Arya and the Hound. Yep. I think I love this little M, uh, little murderer. Can we please get a spinoff show? (laughs) At the end of every episode, Arya scratches a name off the list and the Hound gets a chicken or turkey leg. (laughs) I love when the Hound said once again, fuck the king. Yep. The record scratched, cricket, cricket. Yep. Arya's still a small girl, but did you see how she had to work that blade into those men slowly? Mm-hmm. Also, I definitely saw some Serio Pharrell in the way she moved when she took Needle back. A yeah. girl and her blade. Yeah. She got a horse, her sword, and the list just got a little shorter. Also, that dude Polliver, he killed Lomi. His right eye was looking a different direction every scene. Weird. Mm-hmm. Well, he's a little cockeyed. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. Oh, and since you sisters were wondering, I am an aspiring actor who also does stunts and fight choreographer. Choreographer. Ooh. What? That is awesome. Cool. I've done tons of little local stuff, but nothing you would have seen unless you used to watch Walker, Texas Ranger. Yeah, I did. I did a couple episodes when I was 16. Wow. I'm from Houston, Texas, and you ladies are the only medicine for my homesickness. Wow! I am so lucky to have found this family, but I've always been alone as a black male in the world of sci-fi fantasy. Aww. But no longer. No longer. We have all found a home. Valar Morgola, sisters. Yay! Willie. P- thank you, oh. Thank you, Willie, and he has a P.S. Speaking of family, it sounds like we have found the person who wields the belt. 
On the last Walking Dead podcast, I wrote you guys a theory about Judith being immune to the virus. Uh-huh. I, I prefaced it with the fact that I love sci-fi comics and science, but I forgot to mention that I have never read the WD comics. The Walking Dead comics. Right. They're in black and white, and I have the attention span of a walker. I stopped, <laughs> I stopped listening after you read my comments to save the rest of the pod for work. I, be, I believe it was Cracker's Finn who then called out a listener who posed a theory that apparently was copied from the comic and attempted to pass it off as their own. I felt like I got a read by proxy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, well, damn, I'm glad I don't read the comics then. I thought, I don't read the comics. What if that shit does happen in the comics? <laughs> oh, Lord, I had to get on Google quick or that would have been my ass. <laughs> and nobody would ever believe me. Luckily or unluckily, for several reasons, that didn't happen in the comic, according to a forum from 2012. Mm, mm, mm. Love y'all, Willie. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Thank you, Willie. Thank you, Willie. And, well... How can you have the attention span of a walker and you're an actor? Because you got to remember lines and shit. Yeah, but they go on to the next and the next, I guess. But still, I mean, you still got to have a memory for that. I don't know. Anyway. But I think that's awesome. That is awesome, Willie. And he choreographs fight scenes, huh? That's cool. So he's a stunt person and a fight that would be so fun. That would be so. Except for. And like, wait a minute. Jumping I was off a, of shit though. I was a Walker, Texas Ranger fan. I, I watched that all the time with Chuck Norris. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ooh. I cool. have to go on Netflix and tell me, tell me what episode. Yeah. You'll have to tell us what episode yeah, it was. Tell, tell us what episode, Willie, so we can go well, and Good look. luck. We hope you find some work. <laughs> he didn't say he, but he, he was out of work. No, but he said he's, he's a. He's an a- actor. Well, but maybe he working. He didn't say nothing he's about a, being he's an work. aspiring actor who also does stunts and fight choreography. Well, but a lot and of us aspire to do tons of local little stuff. But maybe maybe but he got a day job and that's why he's still aspiring. Seen. Hmm. I'm just reading you what he said. Okay. Damn. Anyway, thank you, Willie. Thank you, Willie, and we loved your tagline. Yeah, very good. Loved it. Okay. Okay. And Crackers, you need to tell us who you were talking about because we actually had someone else who wrote in. I didn't read it, but who was worried that you were talking about their email, too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, y'all must be feeling guilty. It was from Kimberly. And I'm sorry, Kimberly, I didn't read it earlier, but she had mentioned that um, someone talked about having a spoiler. And uh, she says, oops, I hope he wasn't talking about me. I got lucky on my last prediction. I don't read the comic book and was actually piecing together something Andrew Lincoln said about Rick using a weapon he had never used before and that it would be savage. Mm -hmm. I really put two and two together. Savage indicated to me that he would use a bodily weapon like his mouth and figured that Chester Molester was indeed a child rapist the first time I saw him and claimed. I am a psychology major, so I thoroughly enjoyed the story and used that knowledge to turn to determine what I think our characters will or won't do. Mm-hmm. I love you, sisters. Please don't teach me all the way. Because I... <laughs> <laughs> I love it! Please don't teach me all the way, because any spoilers or accurate predictions was accidental. And here I was all proud of myself, because I figured it out. 
Kimberly in the skeet. Thank you, Kimberly. Thank you, Kimberly. And uh, uh, Kimberly, we're not going to teach Sorry, you at all, girl. No. Don't, don't fear prayer, no way. We ain't going to teach you all the way. No, we ain't going to teach you Unless at all. Unless you put some real spoilers on Yeah. Uh, uh, no, we're just kidding. Yeah. No, I, we don't actually know who Crackers was talking about. Yeah. And we um, don't know. So you're safe. You're <laughs> so Crackers, you need to call, uh, uh, send you us an email and let email, us know. Let us know which feedback it was so we can read them appropriately. Yes. And so they know for next time, don't be telling shit. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you, Willie. Thank you, Kimberly. Thank you, Willie. And thank you, Kimberly. Okay. Our next email is from Liz. Hey, Liz. Hi, sisters. Treading carefully here, I am going to out myself as a book reader. Uh Uh-oh. However, my comments are 100% spoiler-free. Okay, cool. I like Sis to Speak because you give a fresh perspective on the story. Also because you are hilarious. (laughs) Read a book. That should be on Tyrion's sigil. (laughs) No, that's going to be on Sister J's sigil. Uh Oh, please. I read a lot. I do love the books, but they are the original long ass. Mm-hmm. I am also a huge fan of the show. I think HBO has made a brilliant interpretation. Yep. I have no problem with it taking different twists and turns than the books, and it stands on its own merits. Mm-hmm. I was really happy to see the Dornish show up. Love the introduction of Prince Oberyn and the actor they cast, Pedro Pascal, who was mm-hmm. nailing it. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to hear what you thought about Oberyn's speech to Tyrion, Given the background on his beef with the Lannisters. Oh, yeah. I think this is the first time the show has said anything about what caused the original rebellion against the Mad King Eris, Danny's father. I think somebody else alluded to it like... Um, I think it was Robert. During... during uh, yeah, maybe he was telling uh, Lady Talissa at one point or something. But, yeah... Uh, somebody in season, I think it was two, one or two. one or two mentioned that too, but, but Oberyn did an excellent job of, of, of breaking that shit down. Yeah, recapping it for Yeah, us. breaking that shit down. So mm-hmm. yeah, I liked it too. Somehow the Hound and Arya scene managed to be funny, uh, managed to be funny, tense, and disturbing all at once. All at once. The Hound has the best lines, mm-hmm. grumping. Too many men for me to kill on an empty stomach. <laughs> Not feeling it until Polliver brought Arya into the conversation, mm-hmm. talking about raping her in trade for yeah. a Yeah. The sound, excuse me, the hound suddenly got a big, cold smile on his face. Mm-hmm. See, I noticed that too. Yeah, he didn't like that. I don't think he liked that either. Mm-mm. That's when he sank Polliver, he sank Polliver's ale and said he was going to have to eat all the chickens. Mm-hmm. The hound does not have a friendly smile. The expression is more like, killing you started out as a chore, but now I'm going to enjoy it. (laughs) He does have a soft spot for the Stark girls. I loved how when they left the inn, he was eating a chicken leg. She had needle back and was riding her own pony. Own pony. She paid the iron price for that pony. She did. Cheers, Liz from Seattle. Thank you, Liz. Thank you, Liz. And you know what? That's a good way to put it. She paid the iron Iron price price. for that pony. She did. Yeah. More than Theon's ever done. Ever done. This old funky ass. Mm -hmm. I hope he's still being tortured, too. He is probably. Mm -hmm. He ain't dead yet. But, you know, it's been several weeks, so we don't know. Thank you, Liz. Thank you, Liz. Okay, our next email is from BJ. Hey, BJ. Hello again, sisters. It's BJ from Facebook, and I'm sending this feedback through email rather than Facebook message. Thank you so much. Thank you, BJ. 
<laughs> Watching the introduction, I was confused why they weren't while they went all the way back on some of the scenes. See, I was too, BJ. But after watching the whole episode, it all made sense. Yep. Here are my comments for the episode. I heard that most noble families have a Valerian heirloom, heirloom, and the Lannisters, with all their riches, have none, until they stole Ned's sword ice and forged two new ones out of it. Ah. The last scene I saw Tywin and Jamie were tight. Uh, the last scene I saw Tywin and Jamie was when Tywin was butchering the deer. Jamie couldn't do anything but obey his father. Now he's being offered to be Lord of Casterly Rock, and he rejected Tywin's offer so he can keep his oath as Kingsguard. Marjorie's grandmother threw one of the necklaces into the ravine. Is that the same necklace Bob gave to Sansa? No. Bob. Bob. His name wasn't Bob. It was um. Bob. What was his name? Who? Uh, Sir Dantos. That was his name. Oh, no, that was not the same No, it wasn't the same. It was some kind of, I don't know. It what? was some kind of gold chain. Like a chunky Actually, necklace. it looked like the chain that Tyrion gave to Shay, and she said, a gold chain? A gold chain? Remember, she, she rejected it? Uh, that's what it looked I like. I remember that. Yeah, that's what it looked like. How awesome is that Oberyn guy? Apparently, he has some bad history with the Lannisters, yep. and I'm looking forward to his storyline. Yeah. Did you also notice the guy he was going to have sex with was the same guy who slept with Loris Tyrell to get some info? Yes. Yep, we same sure one. did. Same guy. Wow, the dragons have become huge. And the one Danny was petting is clearly the alpha dragon. Mm-hmm. I wonder how she would confront them in the future. Or, excuse me, control them in the future. Yeah, that's what, that's what everybody's wondering. Uh-huh. Because, you know, they big. Danny and Masande look gorgeous. And the mm-hmm. guy from... Uh, and the guy from Nashville is now Dario? That's where the hell oh, he's from. Oh, that's where he's from. That's that record producer guy. That's that, that record producer guy. Oh, why the hell they cast him? I don't know. You know what? Now I really don't like him. Oh, you know what? Thank you, BJ. That's where that that's guy's where from. That's where ass from. Yep. Oh, Lord. What happened to Buckteeth? Are we having <laughs> the same storyline for Danny this season? It seems like Marine is another slave city that Danny needs to set free. Yeah, yeah. The new wildling group from Terminus looks scary. <laughs> but it's... Fun- <laughs> <laughs> He's doing it too. <laughs> but it's funny how the leader got rejected by Egret. Mm-hmm. I thought last season Egret really wanted to kill John, but apparently she missed his vital spots on purpose. On purpose, yeah. Yep. Now to my favorite scene and character, Arya. Arya is so cute, asking for a horse... When they come upon Pulliver and his crew. Arya just started marching towards the tavern <laughs> and the hound was forced to follow. Yeah. The fight scene was great and the part where the hound just pulled the guy's face to get stabbed was brutal. I know. Ooh, that was hard to watch. It, oh, it was awesome though. It was awesome. I love how Arya reenacted what happened in season two. Mm-hmm. And at the last moment, you could tell Pulliver realizes who she was as she put the needle through his throat. Yep. On the last episode, a listener took pictures of people not closing their curtains, and that <laughs> reminds me of a personal story. <laughs> a few years ago, I was in the Philippines with my wife. I woke up really early one morning and was just in the mood to make love. So I woke up my wife, and she said to close the curtain before we start. I told her, we're on the 18th floor. No one will see us up here. We left the curtain open and continued having sex. Well, after a while, I heard some noise coming outside. <laughs> And I, 
away. <laughs> and as I looked up, there were window cleaners outside yeah. our window. Oh, my God. Thank you, sisters. Be there. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my Lord. See, that's why you should keep your damn curtains shut. Oh. Ooh, and especially I in a hotel wife, room. Wait, I bet your wife was pissed. I bet she was pissed, too. Ooh, Lord. <laughs> It's funny. That That's a good so one. Funny. That's a good open curtain story. Yeah. Lord. Now BJ also sent us uh, feedback, but it didn't come through. BJ, so we're going to need, or excuse me, a tagline. So we're going to need you to um, resend it as an audio file. It came up as some kind of other file, so I couldn't play it mm-hmm. on the tagline. Okay. Um, so anyway, BJ, next time, just send it to us as an audio file, MP3 or, or M- four or MP4. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something like that. Thank you, BJ. Thank you, BJ. That's great. Y'all people, if you don't know by now, close your damn curtains. Close your curtains. I don't care if you are in a hotel somewhere. And as we learned last year, do not buy those, what is it, those Roman those Roman, Roman shades. Sh- shades that mm-hmm. roll up with the wicker or whatever. Mm-hmm. Because they also are see-through. That you can see right through them. See right through them. Okay. Our next email is from Shalita. Hey, Shalita girl. And she's got a voicemail too. She says, hey, sisters. And hi, Sister Speak family that doesn't watch The Walking Dead. Welcome back. (laughs) Hope y'all are doing well. Spring is finally here in Philly, so I'm thrilled. Yeah. Time for Dim Thrones. And can I just say that it is, that, that is a very fun hashtag to follow on Twitter. Yeah. Dim Thrones. Dim Thrones. This yeah. is going to be a rambling audio and rambling email. You've been warned. Laugh out Uh-oh. loud. Oh, come on. Okay, so let me play her voicemail first. Okay. Hey, sisters. It's Shalita from Philly. I've been trying to do this feedback forever, and it hasn't worked out for me. Okay. Dim Thrones is back. Oh, I enjoyed the premiere of the season, you know. I had parts that I liked more than others. Uh, let's see, things that I liked, well, anything with Tyrion, because I love Tyrion, um, anything with Arya, because I love Arya, those are the things I loved, I feel bad for Sansa, she's, ugh, she's in a bad place, um, I'm, Cersei is a bitch, I'm sorry, she, he done got kidnapped, held captive, tortured, lost a hand for crying out loud, and she's all like, what about me, 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 you left me, ugh, and then, her and that wine, that's the, her eternal love affairs with that wine. Mm. And let's see. And how cold is Tywin melting down Ned's sword? Damn. That's some cold-blooded stuff right there. And then you have, let's see, you have John, who wasn't annoying this time. Though I thought of you guys when that creepy-looking dude called you Grit, um, Scrawny. <laughs> um, let's see. We didn't get any brand. We got Danny and those big behind dragons that, why is she trying to, the, the pet a dragon while it's feeding? Hello. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, but, um, and then what do you guys think of the new Dario Naharis? Personally, I think he's cuter than the other guy. You know. But, um, that's just me. And, um, let's see, what else is going on? Oh, and the new dude, um, Martell, Overland Martell. He's cute, <laughs> and he I have a feeling he's going to be pretty badass, because that's what I'm hearing. Uh, 
And of course, then you have Joffrey, who's not who's the opposite of badass. And I kept waiting for Jamie to slap him with that gold hand. I really wanted him to knock that kid out. But of course, that didn't happen. And that's. And then you have, let's see, what else? And Shay, who's acting stupid, going to get them killed. Ugh, sit down. Just be quiet. Um, that's all I can think of for now. Favorite part, favorite, absolute favorite part was Arya in the house. She got her needle back. And they killed a few people. That was fun. <laughs> Until next time, Shalita. Oh, thank you, Shalita, for that voicemail. Thank you, Shalita. And a couple things. Number one, you know what? I'm kind of, because of all y'all's feedback and stuff, I'm kind of maybe altering my opinion about Cersei's scenes. If it is indeed true that she took medicine or got spayed or something, maybe she's behaving that way to Jamie. So it's over, you know, to, to further distance herself from any uh, opportunity. To like either you know get pregnant or or, or whatever, you, you, uh, you know uh, what I'm saying. Just to, for that <clears throat> moment, she's trying not to have sex. Just well, in case. she's trying to close that whole part. Their that whole part of their relationship, their past relationship. Uh, yeah, I think she's just off. Yeah, that makes more. I sense. I think she's off. Also, I think she's disgusted that he's lost his hand. She is definitely bothered by the one yeah. hand thing. Yeah, and yeah, because so, she mentions it too much. Yeah. And like even when he came home, yeah, she should have just run up to him, but she didn't. He no. was missing a hand; it was laying across his chest. He was all dirty and shit. Yeah, if you really loved his ass, you wouldn't care. You would just go hug right. him, you know. And now, Shalita, I don't know what you drinking, girl. But, uh, <laughs> no, this this new Dario is not as cute as the original. No, he's not. Hell no. Original Bucky is way better. <laughs> way better. It's only for the fact that we saw him first, we fell in love with him first, yeah. and then you're going to bring this new dude in. That don't Who even, don't look nothing like him. Nope, nothing. I mean, they made him look entirely different. At least if they would have made him blonde with blue eyes. Put some damn contacts on the boy or something. He doesn't. It doesn't <laughs> matter that he's not blonde. Well. It's just the fact that he's not charismatic. He he's not. I don't think so either. And now that we know his ass is the one in Nashville, yeah. oh, hell no. Mm-mm. No, mm-hmm. I didn't like his ass in that. I didn't either. But one thing I do want to, <clears throat> excuse me, one thing I do want to commend you on, Shalita, and that is backing my ass up when I say you don't be touching no damn dragon when he's trying to feed. Oh, so Lord. yeah. See, we, we hey, we have the same wavelength there, girl. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, now she goes on in her email <clears throat> to say, I forgot to mention Lady Elena and Brienne. Yeah. That was awesome. Love Lady Elena. She is the best. Yeah. And clearly Marguerite knows her fiancé is cray-cray. Yeah. Laugh out loud. She does. But how about her and Brienne's chat about Renly? Mm-hmm. Oh, and Jamie and Brienne. Who is she going to take Sansa to? Because there's no one left. I know. Take her to Liza Aaron, her crazy aunt? The Hound plans to sell Arya to her, but somehow I don't think that will go over well. That's not going to happen. I don't think so either. Mm-mm. As crazy as she is, she might try to breastfeed Arya, too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit! Oh, no! Oh, no! Hey, Arya would stick her. She would nick her. Oh, hell no. That's all I can think of for now. Hope that cutie Martell doesn't hurt Tyrion while he's getting revenge on the Lannisters. (laughs) I know, that's what I said, (laughs) Tyrion. He's cute.
Tyrion. Mm, mm, Y'all seen mm. Hurt and Artyrian? Hurt Daddy Tywin, you know? <laughs> and Cersei, but don't hurt Tyrion. Everyone keeps blaming him for his daddy stuff. Damn. I know. Until next time, Shalita. P.S. Sorry if this ended up being a long-ass email, Sister J. <laughs> I was really trying to keep it short. No, you wouldn't. She has a smiley face with a wink on it. She, yeah. Sure I was. That's what I'm saying. No, you wouldn't, girl. Scout's honor. <laughs> P.P.S. Did y'all see the promos for spring shows HBO did before... Okay, did you see the promo for spring shows HBO did before Game of Thrones premiered? There were clips from the final season of True Blood. Yep. However, I didn't see my two favorite characters. Where's my Eric and Lala? They better be okay or we're going to have some problems. Hey, they better not have killed off Eric. Last time we saw Eric, he was sunning naked in the snow, remember? Yeah, yeah, he was burning up And then he started burning. I well, think he's going to dive down under that snow. Hey, he better have died down under that snow mm-hmm. now. Damn. Yep. And then she says, P-S-S-S or P-P-P-S. I'm, I'm behind on this season of Vikings, but my but I plan to catch up. Have y'all seen Resurrection with Omar Epps? It's really good. Yes, I have, Shalita. It's good. I'm about two episodes behind, but it's really good. I, I can't handle it. I tried watching it when it first came on. And, and I just, like Omar Epps, too. Yeah, so. well, they must have just bought him in because he wasn't on there before. You were watching the wrong fucking show then. Well, he's been in every single show, and he's the main first oh, person you see. I must be season. thinking of something else then. You're thinking of a different show. Oh. I also have a relationship etiquette question, but I'm afraid to ask on here in the off chance my family members are listening. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to know what it is now. She says, might message it to you guys on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, now you gotta tell yeah, us. Yeah, you gotta tell us now, Shalita. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh yeah, send us a Facebook message or something. Okay, and then she had a second email that she forgot some more things. Okay. Yes, another email. I forgot to mention how sweet the talk between John and Sam about Rob was. Yeah. Because they were close. Yeah. Poor baby. And how about that dude Tyrion sent to the Night's Watch? He thought he could tell John something. John is like, I'm a man. I done seen things. I done did things. You don't like it? Tough. But I got work to do, so I'm out. Yeah. Laugh out loud. Sansa needs to stop going places alone. I know it. Yeah. Well, that's partly her, because she's not thinking about that. But that's partly Tyrion, because he should have somebody watching he her. He should have some guards or something Thank on you. her ass. Especially knowing how evil Joffrey yeah. is. Yeah. That's a good point, you know? Okay, Tyrion, that's my one criticism of you so far. Yeah. I understand that she's sad, but I was legit scared something bad was going to happen when that dude was following her. Me too. What did y'all think of that look Masande gave Grey Worm? Something, oh. something going on or something else? Oh, yeah. She think he's cute. I think he thinks she's cute, and I think she thinks he's yeah, cute. Yeah, I think she thinks he's cute, too. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we didn't see that traitor Roose Bolton or his crazy bastard Ramsey. Not yet. I don't like Theon, but I hope his sister rescues him. I don't. And I wonder what Stannis is up to. I hope Theon's still being tortured. I'm sure he is. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think that's all for now, I think. Sorry I had to send a follow-up email to my long-ass email, Sister J. <laughs> Laugh out loud. Shelly there. P.S. Have y'all watched The Red Road on Sundance Channel with Jason Momow? Kyle Drogo and his lovely wife Lisa Bonet. Nope, I forgot. Nope. A lot of people of color are in it. It was very interesting. 
I need to rewatch the finale because something went down and I missed it. Mm. Oh, shit. It's already finale? I didn't know nothing about it. Well, someone told us about it on the Walking Dead um, mm-hmm. podcast, but I it must I just... never walked I never looked it up, yeah. so I'm gonna have to try to go look that up. Um, okay, let thank me, you, Shalita. Let me go. Thank you, Shalita. Ooh, that was a lot. Shalita. That was long, uh, <laughs> long ass. But you know what? Since you are our official Comic Con correspondent, then yeah, she's our official correspondent. You can so you can send long ass she emails. She can say whatever she wants to say. That's right. <laughs> Well, we're still going to read her. <laughs> <laughs> but with a smile on our face. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, our next email is from Tori. Hey, Tori. Hey, sisters. J and K. This is Lori. Uh, excuse me, Tori. First of all, I was really excited for the comeback of this show. Yep. Them Games is my favorite show, and I love the fact that I can watch it on HBO Go, and I don't have to wait like I, like I do for The Walking Dead. Mm. I'm trying to get Ashley into it like I am, but she is a work in progress. <laughs> she watches the show with me and discusses it with me, but she is just not as excited about it. Laugh out loud. <laughs> but I'm gonna, I'm gonna get her there. First off, I'm gonna start on with Tywin Lannister destroying ice. I felt some type of way about that. Yeah. It's one thing to steal from someone, but to take someone's family sword, exactly. melt it down to make it your own, and make it your family sword is just wrong yep. to me. That really got under my skin. Then we see him giving one of the swords to Jamie and trying to get him to give up the King's Guard and take his birthright, which is, he gave up when he joined the King's Guard, mm-hmm. which is the same birthright he denied Tyrion. Yep. So in turn, he disowned Jamie, which I didn't really get until the scene with him and Cersei. Mm-hmm. I thought he was just being funny. You know what, uh, Tori? I'm with you. I didn't get that he disowned Jamie either. But when I went back and watched yeah, it, he, he says, a man with no family and no hand. Uh-huh. And I guess that was his way of saying, "Exactly, okay, you're no longer he a says, Lannister. A man with one hand and no family right. needs all the help he can get. Well, shit, you already knew. Yep, that was his way of saying it. That that That's what he meant. And that's why Jamie said to Cersei, I just got disowned. Yep. But I agree with Cersei. She said, nah, you his favorite, so no. Well, Tywin's biz now. But yeah, I didn't get that either at first. Um... Apparently, he is mad with Jamie for choosing the king's guard over his birthright. Now, Sansa, I just don't understand why she has none of the smarts that Arya possesses. Thank you! And she is none! A, and she is at least four years older. Mm-hmm. That's because she's different than Arya. She is. She used to believe in all this fairy tale king princes and princesses and get married and have babies. That and, is true, because we discussed that last yeah, season. And yeah, and Arya never did like that. Never so did. So that's why her world is so shook and shit. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and I think Sansa is smart. She's just got this naive quality about her where she's just not well, putting the shit together. Like she said, before she went to King's Landing, she never left Winterfell. Yep. So, you know... Um, Arya baited the hound into the tavern because she knew he would follow her. And after getting inside, she knew the hound would get into some sort of fight because that's just what he does. Yep. And all she wanted was to kill Polliver for her Lomi. Mm-hmm. Laugh out loud. What's a Lomi? <laughs> she knows her mother and father are dead, but uh, dead too. But you don't see her running into gardens and crying her eyes out. She has just found a way to survive and avenge their death. Yeah, but she ain't been forced to be married to Tyrion either. No, and Arya's different, too. She's always been rough and tumble. Yeah. And Sansa's more soft. It's just like the difference between Sam and John. Sam is a Useless. gentle, 
soul. He's not a fighter. Sam is and John useless. Is. Oh, Lord. Sister Jay, you're so rude. He's useless. Um, I understand her pain, but at a certain point, she got to put her big girl pants on. That's what I'm saying. Maybe work with Tyrion and get up out of there. Mm-hmm. Something other than always crying, because that never helped anybody. Because now we know, through Jamie's conversation with Cersei, that it's been several weeks. Yeah. So, therefore, yeah. You know, morning, it's time for the morning to, or at least you can still mourn, but you got to get on with it. Well, I mean, look, the girl is only supposed to be, what, 16, 15, 15. 16. Yeah. Her mama gone, her brother gone, her daddy gone, her sister gone, everybody gone. Give her more than two, three weeks, y'all. I think she's going to snap out of it now. I think that Dantos and Tyrion talking to her, I think it's going to help her a little bit. Let's hope so. I most definitely believe Arya is the smartest Stark. And now Khaleesi, who is my favorite character, by the way, she, by the way, with them dragons, and they are getting so big. <laughs> she is marching towards Marine, Marine, and I'm very excited to see what's going to happen with her. Well, that's all, ladies. I'm excited to see what's going to happen for this season. It's going to be a good one. I feel it in my bones. Later, ladies. Tori. Thank you, Tori, Thank for you, that Tori. email. I think it's going to be a good season, too. Yeah. I really I do. do. Yep. And I think that, you know, I, I was very pleased with the way the, uh, the opening show was. And I think probably the next episode we're going to see more of like maybe where Bran is and stuff. What's happening with Theon and if Yara got there to him and, and uh, Stannis and right. the, the Red Witch and, oh, yeah. and, and Davos and all Gendry that. And all that shit. Yeah, yeah. I hope we see the little girl too. She's cute. I like her. Shireen. Yeah, I like her. Yeah, I like her. I like her. All right. Our next email is from uh, Tartar. Tartar. Yep. Okay. It's Tartar again. Just wanted to let you ladies know that I'm all woman. And for some reason, my fast fingers must have missed the dash in the last Walking Dead podcast. It's not Tartar like the song. (laughs) (laughs) I think I did say Tartar. That was so funny. Well, thank you for telling. She's a lady. Okay. Okay. Anyway, this Game of Thrones episode was great. Although not that exciting. (laughs) It just felt good to watch a new (laughs) saying Tartar. <laughs> like tartar sauce. Yeah, no. <sighs> she says, um, although not that exciting, it just felt good to watch a new episode. Yeah. I was spending a girls' night in New York on Sunday and missed my favorite night of TV. Although I was going on just a few hours sleep, I made sure I stayed up Monday night till 2 a.m. so I could watch Den Thrones. Oh, my. I'm loving little Arya. She got her needle back and is ready to kick ass. She sure is. Cersei has that bottle back in her hand, and I'm sure a plan in the other. (laughs) Can't wait. Khaleesi is hands down my favorite. So strong. She needs a cartoon or something. (laughs) Little girls need to look up to her. And I I can't wait to hear what y'all all think. And I'm dying to know what Sister J is saying about little man. Oop, I mean Tyrion. (laughs) Tar, tar. Thank you, Tartar. Thank you, Tartar. And don't well, be calling Tyrion that little man. Okay, well, the little bitty dude. Aww. I, I'm feeling a little bit bad for him. I am too. In this episode, because it seems like to me that people are, are not only do they, in his family, they just kind of discount him, but, but they kind of 
treating him down, you know. Uh, uh, they mistreat him. They all yeah, have. dumping on him and stuff. And Shoot, last season, they all was talking shit on him to his face. Yeah. Daddy was talking about, I can't prove that you're, you're not my son. So until, you know, I can, you're going to do what I say because you're a Lannister. And you're, I'm not going to have you besmirch my daddy's name and yeah. sigil and all. I mean, I'm damn, how mean can you get? I know. And you killed our mama coming out of her. I mean, that's just, they all been talking shit. The only one who does not do that is Jamie. Is Jamie. And I was really hoping on this episode that they would talk and we would see them together. So I'm hoping coming up, we get to see Jamie and Tyrion together. That would be nice. Because I think Jamie and him both love each other and can accept it and admit it. Mm-hmm. Without Jamie always talk. Because you've never heard Jamie talk shit about Tyrion. No, he has not. Never. He, he has not. No. No. So, so, but yeah, I'm feeling a, a, just a little bit bad for him, a little sympathy yeah. for him. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Tartar. Yeah, thank you for that email. Thank you for that clarification. <laughs> <laughs> okay, our next email is from Myron. Hey, Myron, how you doing? Hey, Myron. Hello, sisters. Welcome back. A sister speak. Game of Dim Thrones Edition. Yep. I have a lot to say, so let's get started. All right. Okay. First of all, Tyrion may think he has killed off yet another family in West... Excuse me. Tywin may think he has killed off yet another family in Westeros, but he needs to watch his own ass. Yep. Winter is coming for the Lannisters, by the way. Uh, yeah. I think so, um, too. By the way of, I will leave that one up to the sister's imagination. <laughs> we shall see. Sister J. Well, you bet Tywin wanted to have Jamie leave the King's Guard so that he can marry and have children while at the same time keep his incestuous, incestuous children far apart. Absolutely. Yep. Now Absolutely. That, mm-hmm. that, yep. Was, that was his motivation, I think, for saying to Jamie, you're going to rule Casterly Rock in my place. That yeah. might be part of it. Yep. Yep. Y'all are smart because I didn't think about that. Mm-hmm. Line number one of the episode. Jamie, I suppose you want the sword back. Tywin. Keep it. A one-handed man with no family needs all the help he can get. Yeah. That's awful. That is awful. That was so cold-blooded. What if that guy didn't want to have sex with Oberyn Martell? That would have been a hard one to take for the team, if you ask me. Well, but, I mean, you know, that little guy is a prostitute. He had to. Well, he, first of all, he probably, yeah. He He had to. He probably don't want to have sex with none of them people, but he he worked there. He has to. Yeah, that's part of his job. That's his job. I mean, Mm -hmm. You know, Littlefinger paid him to do that with uh, Tyrell. Loris. Yep. So, you know, that's part of his job. Only reason he running but things wait a minute, wait a minute, is y'all. because Littlefinger gone. He protested for a hot minute. And a then hot minute. A hot, quick-ass minute, too. And then he was like, have you ever been with the prince? No, I haven't. He was all smiling. So he was, he warmed up pretty effing quick, didn't pretty he? Pretty damn quick, so he was, me. He was ready to do it. Mm-hmm. He was ready. He was and he just, says, how do you like it from the front of like, the back? No, he said, um, I'm very expensive. And all the Oberon said was, just get undressed. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. He warmed he, up pretty yeah. quick. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, I have read the book, so there is much I cannot say, but that still won't keep a certain sister who, who will rename nameless from inquiring to her friends about what's around the corner in the story. Mm, hello, Sister J. <laughs> I know. I know. 
I think Daenerys' dragon is as tired of her storyline as I am, sister. <laughs> Which is why she almost got her arm bitten off by her dragon. Oh, that's cold-blooded Myron. Moving on. Mm. Poor gullible Sansa. That's all I have to say about her. Mm-hmm. Yawn, snore. Yeah, because see, just because that drunk-ass fool said this belonged to my mama and stuff and I want you to have... You know, that don't mean that it's true. I don't think he's lying. Well, I don't either, but damn, you can't never tell. Yeah, that's true. Shit, because he sure was stalking her in the garden. Sister K, since Cersei don't want to sleep with Jamie and Shay is being rebuffed by Tyrion, do you think that Jamie and Shay should hook up? Mm-mm. Her jealousy is getting on my nerves, though. Yeah. No. He need to leave Shay crazy ass alone. Yeah, he need to leave Shay crazy eh, ass eh, alone. You know, do, no, don't, don't. Pretty, actually, I don't think Shay is going to live much longer. Well, I really don't. With it, that maid telling yeah. on, telling Cersei yeah, stuff. because she you got know? told on, so. Yep. Sister Jay, are the viewers to believe that the Dornish people are the rednecks of Westeros? No. Yeah, because everybody always has a joke about how many Dornish people does it take to do this? How many Dornish people does it take oh, to do yeah, that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, they're supposed to be the trash. Yeah. 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 The trashy ones. Yes. Sister K, do the new wildlings, the Fins, look like they should be in a Star Trek movie? Yeah. And you should be asking Sister J that. <laughs> and might I add that if a show is going to introduce cannibals, that is the way to do it. Mm-hmm. In The Walking Dead, the viewers are led to believe that the Terminus people are cannibals, but I don't buy it. It's too obvious, and we don't have any hard proof that they are yet. I believe the viewers are being misled. But back to A Game of Thrones. Line number two of the show. Jon Snow. Have you ever been beyond the wall, sir? Jano Slint, the guy who was sent to the wall by Tyrion. I commanded the city watch at King's Landing. Jon, and now you're here. You must not have been very good at your job. I know. That was good. I like that. That was good. Sister J, didn't you just love the way Lady Elena doted on Brienne the Giant? Yes. While at the same time schooled Marguerite about speaking ill of King Joffrey? Yes. Why was Joffrey so disrespectful to his Uncle Daddy, Jamie? <laughs> <laughs> because Joffrey don't like nobody making jokes at his expense. Uh-uh, he doesn't. And that's what Jamie did. Mm-hmm. Line three of the episode. Joffrey, someone forgot to write down all of your great deeds. Jamie, there is still time. Joffrey, is there? For a 40-year-old knight with one hand, how can you protect me with that? I wanted Jamie to say, so you learned I'm your daddy, which means you are not the king, and that frightened your punk-ass hump boy. <laughs> I would have cracked the hell up if he would have said that. Mm, mm, mm. Who knew that Dario is a botanist at heart? And mm. he sure is white this season, isn't he? Ain't he, though? Yeah, he's a little pale. Mm. Last but not least, Arya and the Hound. That was some dark, disturbing shit. I loved it. Yeah. She doesn't forget a thing, does she? It was good. Her her killing did seem a bit cathartic, don't you think, Sister K? Oh, yeah. I bet that Westerosi fried chicken tasted real good, though. <laughs> Until the next time, sisters, Myron. P.S. I hope you aren't so brand new that my email reached you in time to make your podcast. <laughs> See? All right now, Myron. <laughs> Sister J was already talking about Don't be talking about us being brand new. Yeah, we brand new. PPS. Remember the history, sisters. Rhaegar Targaryen fell in love with Ned's sister. The same woman that Robert Baratheon loved. She left with Rhaegar, and that started the War of the Seven Kingdoms. That led Robert to be king, and Ned Stark to eventually become the Hand of the King. Descendants means a lot in this show, if you didn't learn that from Theon's storyline. Yep. 
Show did. Yeah, we remembered that. PPS. Where is Varus? I know. That's a good point. Where was Varus? Yeah. And that was all we got from Myron. Thank you, Myron, for Thank- that long-ass email. Thank you, Myron. That was long. That was good. But yeah, that is a good point. Where was Varus? We might see him next time. Yeah, I like that character. Well, thank you, Myron, for that long-ass email. Thank you, Myron. All right. Our next piece of feedback is from Niambi. Hey, Niambi. Hi, sisters. My feedback is in two emails because I don't know how to merge files on my cell phone. (laughs) Apologies. Next email has the other half of my feedback because I'm special today with my tech skills. (laughs) So let me go ahead. She sent us an audio file, so let me go ahead and play those. Okay. Hi, sisters and Sister Speak family. This is Niambi from Virginia. And this is my feedback for Game of Thrones episode one of season four. Um, I thought that it was really good, but I had to watch it about three times because I get really confused with the people's names and who's related to, to who and they cover multiple storylines in one episode, so there's a lot of details that you kind of miss and things that I don't notice the first time. And I'm usually watching it on my cell phone, so I don't have the closed caption and to be able to catch everybody's names and remember all their names. But um, overall, I thought that the opening was really um, good. I thought that Tywin was kind of gangster because it wasn't until the second time that I noticed the um, wolf sieve for the sword and the fact that that was Rob Stark's sword and he ended up making two swords out of it and he was like yeah it was way too big for the person that had it and they ain't needed no more like he just kind of kept a gangster with his son and didn't really do a whole lot of um, explanation I think that it's kind of crazy that his son still thinks that he's going to be head of the king's guard and protect his you know, nephew son, um, when he only has one hand and he's so damn ungrateful and evil, the little King that I don't see how he can continue to stand him. But I mean, a lot of people deal with a lot of craziness from their kids. So, you know, maybe he could just suck it up. Seems like that storyline's not going to work out the way that he wants, especially since he turned his nose up to Tywin's offer to, you know, go to Castle Rock, um, which I guess he just figured I'm not going to let you just shoo me away and I'm going to stay here and keep doing my job like nothing ever happened. But we'll see kind of how that um, plays out. Those dragons are huge. I mean, and they're not even fully grown yet. So she's definitely going to have the ones that turn into the size of, you know, a bus. I mean, just just gigantic. But, you know, like most kids, they bite the hand and feed them. And she feel like she can still kind of control them. But, I mean, seemed like it's only but so much you could do with a dragon. Especially, you know, if they act like our developmental stages. You know, by the time your kid becomes a teenager, they really can't stand you. You don't really start liking your parents again until you're in your 20s. Um that's just my personal experience that's random um so i thought that that was cool um the stuff in the middle oh yes the martells coming and the prince and um 
you know, he's he's swinging both ways, so that's kind of kinky. But he's still kind of sexy, even though he he uh you know go swing to the other side every now and then apparently. But I just love the line. Um, that he's letting them Lannisters know, you know, y'all think y'all the ish, y'all ain't yellow lions, like, somebody's coming for you, I didn't forget what you did to my sister, so, um, I think that that's kind of crazy, that he definitely wants revenge, and it seems like it's geared specifically towards Tywin, since he, he feels that he made the order, um, to kill his sister and his niece and nephew. But I was getting confused then about the Martells and, um, who, I guess, who Daenerys' parents are. Because she has the white, the white hair, and then her brother had the white hair. So are they children from an affair? I don't know. I was getting confused about who... Who's her, like, I was understanding who her dad was with the dragon situation. But now I'm confused about who her mother was. Or does the uncle think that the kids are dead, but they're really not dead because they got away. And he just doesn't know that she's on the far side of the world. I don't know. That's strange. Because then he, the prince said something about she had an affair. Okay, that's random. I'm rambling. Okay, so then um, the next scene that I liked that was my absolute favorite. I mean, the stuff with, you know, the wall. That was kind of... I mean, it was cool, but nothing like really earth-shattering happened there. But I love the scenes with Arya and the Hound. I mean... That relationship and that dynamic, the dynamics of their relationship, I think, is great. And I love when he, you know, said that he he was taking her to his um to her aunt, and so that you know he could get some money for her, and then maybe she'll get her um that pony that she wanted, which was kind of funny. But then in the end, they killed the guys in the tavern, so she ended up getting a horse anyway, her own horse. Um, but Aria, I mean, she is, is gangster. She is not playing. And she stabbed that guy with the sword kind of slow. I was like, oh my gosh, like she kind of sadistic with it. She got a, a twisted side. And then when she got needle back, I, I like how she cut, cut the dude down by hitting him in the leg. And then she remembered verbatim, like exactly what that guy said to her friend, I think his name was Lolly, that she said that he um, killed with needle. And she killed him the exact same way. And it didn't seem like until the very last moments, right before she stuck it in, that that guy realized what she was talking about. So, I'm very interested to see how Arya um, continues to develop. Because it seemed like she's turning into a master killer. And if she's ever actually going to make it to her aunt. Because we know her aunt crazy with her little tyrant child. So, um, again, it was a great episode. Those are pretty much all my thoughts. Oh, uh, following up with uh, The Walking Dead and my comment about um, whether the Mary lady was pregnant or not. I didn't mean to offend any older uh, women out there. I mean, I'm a chunky girl myself, so... I'm definitely not throwing chunky people under the bus. I just was trying to figure out 
if she just had a little chunk of the belly or if she was actually pregnant because it looked kind of round to me but I don't know I couldn't tell so I definitely didn't mean to offend I try to be more careful with my thought process no probably not I just say random shit so ain't no telling but I didn't mean any offense so I'm sorry I love you sister J and sister K and sister speak family and until next time Thank you, Niambi, for both of those voicemails. Thank you, Niambi. That was long ass, Niambi. <laughs> long ass. Anyway. She cracked me up. She talked about she ain't trying to throw the chunky people under the bus. Yeah, that's exactly what you did. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, back to the Game of Thrones. I think the sword that he was melting down was Ned Stark's sword. I don't believe it was Rob Stark's sword. No, it was ice. It was the big sword that right. Ned used. It to was be- Ned's sword. Behead people. Yeah, yeah. So that that that's probably why he made two out of it because that he was thought a big it was sword. he thought it was grossly large for. Well, it was a big ass sword, but it was made on purpose because yes. that he wanted to make sure one one slice. of it would get you and yeah. not. Like fucking right. Theon. But that was who, Ned Stark's sword. Though. Who had to chomp and chomp and chomp right. at that one dude. And then a second thing is, I don't know why are y'all tripping about the dragons and how unruly they are. Like Shalita and a few other people have said, and I said. Oh, yeah, yeah, whatever. It's an animal and it's feeding. Don't whatever. be touching that Look, when it's trying to feed. Don't be trying to rear up on your mama. Shit, I would too if I was trying to eat something. And she talking about, shh. Oh, hell no. Uh-uh. <laughs> Mm-mm. Anyway. But thank you, Niambi. Thank you, Niambi. Love hearing you. Okay. And our next email is from Jackie. Hey, Jackie. Hey, Jackie. Hey, lovely. And we loved your tagline. Yes. Um, hey, lovely sisters. First of all, can we all pour out... Excuse me. Can we all pour one out for Sister K's beloved Snaggletooth? <laughs> yeah, he gone. You have my sincerest condolences on your loss, Sister K. <laughs> Snaggletooth's over-the-top, smarmy, budget Fabio stick is still way more interesting than the new guy who's just kind of meh. Yes. Meh. As soon as that dragon snapped at Daenerys, Nate said, Wow, that's exactly how you act with a plate of food. <laughs> She says, bitch, don't touch me when I'm eating. That's right. Can we all call bullshit that we saw two naked prosties, but didn't get so much as a hint of nakedness from that hot bitch Oberyn and Littlefinger's Exactly. Exactly. Damn, I am so team Oberyn right now. <laughs> that dude has swagger oozing out of his pores. <laughs> he sure did. He didn't did, he, Jackie? Though. He did. One of the best scenes had to be with Tyrion shaking his head. And Bronn nodding vigorously for a prosty. Mm, mm, mm. I also died laughing at Arya and the Hound peeking through the bushes like two adorable gophers. <laughs> I would pay good money for a spinoff of their buddy road trip adventures. Especially when we get lines like, what the fuck's a Lomi? And how only a certain type of people name their swords. Laugh out loud. Oh, yeah. I can totally get on board with the Hound's code. A chicken is owed for every wrong I endure. I totally put up with some wrong shit for a plate of chicken and waffles. 
You know, I've never had chicken and waffles together. Like, for real? Uh uh-uh. uh. You never been to a chicken and waffle place? No. I want to try it though. Mm. It's good. I I don't know if I could handle chicken with like syrup on it. Well, you don't put the syrup on the chicken. I thought you'd eat it together. I thought that's the well, point. Well, yeah, it's on the plate together, but you don't put the syrup on the chicken. Oh, I don't. Ah! Oh no! I don't know. I ain't never it, had it. It's just on the plate together. Oh, well, well, then that's different. Oh, I can have Lord. that. Okay. Uh, she says, the hound is officially the best babysitter ever now that Arya finally got her needle and pony. Mm-hmm. Is it too early to cross your fingers that Uncle Father Jamie <laughs> will use his new golden hand to bitch slap his shitty nephew son, Joffrey, soon? Yeah, it's too... It, it's that, too that's, just, that's just too much to hope for. I know. Yeah. I, if Tyrion had it, he would. Yeah. Jamie's little pageant princess wave in the background was perfect. <laughs> Did you ladies crack up too? When yeah. Jamie noted Cersei's express, excessive boozing. Yeah! I love that. Nikolai is so effective as Jamie mm-hmm. that I had to stop myself from feeling sorry for him that Cersei shut that shit down. Like, ew, just say no to Twincest, you nasty-ass Lannisters. <laughs> Looks like Jamie is going to have trouble sheathing both his swords this season. Oh, Lord. One of my lovely friends, Melissa, has been listening to your podcast for The Walking Dead and Game of Thrones. I think we have another addict for sister speak on our hands. Uh-oh. Yay. Hey, hey, hey Melissa. Melissa. How you doing? <laughs> I got to send us some feedback. Yep. By the way, you're so very welcome for the gift card. Honestly, it was the least I could do for all of your hard work. That was so nice. I initially wanted to send you ladies some wine, but there was so much red tape for the delivery uh-huh. that I wanted to respect your confidentiality that it was just easier to send you some cold, hard cash to buy some wine instead. Yeah. Sister Clay, sorry, Sister K, I'm glad you can't return it. Laugh out loud. <laughs> I actually used some of my book royalties to send you the gift card. I published a novella on Amazon last year. Yay! What? And I'm currently working on my second story. Good. As such, I so respect how you ladies work your beautiful asses off to produce quality creative content every week. And I just wanted to pass on the good vibes. You ladies and the rest of the awesome Sister Speak family deserve all the uh, all the accolades and five star reviews in the world. Yay! Love, Jackie. P.S. Nate says, "Hey, sisters. Hey, Nate." <laughs> well, Jackie, you're going to need to email yeah. us the name of your novella so we can yeah. go get it. Give us the title and stuff, and we yeah. can let everybody know. Especially if you get or or Post a link on our Facebook page. That's better because that way yeah. everybody Post can see Post a link uh, to your uh, Amazon book on our Facebook page and that way it, anybody can access it. Yeah. I would love to read it. Congratulations. I'm sure it's funny as hell. Oh, <laughs> it might not be funny. Well, well, if it's a comedy. Oh. I mean, she Did she writes, say it was a comedy? No, she didn't. She just said novella. Well, we'll see. Then I might be, it might be a romance. Well, let us know what Maybe it sci-fi. is. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah. Well, Jackie, tell us. Anyway, that's awesome. That is awesome. Well, thank you, Jackie. Thank you, Jackie. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. We love to hear it when y'all have successes. Sci- yeah, have successes in your home life. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Our next email is from Andrea. Hey, Andrea. Hey, sisters and sister speak family. Game of Thrones is back. Yay. Yay. Episode one did not disappoint. Here are some of my thoughts. One, 
Tywin Lannister is a cold-hearted SLB. Yep. He melted down Ned's sword gleefully and proceeded to insult Jamie at every turn. Yep. Yep, because I guess because Tyrion wasn't around, he went on to Jamie. <laughs> yeah. Number two, Tyrion, Bronn, and Pod crack me up. Mm-hmm. Bronn tells it like it is, and I like it. He seemed to get along better with the prince than the accomplished diplomat Tyrion. Yeah. I think Tyrion's, like, annoyed with him now, because he's probably always joking and shit. Yeah. And he's Tyrion, getting annoyed. Tyrion's trying to be serious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Number three. Prince Oberyn is totally crazy, but I love him. Mm-hmm. He's hot-tempered, but he seems calculating at the same time. That's a dangerous combo. I don't think the Lannisters know who they're messing with. Uh, I agree. Well, that's true, but the... Tywin is formidable, though. Tywin is crazy. Mm-hmm. He tells the story of how Robert's rebellion started a lot differently than we heard in season one. Yeah. Didn't Robert say that Rhaegar Targaryen kidnapped Elana El- yep. Lyanna Stark? Yep. Prince Oberyn makes it sound like they ran off together. I wonder if that that is important to the story somehow. Yep. I seem to recall now reading the book that she didn't get kidnapped. She ran off. But right. I don't know if that's... Yeah. Um, number four. Alas, Fabio is no more. Aww. Who is this new Dario? Couldn't they have at least tried to find a similar looking actor? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Number five. I hope they are going to give Danny another storyline besides freeing all the slave cities. Her <laughs> dragons are getting so big, and I wonder if that Jor- if what Jorah says is true about them not being able to be tamed. Mm. Well, I'm sure they're not going to say. I'm sure they're not going to be tamed, but hell, she at least needs to be able to say, "Don't be killing up people." Yeah. You know, don't kill up the people trying to help us, mm-hmm. you know. Only, you know, burn shit up when I'm telling you to burn shit up. <laughs> uh, number six. The Tyrion-Sansa dynamic is interesting. I think he really wants to wants her to love him. He certainly seems to be respecting his vow so far. Yep, see, that's what I was yeah, noticing, too. Yeah, I mean, he does. Yep. Number seven. So this new group of wildlings is eating people. Mm-hmm. How do they get all the way beyond the wall from Terminus? Laugh out loud. Oh, Lord. Another Terminus reference. I know. Oh, you guys. Number eight. The Return of Needle. I'm so glad Arya has her sword back. Isn't that one name she can cross off her list? Yep. Yes, it is. Because Polymer was on her one list. Number nine. I'm putting Shay on death watch since he was trying to seduce Tyrion in his marital bed. Mm-hmm. We know Tywin doesn't make idle threats. Mm-hmm. Isn't the girl who snitched the same girl that told Cersei when Sansa started her period? I you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Seems like this is a different girl. Yeah, it seems like it's a different girl. Shay should have shanked her when she had the chance. Mm. Number 10. I wonder if Sir Dantos giving Sansa that necklace has anything to do with Marjorie's search for a wedding necklace. That's all for now. It's getting it's already getting to be a long ass email. Can't wait for next <laughs> week, Andrea. Thank you, Thank Andrea. you, Andrea. That was a long-ass email. That was but good. that was good, though. That was good. That was a good one. I love how people are starting to abbreviate <coughs> long-ass with L-A email. Yes. I love that. Yes. So we have now become an abbreviation with our yes, long-ass email. We have. <laughs> but that was a good one. Thank you, Andrea. Thank you, Andrea. And our last email of the day Woo! is from Paris. Hey, Paris. Hello, sisters and Sister Speak family. It's finally that time of year again. Game of Thrones returns and not a moment too soon. That's right. 
I have to go ahead and say, while this isn't my, this wasn't my favorite episode, it was a great reintroduction to the show and characters. I think so. I love getting to see little Tyrion and Shay again. Oh, <laughs> y'all got to leave Tyrion alone. He is little Tyrion. Shay was having none of it this episode. Between a crying Sansa and his wife, poor Tyrion couldn't catch a break. I know. Though it seems Shay's cover may finally be blown by one of Cersei's eavesdropping handmaids. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the drunk witch, this lady was not giving her brother lover any love on this go round. <laughs> when this piece of work called Jamie he looked he took too long, I said, "Oh hell no!" Me too. Then when punk ass Joffrey told him he was busy getting captured, I yelled, "Slap these tricks!" <laughs> Slap them like Tyrion did. That's right. I bet Jamie is seriously thinking, these ungrateful bitches. Mm-hmm. I lost my good hand for these motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Damn. I know, because that's all he... I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, sisters, what did you make of the new family Martell? I love them. Yeah. I liked them, too. Especially Oberyn. I laughed so hard when he turned to the new head of the brothel and told him he was on the menu as well. <laughs> It can't ever be said that Game of Thrones isn't inclusive of the uh, GLBTQ community. Yep. Because these characters be getting theirs just as much as the straight characters. That's right. It seems that the Martells have grudges to pick with the Lannisters. Mm-hmm. Hell, I say the more people devoted to burying the Lannister clan, the merrier. <laughs> now on to Daenerys Khaleesi, the unburnt first of her name, breaker of chains, mother of dragons, Targaryen. <laughs> Breath, Sister K. <laughs> Those dragons look like they have tripled in size. Damn, mm-hmm. damn, damn. They're getting big. The dragons have always looked fantastic, even as babies, but now they are monstrously cool, and I love it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they don't have to even breathe fire anymore. But they, they can, can just, though. They can just fly up to you and rip you in half. Mm-hmm. Did you sit this notice that notice though that Khaleesi seems to be having trouble controlling them now? Drogon roared at her. I think we're supposed to take it that they are now in their adolescent stage. Yeah. And we all know what that was like. <laughs> I think we will see her struggle with uh, this season trying to rein in all this power she has attained before she is truly ready to fight for the Iron Throne. It was nice to see Jorah and Grey Worm again. Well, Grey Worm it was. <laughs> Jorah got on my damn nerves. Well, I mean, Jorah got on my nerves too, but I do like Jorah. I like Jorah though. Yeah. But they, mm, he gets on my nerves sometimes with the shit he be saying. I feel kind of bad for him sometimes though why because no Mm-mm. well i do no no i don't he's too damn old she don't want your ass i know but he's in love with her though he, and he was he was ratting her eyes out before he was so no i don't feel sorry for his ass <laughs> however uh, he says um it was nice to see jory and gray Worm again however i was not thrilled with dario's replacement thank you not cute not nearly as cute as bucky was to me at all <laughs> No, that's right. I know. Harris. See, I guess we'll just have to grit our teeth and get through it, Sister K. Finally, I love the scene with Arya and the Hound getting her sword needle back. Yep, these two are a fearsome duo, and I feel like Arya is only going to become more and more formidable as she seeks out her trainers in Bravos. I cannot wait. Yeah, see, Paris. I, I hope she makes it to Bravos too. Paris, that was it. This is, oh, thank you, Paris. Thank you, thank you, Paris. And I agree with you, Paris. Uh, Arya is going to, I think, be coming into her own this season. I hope she pulls out her coin that hopefully she's tucked far, yes. far back under her sock in her shoes and so I could get it. And she rubs it and says, 
Bala Margolis and Jock and the old Jockin comes back and is there to stay for the rest of the season. That's what I'm hoping happens. That'd be good. That'd be so awesome. That'd be good. <laughs> yeah. And Paris, thank you for your tagline. We got your tagline yeah, as well. That's great. <sighs> okay. Okay, thank well, y'all thank all so much for that. your long ass feedback. Long ass feedback. Man, you guys are setting a trend here. We love it. Love it. We, we love might it. Have to start, you know, doubling up our podcast recording dates. Yeah, because our uh, yeah, because they're probably going to end up being like two dates, two days anyway. Because yeah, man, they long. Okay, they're starting to get long. All right. Okay, so for all of y'all who turned in your taglines, which we heard at the beginning of the episode, and I think I'll play at the end of the episode today, um, or this episode. I'll play it at the end of this episode as well. We have put all of your names into a bucket. And Sister J is going to draw two names. Two names. Because we had 11 or 12, I can't remember now the number, um, entries. Okay. So we're going to pull two names for a Sister Speak Game of Thrones t-shirt. Okay. Okay, so Sister J, pick a name, pick a name. Oh. Okay. And our first winner is Brother Ray. Woohoo! Yay, Yay, Brother Ray! Woohoo! Congratulations! Congratulations! Okay, Okay. Sister Jay, pick another one. Let's see. We're going to pick, okay, our second winner is Samantha! Woohoo! Hey, Samantha! Congratulations! Okay, so Brother Ray and Samantha. Send me your t-shirt sizes yeah, in an email, email mm-hmm. and I will get you out the Sister Speak Game of Thrones t-shirt as soon as possible. And then we will expect a picture. We want a picture. On our Facebook page, which well, we're wearing the shirt. If you don't want to put it on Facebook, then just send it to us directly. Yeah, that's and true. We won't post it, but yeah. we'll, we want to see it. Yeah, we, we want to see it. So Yeah, because you might not want your picture out there. So Out there. Just in case. So congratulations, congratulations. Brother Ray and Samantha. And thank so. you all. Thank to you everyone all. else who has sent in your tagline. We are going to be playing those every single podcast of the Game of Thrones yep. season. So we um, hope you enjoy hearing yourselves on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. And for those who didn't get your tagline in, shame on you. We gave you two, <laughs> we gave you two, two full weeks yeah. to get that in. That's right. All you had to do is come up with your little tagline. That's right. And it was quick and easy. So thank you all to everyone who's done it. For next time, send us your feedback. And we are all brand new, y'all. So we gonna be on time. On time. Get it in on in Thursdays. Our, on Thursdays. By Thursday. By Thursday. And you can send it to sissyspeak at gmail.com or leave a comment on our website, which is sissyspeakpodcast.com. We are on um, Twitter at underscore sister J and underscore sister K mm-hmm. and Facebook at Facebook.com slash sissyspeakpodcast. We're also now on Google Plus, which is Google Plus dot com slash sister speak podcast and um we also have a um podcast twitter which is sister speak cast which announces all of our stuff um that we do and plus we're on twitter too right i already said twitter 
And we also have a voicemail line, so if you do not want to send in your own audio file, you can just call that number and leave uh, probably about a two-minute message because it cuts off at two minutes. That number is 972-755-1215. And you might want to reiterate that. If y'all send messages on Facebook, we're not going to read it. Yeah, it's too difficult with all the email and feedback we have. It's too difficult to get to the Facebook messages when we're trying to podcast. So so send in an email. Send it in an email. And make sure if you do send us an email and you're sending your audio file, make sure it's an actual audio file that you're attaching. Because some of the files lately have been weird. That's strange. They're not coming yeah. through. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay now. <laughs> all right. That is it for now. It was a great first episode. Thank y'all so much. And we hope to hear from y'all next week. I am Sister K. And I'm Sister J. See you next time. Hey, sisters and the Sister Speak family. This is Tammy in New Jersey of the House Targaryen. And I will take what is mine with fire and blood. Hey, sisters. It's Brother Ray from St. Louis. A man will always listen to Sister Speak Game of Thrones podcast. Hi, this is Jackie from the San Francisco Bay Area. Welcome to House Sister Speak. The wine is sweet, but our family is salty. Hey, sisters, this is Shalita from Philly. Winter is coming. This is Anthony B. out of Chicago, listening to the Sister Speaks podcast featuring Sister J and Sister K with a wide variety of fans who leave a long ass email. So let's get started. Hello sisters, it's Stephen here from Ormskirk, England, and the Northerners will never forget. This is Sister Tip Tip from Norfolk, Virginia. Sister J and Sister K, go get them ladies. Dracaris. Hey Sister J, what's up Sister K, this is Robert from the Bay. Winter is coming, all men must die, but I'm a crow. This is Samantha in Wisconsin. Owning a dragon is great when it fits in your hand, but if it's big enough to bite your head off, you might want to think again. Hey, sisters, this is Willie calling from L.A. Is there something wrong with your leg, boy? Can you walk? Do I have to carry you? to fall into the blade. I think I'll pick more teeth with it. All right, sisters, love you. Hey, this is Amy Michonne, and I'm just calling to say, Dracadis. Motherfucker. Hello, sisters and the Sisters Speak Game of Thrones family. This is Paris calling from Mobile, Alabama to say Valar Margules. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.